0: Mr. Adam Bennett. welcome bro, we're live.
1: Let's go. Cool. It sounds different, like, through oh, this. Yeah. I, I definitely definitely uh, try and fix my voice up a bit <laughs> <laughs> without sounding too, uh, put on.
0: Yeah, bro, so, um, fuck, we were just talking about your fighting, right? Yep. All right, we'll pick up from there. Um, Bro, I wanted to ask you how, how like, what do you do for conditioning? Like, extra stuff. Uh, for me, sorry, can you just paint, like, tell us what your usual, like, without a fight,
1: what's your usual sort of training regime? Yeah, normally, um, in my training regime, it's pretty much just free rolling. That's all I do. I target the free rolling sessions. Yeah. Um, open sparring with, with, uh, kickboxing and an open MMA as well. So I'm not necessarily doing classes or anything like that. Um, but yeah, just a lot of, um, making can say a lot, just a lot of sparring, a lot of practical sort of applications and all that sort of thing. With. Where are you? Where are you training, dude? <clears throat> well, at the moment I'm training at Kick Ass. Yeah. So I started. Where are they? In uh, Morley. So I started with um, Submission Factory back when I was. My cousin got me into it. He uh, unfortunately got real sick, and um, he he always used to wear this beanie and it had Submission Factory on there. But yeah. as a kid, I never really like. It was like graffiti riding. So I never really could work out what it was, and every time he came over, he'd wear this beanie, and it would um it would say submission factor, and I was like, what does that say? Like, what does that words on your beanie say? And he was always go, oh, submission factor. It's jiu jitsu, you know. It's um UFC was like at like UFC fifty then as well, so it wasn't too um everything he had was in VHS or on a tape. Oh yeah yeah. And of course, being that age, my parents weren't really that. F- they didn't know much about it, luckily, but they weren't really fond of me watching that sort of stuff because it was all R eighteen and everything like that. Oh, so, so yeah. how how old were you then when you started? It was uh, I think my first comp was the only like only source that I have to find sort of work out how old I was. And my first shirts are two thousand three, and that was my first competition I did. So long time. Have you been consistent? When, like, not really. No, I had our uh, kids and all that, and. And uh, did a little bit of the the family man stuff. Mm. So I was a good like, way. There's probably been eighteen to twenty one where I kind of disappeared with all nightclubs and mates and all <laughs> that sort of thing. Mm. And then I um very like came into it just for rolling, oddly through those three years, you know. Yeah. And then I um yeah, yeah. and then I started up again. I think I had had the family, had the kids, and all that. We lived up in Muay. Did that for a bit. Didn't really get down to the club much because it's all the way in Mouche, quite hectic, and plus having kids. And back all then there would have been fuck all between um, Wangara and there. Anyway. Like yeah, yeah, but I never really. You know, you got You finish jobs, you go home, put the kids to sleep. Yeah, you know there's not. Flat. You get fat. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much what happened. I think that's who I am right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what's your youngest daughter? Or you? How many kids uh, you got? Ah,
0: so two. Um, yeah, they're, they're old now. Uh, yeah, yeah, seventeen. Yeah, and sixteen. Uh, and they're eighteen and seventeen. The shit. Yeah. They're eleven months apart. Bro. Yeah, mine are f- four and
1: six. Oh, both really? Ge- both girls? So. Quite young, eh? Yeah. it was interesting because I got I um me and their mum we broke up, so I get them like every second weekend yeah. and every Thursday with school and all that when school's back. So yeah, it's interesting. Have you thought about um, uh, them training?
0: Like a jiu-jitsu I have, or, well, or I, I
1: boxing? Well, I teach, I do teach um, Kick-Ass, uh, kick the kids program that they got they're on in there. So it's oh, Monday yeah. and Wednesdays and I was doing Mondays and Wednesdays for quite some time. So you're a coach as well? Yeah, you but now I've dropped off the Wednesdays just for now. Hopefully I'll pick it back up just with work and everything and yeah, yeah. I do air cons and all that. It's summer's mm-hmm. sort of like Pretty hectic with work, mm. but it's I just did the Mondays now. But I uh, hopefully, yeah, I'll get Mondays and Wednesdays back, sort out my life a little bit, so I can um, sort of yeah real concentrate on those sort of kids' class and my own little training regime, and get you know yeah. the thirty hours of work in and play on the rest. Oh, true, very true. So yeah. you're you're coaching your kids in those classes? Well, I took them down one time, yeah. And, uh <laughs> yeah. They're not ready. <laughs> they're not ready. <laughs> what for makes it. you say that? Well, they're very like. Uh, they're very dependent on me when and when it's when it's coach time I'm coach when it's you know, oh, father, yeah. father time. And you know, you can't when the kids class you can't be um you can't be parenting and coaching at the same time. It doesn't yeah. work. I get you. Yeah. I've done that too. Like um, my kids joined
0: when I was coaching CrossFit, they were part of the gym as well. Hard to se- to separate father and coaching, eh? Yeah, yeah, and
1: it's also um my youngest, you know, it was very daunting for them as well from the, to see that perspective of me because They'd be like, oh, you know, your dad do this, or dad, can I do this, or can I sit down? I'd be like, you're either training or you're not? Go sit on the, You know, you see their little eyes going, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> is this real right there? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> but I was their dad, all, of course, all along, but I was um had the coaching hat on. Yeah. And I don't really want to – I've got to get them warmed up, you know. So there was an opportunity. I took them down there. I think there was a UFC on that Steve Kennedy put on for the, the boys. Yeah. And, um, of course, they they watched it for about five minutes and we had enough. So I took them down onto the mats, you know, We put some put some mat- like foam mattresses out and they were doing their cartwheels and handstands and I was doing it with them just to get them used to the, sort of the atmosphere and the gym. Because mm. I think, uh, yeah, with kids, they're so like, yeah, they're so unaware you've got to really blissfully get them into, get them comfortable with the surroundings, get them yeah. comfortable with all the graffiti we've got on the walls and True. everything, you know. And then you got to sort of work on them a little bit.
0: But it's real different to like conditioning exercise because this is a, like contact sport, right? Once they have someone like uh, invade that private space for the first time, they're like, <gasps> what the
1: fuck? Yeah, yeah. Get, that, get the fuck away, you know, and they don't know sort of how to control that. Whereas yeah, and when you're 16, 17, 18, you start remembering that boys are generally stronger than girls, even though that's getting proven wrong as we go on with time, they you know, may oh, yeah. go on crazy as it is. You know, girls are now starting to smash the boys up. but... At that age, I don't think strength really comes a part of it. But if my girls, at the time being, not knowing anything, mm. um, if they go and wrestle a boy, that's you know him, he might have, he might have like be, he might be one of those crazy kids. Um, they're going to attack her, like there's no tomorrow. You know they're not going to go. Oh, she's a girl. She's new. Yeah, they're yeah. just going to go straight for that choke, which plenty of them can do. So yeah, for them it's a bit daunting to have a. A young boy, try and submit them, mm. choke them, armbar them. It's very, you know. Have they sort of grown a bit? Like, have you been, so have they been training a little bit at least? A little bit. We or wrestle like as a parent, like as a dad, you know, I wrestle them and stuff. Yep. But it's obviously all about tickles and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So It's not quite the same thing. But I had, I did buy them boxing gloves. Yeah. And um, we put them on, especially when they argue or something. I was like, go put on the boxing gloves. And you can just go and sort it out and they'll put it on. And then they go, on oh, nah, it's all good.
0: Oh shit That's Have they good. have they watched your fights? Have they seen you fight before?
1: I think I think they did watch one of them But yeah They wouldn't know who won or lost Which is probably good But <laughs> were, like Did did, did, um, did they do the whole
0: Oh shit was daddy getting hurt Or you know where they Yeah well
1: I wasn't there I think their mum at the time Put it on So I wasn't there But um, I have offered to watch it again With them And they they Would rather watch something else <laughs> <They're laughs> No, nah, fuck that it. I want to watch Frozen Dad Fuck yeah. this or some uh, Barbie or something on YouTube. Dude, so you got a you got a fight um in March, eh? Yeah, March, my third fight. Your first one? Let's talk about that, bro. If you didn't first, win. Yeah, first win. one uh you know it was very new yeah. to me. Do you wanna um do you open it again? I'll go on this place. I open that one.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. bro. Bro, so you, um these are beers from Samoa, bro. Oh right. All the I way thought that was
1: soda water, I didn't read the label. Oh <laughs> yeah, cheers mate. <laughs> But, yeah, so the first one, um, yeah, in hindsight, I was probably just happy to, well, probably more anxious about the whole event rather than my performance in there. So Mm. uh, in a weird way, I was um, just more more, um, just, yeah, more just amazed that I actually made it into that ring, you know, amazed that I was actually competing in MMA. How different did it feel to all the sparring and stuff you had done leading up to it, man? Surprisingly, yeah, not that different. I mean, it's a bit yeah. weird. You walk into a cage, you know, you do the walk, the cage all lit up. You can't see the audience because the light's so bright. There's a, so none of that freaked you out, like, walking through the audience and people are. It's just surreal. Like, it's it's it always, It's it all. not that far away from, like, reality, really. Mm. It's more like you're, you're thinking, like, wow, well, you know. I was actually really, because um, kick-ass does them really hard sparring, and... Um, yeah, when you're in there, I was just amazed how safe I felt, you know, because I had the gloves on. They give mm. you, Amateurs, they give you these little shin pads. They don't do much. But you've got your mouth guard in. you got your groin guard in. And, yeah, I felt safe. I felt like, you know, the, the gloves are like, I think they're about seven ounces or something, so they're a bit more padded. Yeah, and I just, I actually was, I remember thinking in my mind, like, I feel pretty safe in here, actually. It's not that bad. Oh, shit. You know, all the anxiety that you might have leading up to the event. Mm. Yeah, and then weirdly enough, I feel like I got a little bit too calm in there, you know. Oh, okay. Like it yeah. wasn't, you know, I w- yeah, I wasn't ready for um to fight. I was more ready to just walk in that cage and be present and go, "Fuck, I'm here." <laughs> yeah. Jeez, fuck yeah. I mean, you watch it so long on U UFC and all that, and they're crazy. Yeah, you know they're they go at each other. So you're saying what is this is like, an amateur fight, eh? Yeah, just amateur fight. Yeah, so there's certain rules you can't elbow. Yeah. I think that's pretty much the only one you know and you wear the seven ounce gloves yeah you have to have. I think what, what are much? they in pro
0: four four
1: ounces four yeah there's yeah. so quite a lot i mean quite a lot and all that
0: fucking four ounces like nothing I like. Know, and all
1: that three extra pounds or whatever it is three extra ounces though it's all in pad padding you know mm-hmm. so it's quite a substantial amount more
0: so you don't know, like i feel like you got big pillows. oh yeah
1: just, which it does create a little bit harder for grappling In some aspects, but it's also for rolling and trapping the wrist and stuff. You can't get your hand out as easy, so Mm. it does actually suit my game a lot more better because I'm into like the trapping and all that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's very hard to get the guy to remove his hand, especially when in wrestling you train with no gloves. so you use the people. Yeah, yeah, having no glove, which is easier to get out of, I guess. You really got to clench down hard if you want to get them to roll. Did Did you go all? Was it three? Five-minute rounds or three threes? Uh, only three threes. Oh. Yeah. So it's quite where short Only. That's, that's still though. Like with everything Yeah, you get a good minute break as well in between. It's like for amateur, I guess, you really um, – I mean, you've got to do cardio and all that, but you can really um, put your more aim into other things because you know you've only got nine minutes rather, mm. you know, um, instead of the 15 minutes or something. So it's quite a substantial smaller gap where you've got to perform. How many with guys in your corner? I think it's about three normally, yeah. Yeah. First one there was, um yeah, I think there's about three from memory, yeah. Did you spit out any blood or anything? No, like nothing. No, I didn't get tagged that hard. I mean, I got um, TKO'd, but in the footage I did feel like a very, f- and it's amateur as well, so I think they're very quick to stop fights. Oh, okay, yeah. But I fell like a bit awkwardly, mm. but I um I finished on my, on my in like a turtle position and you can see I was working to get... To get up again. Oh, and he may have prematurely stopped at these? Uh, well, like I said, the fall was bad. So maybe it's either he just didn't react quick enough where mm. like he reacted when I was actually being more positive with my with my wrestling. Mm. But I mean, if I had just, um, if he'd knocked me down and I'd fall down and I didn't have time to get onto my all fours, it would have been like a, like a good little stoppage. But because uh, he had actually allowed enough time for me to get on my f- all fours, I feel like it was a little bit premature. Yeah, yeah. But in saying that in mindset, you know, I don't think I was mentally properly prepared to, you know, do the extra rounds anyway, but you can't really tell, can you? Oh no, really. so he TKO'd you yeah. Oh, and it was pretty quick though. Yeah, and it wasn't even that hard of a shot, to be honest. It was just like more of a glancing little shot. Did you um, take him, man? Did I take him? Oh no? take him. Did you get him get him with good ones? No, not shots? really. Eh? Like I did some work on the on the groundwork, but yeah, I'm definitely not happy with the performance but um, you can definitely see that he was fearful of the ground. You know? Oh, because he 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 had known. What, well, for people listening, there no one knows that you're a brown belt. Brown belt, yeah. Brown belt. And he in, and I think in
0: BJ, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, brown and he,
1: and he um oh, was he a white belt? You see? Yeah, he's a white belt. Yeah, fresh white belt. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he respected it. He took it easy. Yeah, and plus, like you know, like being me, if I was a white belt and I'm fighting an MMA guy who's had a brown belt, you know, I would definitely be worried. You know, mm. I'd. Yeah, I mean, that's belts out of depth, you know, it's not like I'm a blue belt, oh, it's man, not like I'm a purple belt, and a brown belt, and on paper that can look quite, you know, so props to him for taking the fight, because sure. I never fought again, I never had a fight before, he didn't really know how good I was, Yeah, you know, and it, I guess the three wins that he had gave him enough confidence to sign the, mm. the little contract. So for people who don't know, how many
0: years like from your experience between white and brown? For me? Oh, just in general,
1: well oh, like if you're a all changes, eh? Hey, like, I'm, I'm a slow like, guy, you know, I, I I don't um Like how long did it take you to get from white to brown? In years it took it's I mean I started in two thousand and thirteen, which is my first comp shirt, so that's the only yeah. r- way I know. Yeah. But uh in years, yeah, so it's like twenty years, I think. You know, almost wow. a long time a slow learner. You know, um
0: I know, like the master of the GFT gym where I am, like Julio Cesar. Yeah Chavez, I think his name. Is? Sorry, yeah I'm, not, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not good with names. I me mean. neither I'm, I'm a fucking idiot, man. <laughs> I know if I see him. Yeah, like if you see it, like he's, I think he's um coral belt, man. He's got, oh right, and he's got tips on that. Yeah. So yeah. from white to black is
1: what twenty.
2: Well, 10, I mean, 15? everyone keeps
1: telling me it's ten years, but yeah, i you know, some people doing four We have a guy, and uh, he's one of the coaches at Kick Yeah. Named Scott Carpenter. Shout, yeah, out, I think, to, shout yeah. out to Scott Carpenter. Shout out to Scott. He's a beast, and he's uh, done it in four years. So F- white to black. Yeah, you know that he's naturally athletic, and he yeah. well not naturally, but he's athletic guy. He puts in the work. I always see him doing weights and those uh, elastic band things. He's always working oh, on himself. Okay, was yeah, going yeah. to the beach and all that? So he's not. I don't think he's naturally anything, but he's. Uh, but he's worked as fucking yeah, and ass he's off. tall. He's big guy. Probably weighs ninety five kilos. Or something. He got white to black in four years. Yeah, four years.
0: You know, the only other person I've heard that's got it, wow, quicker than that was BJ Penn.
1: Oh, right. Three years I know ago. Kit Dale got maybe something like that as well. Who? Kit Dale. Oh, shit. I think he got like five years or something, but... That's really quick, though. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's like uh, if you can um, have the right mindset for sports and that, you can um, achieve a lot in a small period of time. But even four years, like, that's very uncommon. You know, you can go down there every day of the week. And four years is still an accomplishment, and yeah. just be a blue belt in four years, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it took me, yeah. I c- can't recall how many years it took me, but I remember, yeah, it took me forever to go through blue and purple. Like, I feel like at the time, my coach was just like, you know, all right, you deserve it now. I guess you've done the time. <laughs> <laughs> I but think, I think I got
0: mine out of pity as well, man, because yeah. you know, I started, um, I started as a white belt back in. Two thousand six or seven or eight, I yeah, think. right. Like way back when, way back when, um, in New Zealand, our our highest ranking, um, uh, the the coaches were all blue belts men, yeah, and uh, like we'd look at a purple belt, like
1: holy
2: shit, yeah. you know. And
1: now there's blacks everywhere, and I mean, I think uh, it's a submission factory. I think they started like maybe late nineties. Yeah, I yeah. had a gym in Prinderville um. I remember my early two thousands they got that gym and printable but in uh, Wayne Garra, but they did start off um with another coach. Yep. can't recall his name. But uh in um their garage. Oh. So shit. And that was like Stacy and Troy and I think maybe it is like I don't know, Clayton or something, they were all involved in that. Um so they've been around like Submission Factory as a club has been around for twenty two years or think. And it's and evident with how many without a doubt, like the fun the they created like a real good foundation for jiu-jitsu in Perth because there's maybe six gyms, six guys that came from that gym who have their own successful gym mm. in Perth at the moment. Do yeah. you um? Do you know? I know Imperial. Is yeah, it, so is that's Cleve Williams. Uh, Cleve Williams. From, from yeah, a. he started. He was um. Yeah, he started. He's, he's got his gym in Clarkson. I think it's Clarkson. Yeah, it is. Imperial's Somewhere up that yeah. And then there's the guy Lee Berger. He started off at Submich Factor. He's in um, Osborne Park. Yeah, yeah um, um, he's got his own crew now as well. Yeah, and Chris. And there's a guy who came through Chris M- Mazzali, um, which is funnily enough one of the guys my last opponent I fought came from his gym. Oh, was he a opponent of yours? He's yeah, great- but they fight in. Um, uh, I want to say Albany. I think that's where they come from. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somewhere far down, like six hours down south, I think it is. Is that Albany? I don't know. Albany? Bunbury? No, like no? six hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. six hours. Yeah, Albany. Albany, yeah. Somewhere miles away. And, um, yeah, there's just a lot of, even uh, the guy uh, under Kick-Ass, Steve Kennedy, he came to Submission Factory you know, 15 years ago. He was there for a period of time. Yeah, Pretty sure he fought his first MMA event, MMA fight under the Submission Factory banner. Yeah, so there's, yeah, a lot of fighters, that, a lot of gyms that have opened up. But there's also a lot of gyms in Perth. I don't know how many there are. Man, there's heaps. You see classes, it. Yeah, you know, oh, man, 100. everywhere now. It's good, though, right? Yeah, even, like, karate gyms and stuff, you see a little sign saying BJJ's on the side there. Bro, can I have your view, right, on traditional karate versus, like, kickboxing? Uh, what do you
0: think? You know where they do carters?
1: you got to be, yeah, or? well, I think you've got to be elite in karate to compete against... Uh, an average, not an average, but it's a, a pro Muay Thai fighter, you know. Yeah, so f- or kickboxing guy, you know. Oh, you yeah. got to be elite in karate. You got to be able to be one of those. I mean, what's that famous guy who fought in UFC? The karate guy. Mm. He had a black belt in Jitsu as well. I'm pretty sure. Really, he fought. He like knocked out um, Randy Couture, karate dude,
0: heavyweight. Oh, uh, Shin. Well, no, they like light, light heavy.
1: Uh, Leo Machida. That's oh, his yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to be like elite. And then you've also got to be able to mix it in with, like, the MMA foundations as well. Mm. I don't see, you know, every every single... I suppose, like, doing either would be better than nothing. Oh, like yeah, definitely. And it's that the met- mentality as well. Like, that, for instance, that Scott Carpenter guy, I feel like he's, you know, I just learned the other day he's, like, apparently a really good scuba diver. Um, but it's more to the point he um, he has a foundations that have made him good. Yeah, at jujitsu where karate could be one of those foundations where you get into the mindset you learn how to kind of kick yeah. you learn how to kind of punch mm. and um and also the environment for kids as well bringing up in that karate where it's disciplined yeah it's family friendly
0: i guess uh, which one do you think is more like if if your daughters were to walk into a karate gym or a kickboxing gym which one do you think would be less intimidating to them oh definitely karate yeah there's no open
1: sparring yeah. you know, and even from nowadays with parents and that Parents manipulate where the kids really go. Yeah. They don't want to see thugs or what's perceived in their mind as thugs walking around, you know, mm. in a gym and take their kids to it. They'd rather go to the dojo, you know, yeah. down the road. Because, man, my kids, like, did karate
0: for a like, couple of years. It was um, Shibuken karate. Yeah, right. I think. Well, I, I just went and watched them and I supported them and stuff like that. Yeah. But from that to walking into somewhere like uh, Monsters Inc. Yeah, have you? Have you oh, I've that? heard of him. Yeah, is that Muay? Yeah. Is it? Or? Yeah, just yeah. purely um, kickboxing, bro. Those guys are fucking killers, man. Yeah, you watch their Instagram pages, man. They're beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, and these are young girls, young boys. Yeah, I think
1: it's a pure fighters gym, man. Yeah, and there's a big, you know, it's hard as well because gym's got to make money. Yeah, so yeah. you got to like target a wide audience. But I think segregation from the fighters is how you sort of. Try and run a gym. You don't want people. You want um, yeah people to be comfortable. You don't want parents bringing in their kids. You don't have their that that time that they're in their overlap with real fighters and their parents yeah. sort of like oh this is the end of the road for the kid you know they're going to yeah, be in okay. their next getting punched you know. But um in saying that yeah it's all about you know if your kid wants to do whatever he wants get him into it you know whether it's sport whether it's karate whatever it is as long as the, my my thoughts as long as my kids are enjoying it having getting fun out of it. giving a little bit of discipline, a little bit of understanding, and it's got to be positive, rather than have them rock up, like my girls did, have them rock up to my wrestling class and just not like it at all. (laughs) You know, baby steps. Were you a little bit disappointed there that they weren't interested at all? Well, to be honest, yeah, they sort of, um, they got in the way of my coaching, so I was like, (laughs) you know, it's probably best for both of us to come back maybe in a couple of years. Yeah. And my youngest is very um, dependent on the oldest as well, in awkward situations. She'll look, was my oldest, name Emily, she'll look towards Emily and see if she's alright and if Emily's not coping, you know, Adeline's not going to cope. She needs that comfort, you know, she so mm-hmm. needs to make sure Emily's, and if Emily's like, gives her a little bit of reward and say, yeah, you're going good, you know, then Adeline would stick at it. But it's that four and six, you know, it's a very vulnerable age. So yeah, it was, that's young, you don't man. want to tarnish him when forcing him and making it a job for him to come down to wrestling just for your own benefit. Fuck, I think then my kids were playing soccer. Yeah. And that was...
0: Well, my son, my son was good at playing that, but my daughter found it a bit too much maybe at that time. Yeah, she was yeah. Because th- yeah, eleven months apart. So, sh- uh, my son was, uh, I think he was seven. Yeah, right. And my daughter was six, and yeah. that was too much, man. Yeah. Like just
1: being around people, yelling at the, it was all that, and that was only soccer. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. my daughter, my oldest, is into really into running. Oh, you yeah. know, and she got like, how? How did that happen? I think it's just that positive enforcement. You know, she won her first one or came second or up there um, and uh, yeah and then me and her we went down to the park with the younger one and we because you know when it comes around I don't know how much training they do they yeah. obviously wouldn't do that much in primary school yeah. or in preschool but well they
0: do a lot of that cross country stuff right? yeah
1: but a lot of times you just feel when I was watching their race I couldn't help but to like what is she doing wrong? You know, Why isn't she running faster? And a lot of it's just at the starting line where they're all nervous <laughs> and they say, go. And one kid just like waits one second. The other yep. one runs off and they're chasing each other and they're looking around trying to wave at their parents. Yeah. So we did a little bit of practice, which um, she already had won the last year. In, well, come close to the top three. So we just went to the park a couple of times. I set him out a little 40-meter little sprint thing, got him into it. Run the time and they, you know, from like they something I, I can't remember the times, but it was like 13 seconds for their first try, yeah. And then you go, ready, go. And then the second time was like 11 yeah. seconds, you know, they would already improve two seconds just from being aware of what yeah. the job at hand was, you know. Mm, very true. Um, and she loves running, which is a good sport. I love run, like running, you know, it builds up athletic, it gets, you know, they have a job they know what to do, you know, yeah, yeah, running and having yeah. fun. Oh. And, and they're quick too, like six year olds are quick. I think because they're they're so light. Yeah, so light, <laughs> and they just generally have just, just healthy diets, yeah. and you know
0: they're always. You I'm know. just jealous because I'm not made for running. Yeah, well, I could be. I'm just being a easy prick.
1: Yeah, well, you got the height. But in saying that, the um, we got a guy at our gym at uh, Kick Ass. Um, he uh, his name's Luke, and he's he can he's I don't know how tall he is, but he's shorter than me. Yep. And he can beat all the guys in sprinting. Like he sprints. I've never watched it before, but apparently he can just sprint up here with sprint for, for days. You can tell by his physique. Yeah, he can just. He's like a little. Like, is he? Is he? Um. Does he? Does he? Smash
0: everyone on the mats like conditioning wise? Uh oh,
1: he's very good. He's. Uh, I think he's a blue belt from memory. Mm. Um. He's. Uh, yeah, he's very strong. very... Rest- you look at him and you think, like, this guy can wrestle, you know. But he's doing it all. He does the boxing. He does the wrestling. He does the jiu jitsu. He's very strong and all that, which sometimes you need to be like a bit of a higher belt to like be able to handle that strength. Strength, yeah. Because where he pushes, you can pull, you know, sort mm. of thing. Where some guys uh, get a bit overwhelmed, where he's so strong they don't know what to do with it, you know. Mm, true. You know? But uh, he's fighting as well in MMA coming up. Not too sure when. But um, his problem is working too hard. So or he, he pushes his body too pushes hard. Pushes his body. So I think this time he's trying to just back it off a little bit. Because he's already naturally healthy, yeah. You know, he's you know he just needs to tidy up his technique, I gather, and get into fight sort of mode. Does he have to cut much weight to? He's to lean. Make? He's real lean. Like he's fit. Like probably one of those fittest guys. Like physically looking at, he looks yeah. like one of the fittest guys. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't. I mean, I'm guessing he'd probably fight at seventy or something. Yeah. But uh, he probably walks around. I think he does fight at seventy. He walks around at like seventy six, seventy seven. But he's like. He's leaner and so yeah. he you know, me, I could probably like I I've been told and I sort of agree with him that I could fight at seventy because I could probably walk around at seventy nine. You look big though, man. Yeah. I'm eighty like five or something at the moment, but mm. when you weigh it all up, it is an amateur event, you know. Yeah. I'm not fighting for pro. I'm you know, my opponents aren't relatively highly skilled, just like me. So we um <laughs> to cut the extra weight, yeah. I don't think it's really that's not the issue, you know. Mm. you got to more control your opponents. You don't want some bloody guy walks around 90 kilos and say, yeah, I'll fight him at 77. You've got to sort of be like, well, mm. you know. So fight weight for you, 70? 70. 77 i got to weigh in, which is about a four. I normally come in about 82 and I'll cut four kilos in the sauna because I don't have a problem cutting weight. Oh, yeah. Um, I've never gone over five kilos before, but like, I, just, I don't know what people's problem are. I just sit in the sauna, sweat it out. Normally get someone to take me to the weigh-ins, weigh-in, and it's drink three or four litres of water yeah. and some other... Do you feel fucked at all, man? No, not really. On, no. like, cut day or weigh in. I feel day. like I would definitely need a drink, but... Because it,
0: it's 24 hours, right, from weigh-ins to fight.
1: Yeah, yeah, and normally what I'd... Um, I mean, I'm still early days in this sport, but mm. I um, would cut out a lot of food in the last 24 hours, maybe have, like, my glass, last glass of water. And then when I'd wake up, you naturally already lose maybe, I don't know what it is, maybe under a kilo or something in water, just sleeping. Yeah. And then we you, you the whole um, aim of it, is sort of like Steve Kenny puts a lot of emphasis on it, is you want to be dehydrate, dehydrated for a very short period of time. Mm. You don't want to be cutting weight over eight hours. You want to be in that sauna for two hours, get on the, you know, when it's 10 o'clock of the way, it's at 12, get in the sauna at 10. So you're dehydrated technically, for a very short period of time. Yeah. You know. And even then like I think they say it's supposed to be cuz I can only
0: imagine what that does to your mind as well. Yeah. It.
1: But like I said, I don't I don't think I've pushed the boundary that much just because mm. I'm you know I could drive to the I feel like I could drive. Yeah. But yeah. I just just you know just one of these things you don't want to risk other people's lives just because you think you can. not You know. So yeah, yeah, you um and 4.5 kilos or 4 kilos compared to my weight is um is very like I think it's like six six percent or something. Apparently, like you're not supposed to cut more than eight or something. They reckon. So who who's um percent.
0: who's doing all the um advising behind the scenes for you?
1: Uh yeah, like telling you all this, this information. Is the, this is, yeah, this the, the guy. Th- I mean, you you keep an ear out around fighters as well. Yeah. You know, so are you just collating this information.
0: Yeah, through journey just, through your journey. Or
1: yeah, and it's like the best example, best thing is just like what do you feel like? You know, mm-hmm. I always relate it to my. I always have this bull mastiff dog. Yeah. <laughs> And a very fine line between overfeeding him and underfeeding him, you know. And I'd always judge it on his performance or on his structure of his body, whether he needs a bit more biscuits. Because, you know, you you give him two cups of these premium biscuits or something twice a day. Yeah. And if he's been lazy in in a week, he's like, this guy's chubby, you know. Yeah. So you'd have to, like, cut him down a bit, get him thin. And then other days, in summer or whatever, you go camping, give him two biscuits, and then he would start still losing weight. You're like, something's wrong with him. You know, yeah. just like his weight would be so dependent on his cardio, what he's doing. I don't know the science behind it, but I just always, this. Uh, you could always tell it was a build where he, and his breed, apparently you couldn't let him get overweight too mm. much because it's bad for their um, back legs or something. Or was it Bull Mastiff? It was like Bull Mastiff cross i or something. Mm. Mostly Bull Mastiff, but, but look at me, he was huge, big dog. Uh, yeah he weighed like 50 kilos you made
0: it pretty simple the science of cutting weight just look at your dog
1: yeah well that's (laughs) what i'm like yeah like i was saying you know i just feel like if i eat a sore nutrition i'm like am i performing good in jiu-jitsu you know or am Mm. i performing good in him if i'm lacking energy yeah normally it comes down to water and sleep you know most of Mm. it obviously you need your nutrition but a lot of you know a lot of little bit of everything to try, what I try and do yeah. with my diet, you know?
0: Oh, so you're not, you're not doing meal prep and nah. eating two and a half hours, you know, eating nah, every two and really, a half no. hours, like nah. so many grams of this, so many grams of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not educated in any of that sort of stuff. <laughs> We're well, doing pretty well. Yeah, but I feel well.
1: like, yeah, yeah, I just feel like, just go off how you feel. Like yeah, how, how I feel, them. like get calories, I know I get, like, a little bit depressed when I'm hungry. I think yeah. everyone does. Yeah, oh, fuck Sometimes yeah. I go, like, why am I a little bit depressed today? And then I realise I skipped a meal, so I just eat, them and then I'm happy again, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, that, I, I, and that seems to be stronger and stronger as I grow up, as I get older, you yeah. know. And just, like, why am I so depressed today? Just because I haven't had a croissant. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of... Haven't I had mean, my ham and cheese croissant yet. Yeah. Oh, shit, there you go. But, yeah, when I come in, like, on Monday, supposedly, my day where I... Um, Start my diet, which normally takes about a week to get used to it. You know, mm. not really a diet, a um, like meal sort of plan where I yeah. don't order Maccas, I don't. <laughs> I, I have black coffees. I yeah. try and limit what I may try and do the best job as I can while See, working. But, uh,
0: like it sounds like you've got an idea of how, like who. Where did you where did you learn this from, man? Just through I think it's talking most, to people.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's accurate what yeah. I'm saying, but because you
0: know it's like different for everyone. Eh? Yeah, like I, there's a hard rule, right? Like yeah, guideline. I should say a guideline as to you know what might work better for you what doesn't yeah. work for you but i think your approach is probably the best mm. you know
1: yeah and i'm into the smoothies as well so yeah. in the morning you know i'd have like i just yeah information comes from my brow just have like a handful of almonds yeah maybe a muesli bar saying i'm in a smoothie and then i'll get get on with the day and then i'll have like a decent meal at like 11 or 12 and i feel like my body's digested enough for like 5, eight, five pm sparring and then after, depending how I feel. Do you eat before sparring? Yeah, but like six hours. Sp- if I'm in fight camp, I'll yeah. eat like five hours, I think, because I really want to perform while sparring. I want to make an admission mm. in there. But at the moment, you know, I might like eat a small meal like two hours before. But I'll try and um, like get like my coke. And I like coke when I water Yep. I don't know if they're any good. Oh, <laughs> I've been like, told
0: they're pretty good. Yeah, it's good for high, hydration. I know the young,
1: young coconut waters aren't the best, like when they start being a bit sweet. Mm. But like the pure, like normally drink like a litre after training or something like that. Yeah, But yeah, it's all, um, I mean, I can wrestle. I can spar still. I can, you know, so yeah, I feel energetic, you know, in there. So yep. I'm just... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there could be nutrition looking at this going, man, this guy doesn't have a clue. (laughs) But I'm not eating Maccas every day, so it's going to be better than that. Well, like, I don't
0: know. Do you think nutrition was, um, could have made a difference in your fights, the first two?
1: No, I think it's all around mindset, you know. Mm. I wasn't really ready, (laughs) you think. And, yeah, I think my main, for the first fight, was mainly to get in there, you know, and do it. Just, you know, I didn't think about it too much. I didn't think about the game plan. I just went in there and did it, you know. And then, um. The second one, I tried to, I tried to have more of an assertive mind and like think what's going to happen in there, and um, and what, McGowan, or something? he um, yeah, shut. he oh, Called that. like a COVID thing on us, yeah. And so it was, it was scheduled for that day, night, and we weren't allowed to have more than hundred people in the building, I think. Yeah. So then the show got postponed, and I thought it was just it, you know, I just was like this fight's off. Yeah. And um, so I didn't really do much prep in the last week you know oh so you thought it was off and it was yeah. still going and it's still going well they changed it to Sunday 12 o'clock and I just didn't think that was going to happen oh fuck you know <laughs> so normally I'd cut my hair oh, so, oh. You know, make myself look nice yeah didn't have any of that time I was like geez we're fine alright then It's too, you can't pull out two days before you know so I was like yeah get in there and do it and it was a good learning but it wasn't I was very same again I was probably a bit way too comfortable in there didn't really have a mission to do mm. I know I was, um, wondering, he knocked a pe- a lot of people out with, um, like an overhand right on his right. So I was wi- wary of that. Yeah. Um, but well, in was saying
0: this, th- so did you know, sorry, man, did you know, see
1: that in videos or just? Yeah, so I saw that. in kn- like he knocked out a bunch of guys. In oh, videos. Okay, cool, so cool, I was cool. like, I'd, you know, and on paper, I feel like this guy was tougher than my first guy, mm. you know, cause he was, uh, he was under Chris Mazzali. He had, uh, he had a purple, a blue belt and he just seemed taller, seemed bigger. Um, yeah, so we did the fight and um, to be honest, I feel like sometimes it, in fight camp, you got to fight everyone. You can't fight the supreme people. Yeah, Just the supreme people, you can't f- not fight the supreme people. you got to fight everyone because when you're in there, you know, as you know, blue belts and purple belts and brown belts and black belts, they all wrestle differently and you can get caught into a trap of like treating someone like they're a black belt when they're a blue belt and mm. let them get away with things and not capitalising mm. and... That's what I think happened in my second fight. We had an exchange on the ground and like it's – I've watched it a couple of times and even I sort of partially remember what he felt like and he was just not the same level as me. But I gave him too much respect because oh. I was worried, you know, in hindsight I was worried about how good he could be but he wasn't – Good at all. On – like persp- he was good but yeah. I'm just saying more – I gave him a lot more respect than perhaps I should have, you know. mm-hmm. And it's a deadly trap to get caught in because you might give him less respect and he just. And knocks he knocks you the shit out of <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I could sort of feel, you know, um, he felt, he looked like he wasn't, he was just as comfortable in there with me as yeah. I was with him, which, was, which wasn't very comfortable. Mm. You know, we weren't really, you know, I'm sure he can look at his footage and go, he didn't perform very good either. You know.
0: Do you, do you, um, so I've got another, like a side question. Do you, who's doing your pad work? Who's doing your stand up stuff? Obviously kick us, right?
1: Yeah, kick us. So at that fight, Camber had Oli Olsen. He's down there. He's like a really reputable Muay Thai fighter. He's been around forever. Mm. Um he so was th- doing a lot of my Mu-Thai. I did like a lot of privates with him. Yeah. Mostly just pad work. Yeah. Um but uh a lot of skill stuff though? Not quite, yeah. Like you tie mm. up a little things, but not really a skill skill um orientated. But do, he do uh, you
0: think your stand up is equal to your ground game? Because no, no we way. know you're
1: all brown belt. Yeah, no way. You know? nah. I think it's getting better. Yeah, um, But like I said, in, well, inspiring, I'm a lot better, obviously, than I am inspiring, than I am in that octagon, you know. So mm. for me, it's a lot about mental. It was like a lot of it was just making sure you know what to do when you're in there. And a lot of key things, which I was talking to one of the guys from Smith's Factory is You'd go in there and you'd start off and you'd already be defensive, you know? Yeah. You would just get stuck in this. Where you're, you're not getting hurt, but you're not winning. Mm. And it's important to have something in your mind to trigger you what to do because yep. otherwise you'd just be sitting, standing there, who's making the first move. Uh, like whatever. we were talking about, it was rolling, eh? Yeah, like, like you, know, uh, you know, no one's making yeah, the first you're gonna move. going to do anything. And or? if they've got some more experience, they're going to be making the first move. And what these days what I try and do is I get the first point. So when we start, mm. I have to get the first point. I have to get the first takedown. You know, and that normally sets the tone for the rest of the, the fight because you've you jumped that step. You've gone, yeah. oh, okay. So do you like to like get in and assert your dominance straight away? Yeah, the, I think um this fight they're coming up, we're both losers. We both got two losses. <laughs> yeah. And I look at his fights, you know, and So, so and how, how much do you know about him? I've watched his last fight and it mm. wasn't it, he he looked like me in there with the stand up, you know, he wasn't very good with his stand up. He um he was he was uh doing well on the ground, but um for some reason he kept letting the guy stand up and the guy kept tagging him, you know, but uh, I feel like, um, so you know, he probably had the same approach as me, you know, he doesn't, two losses don't really dictate how you're going to fight your third, you know, you could mm. be, he's got, he's a lot of mind, but he could take a shot and that's like, you know, he got peppered a lot in that fight and the stand up, so. Where does he train? Do you know? Uh, Strike, MMA. Where are they? Um, they're, down south as well, somewhere deep down south. I don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. Maybe Albany, I don't know. <laughs> they're, long, they're a long way. You're either in Perth or you're somewhere yeah, else as well. Yeah, in this you're world. F- fucking four hours away. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, um, it'll be interesting because I feel like, I, you know, if it's going to be a, a time to do things right, it'll be this one.
0: Mm-hmm. So what's the overall goal for you? Are you going to try and make like? A, do you have aspirations to get a contract or anything? Like oh that? Or no, no way. Go pro?
1: No, I don't think I'm not dedicated enough in that field. So that's just fun for you. Yeah, fun. And I think um, I I do like the I haven't um, sussed out how to coach adults yet. You know, because kids are totally oh, different to adults. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I did a couple of classes with adults, and I just was not connecting well with the class. You know? Yeah. Why because, do you think that is? Because adults want detail. Kids don't require detail. Mm. You know. Kids are very dependent on what you're saying goes. Adults, are just like, oh, how did you do this? Or what did you do that for? And the way I coach is like, I'll give you three fundamentals of the position. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to be a copycat. I want it to be your own way of yeah. getting there, you know? Because that's how I feel like you're only going to learn. It's not by keep looking at the YouTube clip to see how he gets there, but making it up for yourself because it's a pretty free art, you know? And all, all techniques come from someone making it up. Mm. So, yeah, I'll give them free structures of the of the free certain fundamentals of the position mm-hmm. and then left them, leave them up to their devices to get and then I'll give them my two cents as I go around individually, yeah. you know? Because yeah. like some guy on the right can be totally different to the guy on the left, how they're doing it, you know? And everyone's got their simple mistakes. And it also takes up time, teaching technique, to go over all the different mm-hmm. you know, positions. Yeah. Do you find
0: there's too many things, like any position, right? There's a... a billions of different
1: outcomes or ways to approach it. Yeah. Results. Um, and it's also um, dependent on what the person does as well. Mm, mm. You know, he might just want to stand up, you know. And you're like, oh, fuck. It's so like this big beast. What's his name on UFC? Big. Which one? He's like called Big Beast, the same. He always, you know, he tore his pants off. And oh, Derek Lewis? Derek Lewis, The my yeah. balls is hot guy. Yeah, the balls is hot guy. He like just stands up. He'll be on his back. Yeah. He'll posture out and just stand up and you can tell the person's not Ready for him to stand up, they like <laughs> want him to hip escape or something, and they're like, He yeah. just stood up.
0: He's like, No, nah, no, nah, motherfucker.
1: Could you, have you seen how hard that guy hits, man? Oh, yeah, it uh, yeah, that's, pro- that's why he's like, I know how calm, can- how calm yeah. he is in there. Like, I, I saw one, he fought a real tall guy, mm. and only one in the last minute of the f- third round or something. The oh, guy was outpointing oh. him, beating him up, all oh, the bit. tall, yeah, and then he just touched him on the chin, and the guy fell
0: asleep, eh. But, yeah, man, and that's in the last round. Imagine mm. it feels fresh, man, you as know? A,
1: yeah, it's a constant reminder as well. If it had 20 years of jiu-jitsu, whatever it I've done, I wrestled with someone the other day, and um, it was a blue belt, real – we weighed, like, I don't know, maybe 110 or something. Big guy, but a big guy, not out of weight, just out of just living, you know, just <laughs> picking stuff up. I don't know what he does.
0: Oh, like – oh, yeah.
1: You know, and I was – and I got a couple of subs on him, but I could feel like if this guy was crazy, yeah, if he just went, you know, stuffed this little guy – I'd have problems, you know, because mm. he just, you can't beat that, just that solid strength, you know. You just, if they want to play Jiu-Jitsu game, you can beat him. But mm. all the time I was wrestling him, I felt I'm so much smaller than this guy, you know. I wasn't, like, controlling him. I was just taking the cherries at the end, you know, just oh, choking yeah. him. <laughs> ambiring, but I felt like this guy is massive. You know, if he, yeah. like, was one of those crazy people drunk in Northbridge or something, yeah. you'd have problems. Fight, no. you
0: know, but you know like on the mats right i can i can speak on behalf of big guys that do jujitsu right we yeah. think well i think anyway when i'm rolling when i'm spying with a black belt that's a lot smaller than me like uh, yeah uh, yeah like quite often you know even <laughs> yeah oh bro, like you Ten know kilos or low, yeah you? like there's probably like 30 40 kilos between me him and i you yeah know? Well, on my side you know? yeah and I, I think that if he was my weight Oh yeah You know Like the fuck trouble, man
1: yeah. I would have real big problems man mm. You know what I'm saying Yeah And I mean like Being that weight as well Generally the agility And all that goes Yeah yeah. Bit. But Yeah I but mean, he, His
0: game would be way different than it. Yeah yeah he'd And he'd, he'd be still weight.
1: just as good He'd just be different in aspects You know different mm. He'd have top real Strong top pressure
0: But can you imagine that If Stacey was like mm. yeah, 120, like 120 kilos <laughs> <laughs> I mean
1: I think he, He'd look at him he looks, he looks like he walks around Like 76 or 75 mm. And i come in there At 84 I was saying at five and I understand his game and he understands my game. And uh yeah, it just uh who imposes their game more. He Because he's you know, he's yep. he he taps me a lot more, you know, but it's like he also plays my game as well Because he wants to beat me at my game, you know. But I go in there, I was like, I just wanna win. I'm you know, I'm not a, I'm nowhere near I'm that not, level. I'm not playing man. your game to see if I can get better. I just wanna yeah. win, you know. Why um why fighting? Bro? Why did you get into it? How did you uh, get? Yeah, I'm not sure
0: if I did I talk about it or was that off mic? That was probably off mic. Oh right. yeah, uh, my cousin. Hey, yeah, do my you my co- bring this uh, mic a little oh, bit yeah. closer to you.
1: Sorry, yeah, yeah. my cousin. Um, he um, he got into it. he got me into it. He used to wear this. He came from Smithshire factory twenty years ago. Yeah, and he's yeah he's gone into work and all that. Um, so he not has, hasn't been back for years yeah, he used to wear this little beanie a beanie that said submission grappling, uh, submission yeah. factory in, in like some sort of uh, graffiti writing, I think it was from memory, or even just a box, you know, the standard submission factory with that little S thing, Yeah. and I was asking him, like, what's that, where, 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 what's that mean? And he's like, oh, it's the gym that I go down in, Wangara. And then yeah, he got real sick, and um, yeah, he just, he told me a hundred times to go down, and then... Hundredth time I actually went down, <laughs> and he wasn't there at all. He was yeah. off doing his thing. Um, and uh, can you remember yeah, your started. first
0: experience walking in there?
1: Yeah, roughly my parents followed me in like a child because I was only twelve or eleven or something. There was no um, no kids doing it. You know, the kids were either five or twenty. You know, there was no children oh, in between. Shit. So I spent a lot of my time getting beaten up by guys that couldn't beat up other people. So, they <laughs> couldn't beat up the other adults So, then yep. they'll just target the 13 year old and I'll get bashed. I remember, like, distinctively, my first competition. Hopefully, it was mm. that 2003 one mm. where mm. I went in there and th- I had to verse like a jockey pretty much. Just a, I just, you know, I can't remember how old he was, but he was a lot older than me short, stocky. And, you know, like ripping my gi pants open and that. And I was like a shy 13 year old. So, the whole wrestle, I just didn't want to, you know, oh, show anyone my ripping my pants. Um, So I lost that bout, but I was like, "Geez, you know, they're just, uh, <laughs> just angry men that are, they put me in with. But, yeah. Uh, it's not too bad. It depends how you take it, I guess. If you um, It's not too bad being beaten up for a bit, you know. Yeah. You get used, and it does help your game a lot because you're used to being in very uncomfortable positions. Mm-hmm. Like, now I'm, I'm pretty used to being in a very uncomfortable position with these big 120 guys or 110 guys on top of me. Mm. You know, i still got life in me. Like, I still can do things. So you're just comfortable, a bit chilling? Yeah, like being dominated pretty much. Mm. Until you know. they make a like, you know. Yeah, I try and make a I try and capitalise on their mistakes or, yeah, something like that. They give me something. Or they get comfortable on top, yeah. you know. because no gear as well. It's very slippery, you know. Oh, man, I hate it. You know. I people hate can it, get you an arm bars, solid arm bars, uh-huh. and you can... You can wind your way out of there sometimes. Sometimes you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Just get
0: broken. You just end up with someone on your back checking you the shit. Yeah. I
1: mean, even I hurt my right shoulder maybe three weeks ago. And weirdly enough, I got that prepped. I got that fixed. And now my... Yesterday when I was talking about wrestling that big guy. Yeah. Just, I don't know why, but now my left shoulder has exactly... It feels like exactly the same injury. as what my right shoulder has. Oh, you're probably compensating, man. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but yeah, and it's sore now. Yeah, n- now that the, yeah. n- n- the fuck's. So but it even like it has like yeah, like a, I haven't really felt it. Like I thought the first time I got my right, I thought I might need surgery. Like it wasn't going away. I had trouble sleeping. It was like three or four days into it. it just sign of getting old, I guess as well.
0: <laughs> You're but, not old,
1: man. Yeah. But now my left shoulder's got, and uh, I woke up this morning a lot better with my left. Like it doesn't feel like I was supposed to be sparring on Monday, but I might have to give that a miss. So how
0: like how um how how far um, before, Sorry, how long before the fight do you start ramping shit up, man? Do you get serious on Yeah,
1: then? well, first one I did like 10 weeks, which is way too long, you know. <laughs> I got bored at the end of it. Yeah. I had to rock up. I think for me, four weeks, you know, because I regularly yeah. go to training. Yeah. Uh Two weeks before, so six weeks out, I'll start jogging in the morning. This is my aim. don't know if it'll come true. <laughs> start jogging in the morning, looking after my diet, getting healthy, making sure I'm not drinking, making sure I'm not doing certain things that are going to impact my next training session. Yeah. And then four weeks... I ramp up, like I'll start, um, I might do some PTs in that two weeks as well, I got one with, I got got Bond from my gym, I got uh, the next eight weeks or something, six weeks scheduled with him every Wednesday, do some pad works, Mm -hmm. he's like a really good um, boxer, Um, and yeah, I mean four weeks just go hard, because I feel like as well, the first fight I ever took, I had to pull out, because I hurt my back, and there's something, uh, even though I wasn't conditioned when I started at camp, which now I'm sort of conditioned to start at camp, Um, I feel like you're lengthening the danger time as well by sparring for six or eight weeks. You know, if you get hurt, you know, statistically you're going to more likely obviously hurt yourself in an eight-week camp than you are in a four-week camp. And as it's uh, mostly I feel like my performance in there is mentally, I feel like I should really, like, really keep my sparring nice and short in a nice little four-week camp where I can keep mentally prepared. Um, And then, yeah. I like that's that's what working
0: for me. Apart from the shoulder, any other injuries? And the back, obviously. No, No, I
1: did have the back problems, but I think that was just by being weak. You know, I didn't when I went in my camp. I wasn't strong, and I've been wrestling now since then for six months or something. Mm. I feel like naturally your body gets stronger. You know, I was being a bit lazy then as well, so I feel like perhaps yeah, just you only need that ten percent, fifteen percent more strength. I feel like in certain areas to stop those accidents from happening. Yeah, yeah, true. And and for me as well. I was I was very tired when I got injured, mm. and perhaps I should have been resting, you know, rather yeah. than being man.
0: Ten weeks, man, yeah. for fight camp, shit.
1: Yeah, it was mostly out of nerves because I knew I had to do something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, we, um, yeah, there's a lot to be said just about being doing other things just from sparring, keeping that sparring time really low. Yeah, and practice on your technique, sparring, cardio fitness, you know. Mm. I'm sort of at the stage where I can keep my hands up, you know. I'm not going to get caught with some, yep. generally, with some random move. It's all about cardio and that sort of base stuff. H- how filthy are your um, conditioning sessions, man? They get pretty bad, <laughs> Steve, you know. I don't, I don't think I'm the highlighted child in kick-ass to be put under the cardio pump. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, f- I, I, do, I do, uh, do a lot better in sparring than I do in, say, all those random ec- fighting exercises they do <laughs> for 10 minutes, you know. Yeah, so like they're just trying to prepare you for the worst thing, you know, when yeah. you get in there, I guess you're a lot more calm, you know what's yeah. coming, you can I mean sort mean, Yeah, you're, you're getting taught, you're, you're being put in the worst position, mm. you know, you're not, yeah. it's, this is the worst day of your life, sort of scenario, yeah. where there is like time for that, but also in the amateur, and when you know your opponent, you're not taking him lightly, but you, um, yeah, he's he's... Past performance haven't showed that grade of cardio. So to invest, I feel like for me to invest sort of time in that mm. is um it's sort of like a wasted energy because for this opponent you want to be more skillful, yeah. heavy on top, you know, that sort of thing, you know. Rather than yeah. That's my you know or you can just outwork him, you know, get real fit as you know, fucking yeah. just outwork him. <laughs> Which will also be
0: beneficial as yeah, well. I but should, yeah. If he well, co- <laughs> but if if he couldn't hand, handle you straight off the bell, you know. Yeah. he's like fuck this guy's just pouring that shit on me man yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and
1: also with the, you don't know how you're going to be in there as well with all that anxiety and everything mm-hmm. you might blow your tank in a minute you know you might cop a shot or something and apparently that empties your gas tank as well you know? i heard um, missing, missing, missing shots yeah.
0: like drains you eh? saps a lot of energy man. yeah even um like hitting pads is easy but when you
1: throw something with intent and you miss you're like a fuck and also yeah when you hold yourself as well when you're sparring Mm. Worrying about your other guy takes energy out of you, you mm. know. Being tense in certain areas, is not being relaxed. Mm. But it's a yeah, it's a lot to learn. It's definitely before you um, before I did my first MMA i just had this understanding that was we, we, with no factual base nothing <laughs> behind it like you know
0: so you're you're like in your mind you're like okay so my diet just look at my dog see how he's going yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, i didn't have a dog yeah. then like yeah go off that and just go off how i feel
1: yeah because i think uh generally like no matter if it's but be- it's always good to get advice but the real mm. lessons are learning it yeah. for yourself you know not paying your bills Getting your, getting your car repossessed—all the yeah. things that I've done in the past—you, you—that's how I learn. You know, yeah. that's as re, as uh, as sort of waste of time as it is. That's the only way I learn. You know, even through business and stuff, how to interact with customers. You know, I've had a lot of horror stories, but I've also, you know, learned from them and got good mm-hmm. ones. You know, and then you, you're way more comfortable around the clients. You're, yeah. Easy going, because generally people just want you to be genuine. You know, that's the mm. way to sell things—a way to is do the right thing and be genuine, do what you say you're gonna do, and that's it. Yeah, you know, just be not, you, eh, No, there's not much like people tell me all these sales stories. Yeah, and I ask them like how go how are their business going, and they say they don't have one. You know, yeah, like whatever you ever sold in your life, you know, you never sold anything. Yet you're telling me how to sell. Yeah, yeah true, and. Thankfully enough, like Aircon's on a hard sale in WA. But,
0: um, so you don't – sorry, you work for yourself, but you don't have any of that support like sales, admin. you got none of that. You do everything yourself. Yeah, I do
1: everything myself, yeah. Oh, so you're selling shit as well? Do people just – Well, yeah, do? yeah i don't i mean it's hard to define what selling is but yeah people ring me up ask my opinion and i'll give them it to it, and they yeah. take it up i guess that's a sale isn't it yeah true i think true. so yeah but like i said air guns and all that pretty easy sell you want a powerpoint in your war you don't you know yeah i not really upsell you a powerpoint if you don't need it
0: man but there's so many sparkies out there eh? yeah there is so many
1: shitty ones too man yeah I, I have to i have to agree for refrigeration trade and sparkies there's the best and there's the worst and there's the Biggest discrepancy in the world is between it from my perspective is the quality. You know, I feel like carpenters, even though people argue, yeah, (laughs) we're like they're all sort of got that fundamental Mm. where you can really get some shit sparkies, yeah, you can really get some shit refrigeration mechanics, yeah, you know, and uh,
0: yeah, but I think you're right, man. They're either really fucking terrible, yeah, or they're also made, yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) and it's hard as well, like, yeah. With business as well, it's um, it's really not tricky. But you got to be made for it. You got to be like, you know, you got to be used to having no money when you start off. You got to be everything that's fearful about it that mm-hmm. stops people from starting. You know, you got to be. I got used to. I mean, I you know, luckily I didn't even have a choice in the matter. But I just got. I'm I'm used to not having. You know, back in the day, not having much money. You know, yeah. I got very used to it. You know, I remember yep. a period of time when I was running a bit, doing my business full on. I had like a couple of different contracts. And um, I was really worried about money, and you know I had a family to feed, so I was so right I should have been. But some some day I woke up, like couldn't fall asleep, couldn't do all this stuff. Like having four hours naps and stuff, couldn't function properly, making wrong decisions because I was tired. Yeah. And then um, one day I just gave up on having that much respect for money, you know, and I, I'm quite happy just to go mm-hmm. on with not not you know 100 grand in the bank or whatever it is i don't get worried when it goes under a certain limit you know and thankfully that's probably luckily because i've never been like hurt with a big injury where i'm scrambling for cash you know maybe that's a good reminder that you need some money in your bank but also the emphasis put on saving as well it's like what are you saving for yeah yeah. If you got 100 grand if the world goes to shit 100 grand's not going to help you yeah you know so it's like you're saving for what you know to get injured you know you to get Mm. Yeah, you need to you know get a family member back from the United States. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but a lot of times they don't really know what they're saving for. They don't know why they've got that money. Yeah, just
0: they. I need a stockpile.
1: And then they got a it burden, burden of it because they don't want to. They stress out because they mm. are dipping into their savings funds. But
0: that's one of my biggest fears too, bro. Right? Money. That's why my wife does it all, man. I'm like, nah, I don't want to touch that. Yeah. If it was up to me, we'd we'd be living outside of the, I mean, outside of the back of my boot, man. Because I'm an idiot with Yeah, because I'm,
1: I'm hell like because I'm a young guy ish. I'm healthy. I've got to trade. Yeah. That's a good bank account. You look after yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good bank account. That's Mm. an investment. Obviously, if I lose my legs or something, I'm going to have to change my approach. Dude, but it's 2022, dude. Like, you can put wheels on your hips, Yeah, I can start selling things, not installing things. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, you know, you want to, I feel like you want to invest in... um, Yourself. Yeah, and what... Yeah. If you can't make money with no money... You know, you've got to do something. You've got to mm. have something to fall back on. Putting money in your account, it's all good and well, but I just don't think that's a very good bank, you know. I yeah. don't think it's a very good source of just in case this happens or just in case that because, mm. I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you know?
0: I, don't, I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. Storing like just saving money. Putting it away for what? What, yeah, are, you, what yeah. are you doing that for? Yeah. Probably because I've got none. But yeah, yes. <laughs> no, yeah, no, but we work very similar in that respect. Yeah,
1: my, my wife does. I mean, all you can the, probably pay your house off, and all. Yeah, that. I mean that's cool, but yeah. you've got to
0: live as well. Like, yeah,
1: I mean definitely pay your house off. I mean, yeah. our instru- one of the Muay instructors, he um, he's paid his house off when he was young, yeah. you know, and like you can see he's comfortable. He's always yeah. going out with his family and, that, mm. th- and th- that that stuff is a better investment like yeah, enjoy, buy enjoying your life you know but if you know it's that up to um, you do that you know yeah I mean you can save up for a house deposit and all that I guess mm. but just the the mind frame of you don't want to buy a house and you want to save just in case this happens so yeah. but just I guess in, it's
0: the just in case that's, yeah it's just in case it's you know? deadly yeah. I
1: mean fear like you know fear sells you know, that's why mm. people buy smoke alarms why people buy security cameras you know why people, for See, some reason, yeah. put money aside for their funeral costs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, jeez. What are you saying for, for the day I die, man? Exactly. Yeah, my my Nan, she did that. Um, Those funeral things, eh? She, um, you you she, can she did that, you can yeah. go, like, Keep full going. hog on, on the... I'm f- just, like, preparing for the... Just in case, you know. Like, even insurance mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I have a... I, I stroll around in a little get, you know, have my work yeah. here and that, but, like... They asked me, like, do I want insurance? I'm like, the car's worth, like, <laughs> three grand. <laughs> I could, I guess, but, you know, like, I know I'll, like, insurance is there to make money, obviously. It's a yeah, bit yeah. off topic. They're profitable. So the statistics is that you are, are more unlikely to crash than you are. Like, otherwise, they wouldn't make any money. Mm. You know, there's a gap there. And so you'd rather put, why don't you put that insurance money, like, get third party in case you hit a Porsche or something. <laughs> yeah. But why wouldn't you put that money into just your own stuff? Yeah, like... You know, unless yeah. you've got a really bad record of driving or something, or you lend out your car to your <laughs> friends all the time. Speaking
0: about driving in cars, why did I see you put duct tape on your bumper the other day? Oh, uh,
1: it was just a bit of um TLC for the guests. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I didn't even What happened? That. Did someone No, I bought it like that. Oh <laughs> I bought it like that. But um I think one of the clips came off and it started rubbing on the tire, so
0: Oh shit, so good old yeah. duct tape came out.
1: Yeah, so I fixed that up. But yeah, definitely um Definitely a sparky and a juicy guy. All other trades, not very good at it. <laughs> panel beating, changing my oil. I can change oil, but that's about it. Can't do much cooking. It's not that great. You know. <laughs> but yeah. What's one, a, so what's a,
0: what's a go-to meal for you then, like breakfast? What do you have for? Obviously, you said smoothie. Yeah, well, smoothie. Um, what do you usually have for i like to have
1: – I don't know if it's good for you. Maybe you can tell me. I've got smoked salmon. Not bad. I feel like there's something in there that's not good for you. How much of it, though? Uh, like 100 grams. Oh, you're fine, man. You could probably eat a bit more, I reckon. Yeah, 100 grams. Because yeah. it comes in those serving sizes, yeah, yeah, you know, a yeah, yeah. 100 grams. So normally you have that with some eggs. Avocado, because everyone reckons avocado is good. And like maybe <laughs> a sli- good. Yeah, it's good Good fat for you. Yeah, a slice yeah. of um toast, like wholemeal bread. Bro, you eat good, man. Yeah. You could tell. I feel like, like a good... Like, I feel like that's sort of like... I feel. feel I feel full but not like sluggish. Yeah. You know, I think like your body's telling you what's good or not. And mm. it's all sort of um, like not as processed, you know, smoked yeah. salmon, avocado. Yeah. Um, see, so you got really, some idea. Yeah. Like it's well, I don't see how people nowadays can't have it, that sort of idea. Surely people know if you go to McDonald's and buy a double beef.
0: Oh, they know, man. man that know. is not good for you you can tell the The thing is the thing is right like people man people go to like tiktok for a 30 second lesson and i feel that the generation now like if it's not in one of those 30 second videos they don't want to hear it yeah you know what i mean I, I, man you could just see it people at bus stops like learning off that rather yeah. than an interaction like this you know yeah. or, or asking people questions or how how much of this should I eat for my body? You know, like, yeah, and like even, education, I think, like you, you touched on it before.
1: And even like, how your body feels after yeah. you had that. People you know, don't like, give a fuck, man. I don't know what they are. They're called uh, sunshine or something, shines in the surveys they're at. Oh, yeah? But you look at the back of them, they got like hardly any sugar in them. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about a drink? Yeah, they shine, yeah. like an energy sort of, sh- a lot of people Shit, at the gym. Wouldn't, they're wouldn't. probably crap. I don't know. But, yeah. when I have a Red Bull, yeah, Like, at least they have even the the ones with no sugar in there. Mm. You just feel like your body afterwards, like you got a little high. Yeah. But you feel like a bit sluggish, a bit, Mm. you know, you definitely feel like it's not good. Even drinking it, you feel like in your teeth, it just doesn't feel Mm. like it's good. But the shine stuff, it hasn't got um, much sugar in there. I mean, it can't be that good because it still still is like, acidic it's still like got that bubbliness going Mm -hmm. but you feel like a lot so it's carbonated then. yeah they feel like a lot better on it like you don't feel you feel more aware more like awake sort of you don't feel like you've just been shot with like you know 50 grams of sugar or something Uh, you know like
0: uh, when you order a coffee right do you drink coffee every day yeah yeah um what do you have like black coffee yeah well now i've just started
1: um doing um doing uh 'Cause of the weather and that like just ice latte. I yeah, oh, yeah. no, the I well, can't always like like an ice long black. Yep. And then which is not too even macca's do really good ones. You mm. just gotta tell them not to put the syrup or the sugar in there, you know. Or hold the uh bagel. Oh yeah. And I just get the ice and they're really nice, eh? You yeah. feel and I feel like there even though coffee um dehydrates you, I feel like there is uh, like that level where yeah. you start actually getting hydrated if you have enough water with your coffee, mm. you know. And I mm. feel like um an ice latte sort of hits that point where you are of getting a little bit of hydration from it
0: the the, the reason i ask is because I, I drink a lot like a lot of coffee i think i have maybe f- i put four cups worth of beans grind that and yeah. then i get um pour over filter yeah yeah And then i drink all of that like
1: just pure coffee yeah yeah, yeah. just black coffee right but yeah. then
0: if i was to have a I've, I've done this before i've had a red bull before training and i feel don't feel anything yeah, so right. the, like the effect of caffeine on me is like nothing, you know? Yeah. Even if I have it in like a, a monster drink, those don't do shit for me, man. Oh, yeah. Like and the I've,
1: quantity of them is so big. Oh, five like like hundred uh. 500 like, mil <laughs> in that can.
0: Yeah. I think the best monster for you is the white one. Um, oh, right. Like it's basically like a sugar free yeah. Red Bull kind of thing.
1: And even but like the word, yeah, with those sugar free things, you're not sure
0: what. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. other shit in there, but. There's always um, something. I think like too too much of that stuff is bad for you. Like you yeah. can indulge in it if you really, if you're in a hurry or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, every day. Yeah, there's a... three or four every day. You know.
1: Yeah, you, know, you have a big bender or something. There's this um, panador, and they, they, there's a Pandora out there that has fifty, I think, thirty milligrams of caffeine in the tablet. Really? So you take two, you get sixty milligrams. And uh, apparently, That's a shot's like I was shot ninety milligrams of caffeine. I think of coffee. Oh, not fuck I not sure. Known. Yeah, I looked at that once, but. Uh, yeah, and for hangovers are really good, eh? Because they're just like, you get that that caffeine, but you don't have to take any liquid or anything oh, with it. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. I get you. But, um, it takes even, all, does it still deal with the headache? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The panel is like surprisingly quite good, eh? Like, for oh, the yeah. Like, you think it's a, like a $3 packet from the supermarket, it's not going to do much, but it actually. <laughs> That sore shoulder, the only reason I could sleep was I had a couple of Panadol in it, actually. Because well I don't really take Panadol at all. Yeah, and I wasn't sleeping, so I thought I'd have something. Yeah, it took the pain away and I pa- fell asleep.
0: Panadols are the best, right? When you're smashed off your face and you're just yeah. about to go to bed, smash two of those, go to sleep, you wake up no headache, man. Oh, well, it uh, works for me anyway. Yeah, and a hydrolite
1: or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Or a nice, um, I remember when I was young, I used to go to, What's that place called in Northbridge? Or the I don't know, bro. Like Paramount. Does no, it Paramount? Oh, the club. And we had to drink like yeah, ten Red Bull vodkas. Fall asleep oh. without brushing our teeth, pass out, wake up in the morning, fresh as you know, had <laughs> eight <laughs> hours sleep. Now, like <laughs> no. I have like three Red Bull if I ever have them again. Yeah, you just wake up just different day. Eh? Yeah, it's like <laughs> for the next yeah. couple of days. You just
0: That's weird because you're getting caffeine and alcohol, right? Like yeah. a high dose
1: of both. Well, I think that's what makes you not have a good sleep—is by being sort of alert, you know, the caffeine, basically.
0: Mm. Like, um, I've had um those uh, coffee martini thingies. Oh yeah, espresso martini. Yeah, espresso martini. Man, I don't know if I'm fucking drunk and high. Like, I'm I'm buzzing and drunk at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. But then, like, when you go to sleep, like, I'm wired. I couldn't. Yeah. Some of my worst sleepers from
1: having those was like. Yeah, they are good though. They're worth it in the moment. Yeah, in the moment like, Especially if they make them properly instead of not out of that little tap. Oh, like doing the whole shaking. Yeah, and give it time, yeah. get my money's worth. But yeah, the, I don't know the casino, you yeah, have just like this tap. Yeah. They just pour it in. And so they've got pre-made. And, yeah, pre-made. Yeah, pre-made things. They're not shaking Oh, gross, out man. Yeah. What? are turned me off. There's only certain bars. I'm not allowed to go there because I haven't got my extra extra um, needle yet. I need to go get my extra needle. Oh, have you only had the? Only the, the one, yeah. Oh, So yeah. I need to get it done. For work as well But um, Yeah I need to get that done So I can go And have some Espresso martinis I think. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't too bad Is, know, that, a, is that a
0: common thing for you Do you, Like is that what you do to unwind Like go out and Do you play Pokies and yeah, stuff Yeah no, like I, like,
1: role, I like, like to play Like roulette And all that It's a lot less A lot less Nowadays Because I've got other bills to pay I don't go there as much But if I get a little cash On the side of work You know I have to, That money needs to go somewhere <laughs> well obviously you're not saving it for shitty. Yeah, not saving, I'm not putting it away just in case.
0: Yeah, yeah, fucking. So uh, have you have you won any big money on that?
1: Uh not really. I do have a couple of like little stories where um I bought my mate's car at the night, like he had a he had like a Sylvia back then. Yeah and I always want to buy it and I won like a couple of grand and I said i I bought it then and there off him. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing about it, I just still date it back to my biggest win because I bought it for two grand or something. Yeah. And then I sold it for like 6 months later for 5 grand. So I always say like my biggest win was 5 grand. Oh, <laughs> I used the money, you know. But uh nowadays those Silvia's and Skylines weirdly enough because of all COVID or whatever's mm. going on in the world, they're all like 20 grand cars. Oh man. If yeah. I kept that, I had a four-door s- Skyline. If I kept that now I sold it for like 7 grand or something maybe 5 years ago, but if I kept that it's like a 30 grand car now. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just so hard to get, eh, man? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No one saw that coming, because they brought out all new Skylines and stuff as well. Mm. So it wasn't like, yeah. Well, they stopped making Holdens now? Yeah. Like the... Weird, crazy. mm. But, yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm just looking forward to this fight, see how it goes, and hopefully I get the win. Give me a bit of confidence for the next one. I mean, I do progressively want to, like, win a couple of amateurs and then do a pro fight. Yeah, I don't think you, you can call have a proper MMA fighter unless you've had a pro fight. You know? So how do
0: how do you go from amateur to pro? Like, what's the process?
1: I think they just want to see experience. They want to make sure you're not going to get hurt in there. Mm. They want to be able to justify if you do get hurt in there that they've done the the background. You know, oh, yeah, and they're giving yeah. you the best chance you uh, have.
0: Who, who makes that decision though?
1: I think the athlete athlete commission mm. sort of rules around it. But I feel if you, um, I think if you have three wins in a row or you um, have five fights in total, they'll let you be a pro. I think that's the thing. Mm. I could be completely wrong. So uh, you do want to go pro then? I wouldn't. I think one or two pro fights would be good. You know, yeah. do the whole fan base thing, call out some fighter, you oh, know? put yeah. it on Instagram, just shit talk someone. But you're not you're like you're quiet on that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty quiet. But I, um, it's just it's this it's the fun of it. You know, it's yeah, not yeah. I'm not deliberately just going out there. Talk some I, shit. It's just like you have chapters in your life, and this chapter, you know, mm.
0: this is what I did. Mm. So, what's the next chapter for you then after, after like, when do you think you'll be done with fighting?
1: Uh, well, um, I, the guy runs kick ass, he, um, I think he had his last fight when he was 36 or 37 or something in MMA. So, I don't see why I can't fight until then, but um, it's definitely like a two, three year plan. I'm not going to stick at it, you know? Mm. I, I don't like, you know, like, even though it's so far away, I wouldn't, I don't have, like, in this moment, I don't have, like, uh, a view to go to UFC or something like that, you know, just a yep. bit of fun, you know. And I think there's something to be cherished with having a bit of fun, and not taking something seriously. You get sort of the best parts out of it rather than dedicating your life, you know. Mm. And uh, to be honest, I don't think I'm good enough to be in that UFC. You know, I don't think I have what it takes to do it. You know? I think it's been on oh, no, the back. Couldn't hear you for a second. No, I'm so, oh, still. Oh, um, Yeah, like, I just don't see. I'm not. I wouldn't be committed enough. I don't think.
0: Um, what if? What if? Like your next fight?
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. What
0: right. What happens if like they they saw and
1: they were like, "Oh fuck," you know? Oh well, that definitely wouldn't be looking at me <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I could well, do. I, oh, I could do like some crazy shit and dominate the whole fight. The, the, the opponent's not um, good enough to get that sort of respect anyway. But yeah, it's. A, I think it's a long game um, to get to UFC unless you're, um, you know, you're six wins in. Yeah. Take your third three fights, fight someone that's decent. Yeah. And win that and then that sort of look at you. Who do you think in the in, in um
0: an in eternal in that is destined for you? Like who do you think is really good? Um and at the moment,
1: you know, I think um uh there's a guy that comes with kickers um called Della. He's um he definitely has what it takes. Like his full worth ethic is there. You know, he's got the perfect body shape for it. He's really good at striking. He works well under pressure. Mm-hmm. He you know, he performs in the big nights, you know, which is like Majority of the game, shit,
0: man. How many fights has this guy had?
1: I don't know. I'm not sure. He has had a couple of losses um, against real tough competi- competi- um competition, but he, yeah, um, just like look at his mind frame and how he talks and how he, yeah, you know, he's sort of like he's sort of destined to go down that path. Yeah,
0: you know? so it's pretty clear like
1: where he wants to go. Yeah, yeah, and like it's a real passion for him. Like he wants to, you know, he doesn't have any other goals apart from that. Fuck. Yeah? He doesn't have kids, he doesn't have, you know... How old is he? Early 20? Oh, how old is he? I'd say he's he's definitely not... um, He'd be around 25, I would say. 25, 26. So he's got time. Especially in MMA, you can start a little bit later. Um, Yeah, you can start a bit later and not be too far. If you're a boxer, you can't really... I mean, from what I can tell, what I've heard, you can't really start too late in life. Oh, Even though right. late in life's only like 24 or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, to boxers anyway. Man, it's it's just just they're, they're bloody, you know, fight when they like uh, that Mexican guy. I think he is. Canelo? Canelo. Is he yeah. Mexican? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, I mean, he was punching pads when he was like five years old, you know. But it's just all the punching, man. Like, yeah, you know, MMA, you can sort of. Yeah, do
0: other things. Do other things to distract yourself from being punched in the fucking head, but. They're boxing. They're just hunting to smash all fucking. Yeah, racing, you know?
1: and they're also like where speed, yeah, all the young g- agility's come into play a lot with that mm-hmm. wrestling. You know what's that? The heavyweight. He um he just won the title. What's he having? No he light heavyweight, and he's forty two years old. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. As parts of his game that he'll get, I would, like I would assume would Jones would dominate in him if he ever came back, but um just goes to show you know they there's certain parts of the MMA fighting that you can really hone in and win. Mm. You know, because he's heavy, strong, good wrestler. Yeah. He might not be very quick on the feet, but if the opponent is right, he can win the fight, you know. Mm. Where boxing you're stuck there with your hands and footwork and speed, yeah, you know. Man. It's hard to like it's come up with anything else. Not, I don't think it's any easier. They both yeah. are fucking just as
0: hard as each other, eh?
1: I mean sure you surely put Cormier in with a boxing match, you know, just like all the other fighters yeah. have. He's gonna get picked apart. Yeah. You know? <laughs> But it's just that he's so strong in that one world, he just rules it. Mm. Wrestling eh? And everyone's so scared of it, you know. Like Kabib as well, you know, you put kickboxing pads on him and say, You'll go win this match. Like, oh, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? I don't know if that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> have you yeah. tried just boxing though? I have like touched on it a little bit. The guy that I'm getting to um do my PT's bond, he um he's solely pretty much boxed. He's got a bit of wrestling and stuff behind him just from hanging around kick ass I think yeah. but he um, yeah I wouldn't mind getting a little bit of like dirty boxing in because what I the view is is that you don't really want to force a takedown yeah. with my like, jiu-jitsu background you want to sort of make that other person desperate to take you down you know so you sort of want to get respect with the hands the takedown a little bit I and mean, then you yeah. can like manipulate it that way rather than like having half-assed hands and just shooting at will to try and take him down yeah true you don't want to be like too desperate in there yeah, but yeah, I will take this guy very really, like seriously. He's like you know, I know what I look like in my two fights, so I can't really judge him for his last two fights. He might be a completely different fighter yep. when he's in there. Is there much uh, footage of him? Have you seen much? much I of have him? I was given because uh, um, I think there's a promotion called Domination, which I'm fighting under. It's not under Eternal. Oh yeah. Um, so they they asked if I wanted to fight him through their coach, mm. um, and I've never been asked to fight anyone. So I was like, yeah, right oh shit so how did you get to the other ones out. like yeah. the other two was it just you I just you put going, my name oh, okay, down okay. you know I want to fight someone and, and they match oh. me up you know so it's quite nice to get asked out I mean I'm thinking the lower numbers in that <laughs> category you know like hunting nah, out. The <laughs> another loser that can fight him. nah them, they're
0: scraping the barrel if they ask me man <laughs>
1: fuck yeah like who else has had two losses you know oh. something with this guy but yeah I'm grateful anyway it's a good event you know I think um, early MMA is really early you know oh, especially here day. man I mean I was just thinking that the other day like Dana White said that he would never let women fight in UFC, and it was that—that that was uh, 2013. I think was Ronda Rousey's debut. Yeah, you know, and you think about the context of society, and mm. him saying that and getting away with it, and actually because he's such a big yeah, very true. You know, such a big uh, I don't know tour in the world. You know, like people yeah. look up to him. He convinced a lot of people that yeah. one statement that women would never fight. And women have been fighting in boxing and kickboxing for eternity, you know. To, mm. so to make... I mean, that might have been like a bit of a marketing strategy for him as well. Yeah. But to think about it, many people agreed with him is like, yeah, it's yeah. just like astounding, you know. And that's how... That's that's the like the structure where you get how young a sport is by knowing that, you know, eight years ago, yeah, like nine years ago, women weren't even allowed in that octagon, you know. Fuck. And then fast forward to today where... And yeah, and like women back then as well... Uh, um they uh you know the average not the ronda rousey's and stuff like her first fight was like incredible like in the ufc chair the guy t- the the lady i can't remember what her name was took her back like started cranking her neck you know like rousey was in trouble you know it was <laughs> actually like a really good fight yeah to watch um and then rousey ended up arm like she did so many times in the first round but um she had exactly like, um she wasn't winning that whole fight you know she had problems mm-hmm. um and a lot of women back then as well, you could say, if I'm probably going to get scouted for it, but a lot of pro MMA fighter women back then wouldn't go so well against professional male fighters. Yeah. But nowadays you've got like Amanda Nunes, a lot yeah. of these Russian fighters, they will murder, you
0: know. Well, they'll murder the average man
1: that we yeah, they'll murder the average pro male fighter in the same way, you know. Yeah. It's just like, you can see the way they strike as well. It's clean, like it's, you know, Rousey didn't have the best hands. She had very good like, um, like judo mm. but her hands were terrible you know and uh, nowadays like I think Rose Nemagunez or something I can't remember what her name is but their hands are just you can't you can not look at it and you can like these girls can actually fight mm, they know, they know what know? the fuck they're doing and they're scrambling on the ground they're doing exactly like Amanda Nunes does exactly everything perfect you know
0: yeah
1: but her last fight but it's just crazy and like this is the, like yeah it just it's um like it's got miles to go, you know. Like we're not even at the peak of MMA. Mm. It's very but new. It's, it's still like
0: new here, right, in Perth, where we are. Yeah, well, like I, I mean, mean, it's been around for ages, but the growth is a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I think I can't remember the years now. It's five years ago they said we couldn't have a cage in Perth. Yeah, and
0: boom, look at look at <laughs> and where They it banned is. it. Yeah, I remember, they, I remember. I remember that. Um, never
1: like it's the most re, it's the most un, unjust thing you can do. Like it doesn't even make sense because they could fight in a boxing ring, they just yeah. couldn't fight in the cage. Just can't have. It's eight. just like proof that there was so little understanding about the sport and it's like what is it I think it got sold for four hundred billion dollars or something and now it's worth seven hundred billion dollars. <laughs> like it's so big and yeah. we had Perth not even understanding, you know. But now like that those things I would I wouldn't think would ever happen again. Even the ratings on the movies, you know, that I was talking about yeah. previously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. R eighteen. Now mm. they're like M, you know <laughs> It's not because they're less brutal, it's just because yeah, there's, there's an understanding and it's like society impacts the rating. And if you don't know what you're looking at... yeah. Do you think we're more conditioned to seeing like Um Yeah, definitely. Like A lot of customers and stuff will ask me what I'm doing. And I'll tell them. <laughs> oh, because you get like, yeah, nicks on your face I get and nicks. stuff like that. And they always go, like, what? You know, that's a crazy sport. You know, don't you think about the damage and all that? Oh, you're such a savage. Yeah, well, like, MMA is regarded as, well, I think one of the safest sports because boxing, you're not given counts. You're not given time. You know, Mm. you get stopped by the rep, that's it. There's no like stand you up, give you 10 seconds to count while you're concussed and can hold your hands up. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they can do that three times in a round. You know, so the guy's getting knocked down, he's given 10 seconds to wake up. I and then mean, they're fighting again, the, you know, it's like the prolonged damage that they're going under. Mm. Where MMA, it's very like one-hit wonder, you know, you, you knock them out, they're out, you know, it's called off, you know. Even if the guy's a bit wobbly on his feet, they'll stop it, you know. Yeah. The guy can't, um, <clears throat> like, defend himself properly.
0: Are there, um, is there a women's division in Perth?
1: Yeah, yeah. The always oh, right. put women fights on them, I'm pretty sure. Oh, they got, like, um, I think her name's Casey, I think, from memory, She's in UFC now and she fought under Eternal. She's the daughter of oh. the guy who semi owns it or something like that. Oh sh- yeah. she's like actually O'Neill. Yeah, that's the last And she's there. in actually in UFC right yeah, now. Yeah, she's like I think she's on like a three win what, win streak as well. And same oh, as Jack yeah. uh Della, I think his last name is Jack Della. He's um from From Perth. Yeah. He's out of scrappy MMA, but he um he uh had a little had a good winning streak in Eternal and they've um put him up in um, UFC he went on one of those um fighter competitions. Not the ultimate fighter, but like uh something similar. Yeah. And he won his match and he like he he actually like did really well. Um so Dana White um given him another shot in a couple of months or so. Oh shit. So he's in the UFC now under contract. That could be you, mate. You know oh. like Man, yeah. Nah, way. What do you think it takes
0: for 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 that contract to land in front of you?
1: Uh for me. Yeah, like all like a change of perspective, <laughs> change of mind, hard work, uh, all things that you know. It's I'm not, not like familiar you. With it.
0: It's not like you don't do all those things, though.
1: Yeah, but I think like they're just next level, aren't they? They're just mm. like they're doing it. You know, I've heard of stories of even Jack Della, you know, and he, I hope I get his name right. Um, and he's, um, you know, he's just working and working and working. You know, like just drilling. Boxing, whatever he's doing, you know, sure, they're just yeah. intense guys. And you look at the physique of them and you just he's just a murderer, you know, he just looks like a guy that can do everything. And he's strong everywhere. Yeah. Um, Just, yeah, good everywhere. It's like, man. For, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you know, sometimes I struggle to submit, you know, blue belts or purple belts, you know. Mm. And it's just like, nah. And well, also, I know my, like, maybe my mindset will change, but for now, I'm just quite humble, quite happy just to be like, Take a little bit of everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not stick to that one.
0: You know? But it's not like you're bad at anything. Like I've I've, like I've held pads for you before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah. definitely are. we um, rolled and stuff like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I think like rolling's my attribute really. That's what I'm good at. Mm. Um, sparring, there's a lot of... There's a uh, stand-up, there's a lot of holes and stuff that I don't do right. Um, but you get away with it sometimes just with like if you impose your will on the other person you can get away with making mistakes. Mm. But like it only takes that one guy, you know? You can spar so good takes that one guy has got good hands and just sees what's coming and it just hits you you know oh and you know especially when you're sparring your teammates they'll just going oh you know they won't they'll they'll hold their power a bit and just like wake up a little bit and go yeah you could have got this you know have
0: you have you had like real like a real off sparring night where you just get fucking tagged all night
1: uh oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of nights. Because <laughs> I've had
0: like they've been good nights and then they were mostly bad. Like you're just yeah. like, you know you're like you come out of work and you're hitting at the train. You're not in the right. It's all mindset, eh? like, yeah, mindset, and also um because you could be in that ring with someone in front of you ready to um ready to bang and you'll be yeah. thinking about. Oh fuck I got this job tomorrow Did I do yeah. the wires properly yeah, I got does, a socket, yeah. power socket To put uh, on that wall yeah. Bam You're like oh fuck I just got smashed in uh, the mouth
1: Yeah yeah Oh yeah Don't I, don't get Like I, I think I've dealt with My stress and stuff in work mm.
2: uh,
1: I can, You know Because I kind of realise It's not really a big deal You know work You know Like it is there It is yeah. You need to do it when it's there But you can also I can detach myself from it And I'm so used to it as well That like Yeah it doesn't really play an effect In um my fighting, but uh, the uh, yeah, I don't know. The I definitely have off days, but it's you got to have that mind. You got to know what you'd want in there. Like, mm-hmm. there's no point me um, me uh, you know unless I'm trying to work on myself in a certain picket area. There's no point me trying to box a really good box when I can wrestle. You know, mm-hmm. you should be a, you should take him down and wrestle and practice taking down good boxes. Oh. Um, but um, in saying that, you know, it's always good. Just to not thinking, just sharpen up your tools and boxing yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as I, I I'm versing like and He's been in UFC. He fought a couple of times. He was um, uh, what AFC champion and all of that. You know, and he, I'm sure he's um not as great as what he used to be because he's obviously not fight fit and he's not going hard. Mm. But I feel like if I can stand with him, yeah, and him sort of like he's obviously going to hold off a bit of power, but if I can sort of hang out with him a little bit in there, take him down, wrestle him a bit, do well, then I should be able to fight an amateur guy, you
2: know,
1: Mm. you know, like we got a lot of those guys that are quite good in, (coughs) in kick where like from an amateur league, if you can do good against them, it's good. um, So it's a good indication. Yeah. Good confidence where you should be able to handle yourself. Oh yeah. You know, you might not win, but you're not going to get murdered. Yeah. You know, you just handled yourself. good. Yeah. Yeah, Just handled, just, you know, it's a good, um, it's comforting at least Mm. those hard days in the office.
0: (laughs) Have you had anyone make you feel like a little child?
1: Yeah, all the time. We got like <laughs>
0: anyone in particular
1: though? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially when I first started, there was definitely guys that um, mm. they do a lot of the faints. So they, you know, they really, if they see that you're uh, a bit fragile in certain areas, they're yeah. not backing away from that area. They're going. They're going to attack. Hone yeah. down, you yeah. know. I definitely had that, but it's uh, it's good. Like I said, when I was young, getting beaten up is still getting beaten up. But uh, you need to know where how bad it can get to appreciate it's not that bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Still hold your enfor- hat, and it enforces why you do certain things in there as well. Yeah, because the first time I fought it, fought in the cage there, you don't really know why you're doing. It. You understand the fury behind it, but when you're in there, you kind of think, "Oh my god, I should have worked more here." You know, up against the cage, certain aspects of it. Like, you yeah. know, you should have put extra time. So when your next fight camp goes, you understand why you do certain things. You're not just thrashing your body about getting mm-hmm. tired. You're actually doing something.
0: You, you know, when you're, when you're walking into the ring, the bell goes, they announce your names. You guys yeah. tee off and you're ready to go. Do you ever think about your daughters?
1: No, nah, not really, nah. No? Nah. no. No? No. No. <laughs> no? Nah, don't even come to my mind, I anything. think. I mean... um, yeah um you know it'd be nice to win in front of them but i don't mm. think they really understand the whole concept of it what what um flicks that switch for you though to fight
0: mm. um to get you in well, adam adam savage mode
1: yeah i don't think it happens yet eh? i think um are, are you still looking for it do you think yeah definitely yeah i'm still figuring out what and i think what i mentioned before the um just getting that first initiating and yeah. then taking control after that so you, you want to get the first take going. You want to get the clinch work happening. You want to get the first punch, you know. Mm. You enforce yourself to have that little small accomplishment which dictates the rest of the fight mm. rather than going, you know, how you know how good is this guy? You know, what's he doing? You should definitely be focusing on what mm. are you doing. You know? did, did, um, did the losses play on your mind? No, play I, don't, I don't give a shit about losses, no. Not really.
0: Some people will get a loss and never go back to it. Yeah, know?
1: I don't care because I... I I feel like the first win of that whole thing was walking in that cage, making it, mm. you know. And then the second win, the second fight, I just felt like I did it again, you know. Yeah. As, as, a, as, as lame as that sounds, it's like, oh, and it was a lot to do. With, I went in the three rounds. I didn't get stopped. I didn't get finished. I fought a reputable good guy, you know. He had yeah. three wins, one loss. You know, he's not. He's no. He's no bum. You know, he's a decent dude. He's. He's. Um, he stopped a lot of fights in the past. Um And I think his first loss was his first fight. I mean, he had three wins after that. Shit, four? Yeah, so I think that's what he's thing was. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so on paper, I was the underdog anyway, Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. And then... um So did you do these two fights in the same year? Yeah, in the same year, yeah. That's rough, man. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, I didn't... Yeah, I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm pretty used to not achieving certain things. Yeah. So the, mo- <laughs> the 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 thing about not winning didn't really Yeah it didn't like, bother you. It does it's like, yeah, you know. I think you gotta really carry a lot of ego and a lot of respect for yourself to be able to like be um t- to be like distraught or have I mm. have a feeling that when you're lost or maybe it's just a mature mindset where you understand, you know. Yeah, I think you just the understand the game, it better. The game yeah. plan, the whole idea of mm. the whole thing. I mean I knew it was like a big task walking in there. Yeah. Mental preparation, things that you go without. Um but uh yeah, I wasn't in very many, very I've heard a lot of conversations about people wanting to fight MA and they and the MMA and they never rock up, you know. It's mm. a lot of talk, you know. Mm. But you know, as bad as a performance and as much critics as there are out there, you know, yep. generally everyone that contacted me saying you should do this, you should do that, you know. I know in the gym I'd murder them and I yeah. know if they were in there, you know, it would, its I don't know how that would go, but I know that, you know, yep. they'd see it differently. But, yeah. A lot of couch. Um, oh, man, there's heaps. I had one in particular guy who, you know, fought it. Uh, Was he bothering you? I wasn't bothering I was just surprised You know about his comments And I was just like I never retaliated I was just like Oh thanks man Yeah yeah, I'll try work on that (laughs) You know Because with with respect You know My sparring looked really bad In there You know My stand up wasn't very good And for my first fight I don't Mm. think I was at the level I mean I performed a lot worse In there Mm. As you do But I don't think My sparring level Was adequate enough To be um, To just want to stand Because I never took The guard down really Mm. I just stood the whole time Yeah Um and uh what was this guy saying oh he was just saying um was this for your first fight or the yeah, second? No, first man? fight i think it was oh, he you? was saying yeah. uh you know i should come down and train with him and um and uh i need to be more smarter about how i train and stuff i was like you know oh damn i know know what battles to be won and i definitely had no really like you know for him, i feel like he wasn't even much of a part of my life anyways so <laughs> for him to reach out just yeah. like I mean, I have sparred him before, yeah, and I know, like, I can easily like dismantle him, yeah. And you know, so yeah, as much as disrespect as he was giving me, it was sort of like disrespecting himself because you know mm. I was the guy that can beat him up anyway. Mm. You've but, got no ego you know? behind the scene, man. It's like it's really
0: yeah. good. Like you know, um, I've met fighters that just won't shut the fuck up about themselves, or oh, yeah. you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, um, I don't really find that. I think yeah. Whereas your you need to check you, someone like, to check you as in as place. As you know.
0: Yeah. Since I've met you, like even rolling and you showing, you know, sparring with you and stuff like, you've always been, oh you know, yeah, cool, calm and collected every time, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: it comes down. To, um, That's why, like, yeah, it was like, good to yeah, sit down and come down to, like, you know, you know, you you can. Do I you? Know, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot of guys out there, especially in Perth, they can kill you. You know, murder you. Oh, you oh, get yeah. like as much good as I can make this guy out. Oh. I am. I know, like, just around the corner, someone can put me in my place too.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't matter how good you are. There's always someone like
1: oh, I mean, even like I was saying before, they don't even have to be any good. It just be a big machine, you mm-hmm. a big strong athletic dude, and it's hard to compete. You know, yeah. like you. you thanks um, for thanks for looking at me when you were saying that.
0: Cheers. Man. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. You just like you just can't compete with these guys that are just big, mm. strong. You know, it's hard. You you might just be able to submit them, like I was saying, but you just feel like you're a lot smaller than them. And you just when I roll them, just think, man, if this guy chucked the shits. You know, mm. I'd be in trouble. You know, I wouldn't know what to do. Have you Have you ever done door work like? Um, no, I've actually a um, planning to do it. Eh, oh, yeah, as a little chapter.
2: Oh yeah. The, so the, what, me and uh, my
1: friend um, on the side, on the side, yeah, not as for money making, but just for a little fun. We got a lot of like, <laughs> we got little bouncers in the in the gym. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, even Steve Kennedy to this day still bounces doors. Mm. Um, he does it. You know, like he owns a gym, but he does it as um. I know you just need the extra, especially with a gym, people want to just 100% commit all their time and those gyms normally go broke. You know, you need that little side hustle Mm. to keep things afloat. Because like... Especially fighting gyms. Yeah, yeah. the amount of calculations come down, oh, you need 100 members to break even. It's like, it doesn't work like that, you know. Mm. The figures don't... You can't... There's certain costs and whatever happens, money disappears, you buy too many coffees that day, you know, (laughs) and you you wonder where your cash has gone. So he does that um, and he's like... I think he's quite high. Like he does like that. He's like actually hired by the nightclub. He's not hired on like a recruitment agency or anything. Oh, okay. Like so this. it's like a, there's no middleman. Yeah, out. no middleman. So I think he's like he's on a good wicket. Mm. But um, yeah. That's so me and my mate we're gonna like we got we got people that we can go to to can and get The casual work. I don't know.
0: The the problem I have, right, like with you telling me that, is like, fuck, man, don't you dare get into any trouble, man. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, you well, know what man, I mean? I think um, – I've, I've been a, in
1: occasions before and I yeah. always stick to wrestling, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I never want to, like – unless you physically uh, hurt my kids, nothing you can say is going to make me want to murder, you, you know. Yeah, yeah like, I, Unless I you actually slap my kid across the park, Yeah. you know. I'm not taking my kids out to Northbridge at night, you know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing, like, these crazy things that would – Make those circumstances arise, you know. So, mm. I'm a, some guy, you know, he slaps me on the back of the head. I'm not going to do anything about that, you know. I'm just going to like get myself out of that situation. Generally, I might give him a little bit of cheek, but yeah. you know, that's it. But um, yeah. I mean, there's probably times where you can do that, but I think that's yeah, just just in case times. So I don't think they ever oh. come about. But I think we've um, yeah, like I said, it's a fine line there. I right? know nothing about bouncing. You know, mm. the only thing I've dealt with is people
0: at the door. I did it. I did it a lot in my um my early twenties. I think I heard
1: yeah, I heard you talking about it on your podcast.
0: Yeah, I did it a lot in my early 20s Because my brother was a uh, head doorman yeah, for right. a, for a nightclub back in Auckland. Yeah, it was fun. Fun experience, yeah. man. I won't I went not do it again. Oh uh, yeah. It's just like the uh, But Auckland's a bit rough as well, isn't it? Compared oh, to w- Perth or? I haven't I haven't been around the Perth um nightclubs enough to 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 know yeah, right. how rough or you know, to come to make the comparison. Yeah. But Oh, it wasn't the roughest place, but we had our nights. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I probably I'll, I'll never do it again, man. Yeah. It's just not some because there's just so many opportunities for things to go wrong. Yeah. And if you're not looking, if you're not looking to get yourself out of those, yeah. Most yeah. most dorms are looking to get into them. Yeah. To make yeah. a make a statement, you know. Oh shit! That that guy from this nightclub knocked this guy out clean, man. Oh, oh my god! You know you build yeah. this rep on the street, kind of. You know with air quotes and shit like that. Yeah. Um, that that means nothing, you know. You you go home, your kids are there. You're a dad, you know. You're wasting yeah. you. Wa- but the, the the thing with me was like, you know, we'd work all these nights, like from s- seven at night till five in the morning, right? Just useless the next day to your partner and the kids. Oh you know? yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you're up all night when everyone's sleeping, and then you're sleeping when everyone's up, you know. So. And some of these nightclubs stay open to
1: four a.m. and. Yeah, bro. well,
0: we we did um a couple of times, we did like New Year's Eve. Yeah. And we rolled into the new year like doing the shit with drunk, you know, dealing with fucking. (sighs) It's like adults, right? That are um, they're like toddlers. Yeah. That's when I look at kids, are basically drunk adults, man. Yeah. You know Um, what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's more.
0: well, that was my experience anyway. Yeah, it's I
1: more know. like just the experience, you know. Just yeah,
0: like you like you might have a c you probably will have a completely different
1: oh yeah um, look in you know, an experience than I did, and that's more what um, what intrigues me the most. Yeah, it's just because I'm so unknowledgeable there. Oh, okay. Know? So
0: you just want to learn about it?
1: Yeah, it's just like uh, yeah, like, um, it's just like it just I've heard a lot of stories and I heard a lot of things that, that like deter me from doing it, mm. but also.
0: I don't think the trouble deters you, like the physical interaction. Is it the um, dealing with people? Is
1: it uh, that? No, no, I, I think it deters me, yeah. Oh, just, you know, like blindsidedly bottled. Oh, I've yes, heard of those stories, you know. <laughs> I've heard of good fighters, you know, good, smart, wise guys as well, you know, they've been brought up like they're wise guys they know they can dictate scenarios they can see if it's going to de-escalate or escalate they know how to use Mm -hmm. their like the mannerisms with some people you know and they've been bottled like out of the blue by some random you know he had no Yeah, his mate got kicked out by his mate and so his mate comes up and bottles this random security guard he had nothing to do with it you know I I, I
0: know I know someone from back in the day when um, we were bouncing back in Auckland that um, someone got bottled right this guy that we knew we saw him every week Got bottled, he was the nicest guy in the world, knew how to handle himself, he was pretty like pretty big. Yeah. Really nice. Talked out of every every problem. You know, people were escalating something, he talked them down. Yeah, cool, yeah. right? Diffused things really well. Uh, really good with his mouth. He never had to use his hands. Got bottled once in a wheelchair for life, bro. Yeah, right. And just like what the fuck, I you know. know. <laughs> so that kind of opened my eyes to think, Fuck the shit yeah. ain't worth it, you know.
1: And you can sort of um as knowledgeable yeah. as I am, yeah <laughs> you can sort of I feel like dictate the places you work, where you go, yeah. who yeah. you surround yourself yeah. with, yeah. make sure you've got a good relationship with the other bouncers, yeah. you know. but
0: annoying knowing you, you'll probably most likely end up at the worst store ever <laughs> okay they'll send you there to clean oh, it up no <laughs> I,
1: guess I got ears as well I mean, yeah, oh, people you wrestle, Oh who do you wrestle yeah, oh, yeah. my gym could be at your gym it's like oh, okay. <laughs> Bro, the ears are the you know, But it's also that ego thing. Like I'm not, I don't feel like I will take the bite that well. You know, with mm. and I think I'm more, for me, like I can communicate with people a little bit better than you say, instant like twenty one year old bouncer. Yeah, yeah, So there's things that are going in my way, and there's also the harsh reality of it as well, where yeah. some people don't give a shit. You know, but yeah, I feel if like it, it's yeah. a it's a safe place to be. Yeah. In, in terms of you're not a cop, you're not a this yeah, you're, you're not, not a like that, you but you're sort of. Somewhere nicely in the middle Where people (laughs) still give you respect They're not going to be like Oh you're about to get away from my gym Mm. You
0: know Everything hits the fan Around 12.30 Like after midnight Like most Because you know Everyone was coming in To start their night Some people would come in Lit lit from home You know to save money Yeah yeah Um, but generally, like, twelve thirty, one o'clock, shit is the fan. People start throwing throw oh, shit around. And yeah.
1: Well, this was back in, like, fucking 2008. Yeah, I was at a um, – my cousin had a party, had a birthday, and um, we went to the Crown, and I had a fight coming up, so I didn't drink anything. I was, yeah. like, three weeks away. I had some caffeine. <laughs> and, uh, as you say, and uh, – yeah, we'll go, we went to the kebab show, and I was wide awake. And, um, what time was this? Uh, oh, it was like 12 o'clock, like the time you said. Oh, midnight. And I was at the front, and this guy, these um, people that were there, like a little gang of them, they end up um, starting trouble with these, like, two other guys, like just, you know, drunk white guys. Mm. And they... Um, uh, I say whites and just like the innocent dudes, you know. they're just like yeah. they're going home. Oh, not in the sense of the skin color. No, not you know. Like, oh, you mean
0: you should have said green
1: then? Yeah, green, yeah. Oh, right? green, yeah oh, just yeah. green guys, yeah. Maybe that's a better way. Just like typical me, just like my wife is <laughs> just going home, yeah. you know. And these guys didn't look like they'd been drinking much or they had taken something else. Yeah. Anyway, they just knocked this other white guy, this other green guy out, sorry, just clean and he's just falling asleep. And then his other oh, mates started trying to fight him, fuck. all five of them. And I was, I was like, God, I don't want to see this guy get knocked out. See, but that was midnight, eh? Yeah, so oh. I was sort of like, tentatively, like, knew because I wasn't drunk, like, how vulnerable I could be in this situation, mm. you know? But I, um, I didn't really want to see that other guy. Like, the other guys were sort of picking on him, and I could tell he's going to get knocked out again. So I sort of intervened as best, as mildly as I could. <laughs> and then the worst thing was, the cops came. And this guy woke up and started fighting again. Yeah. So I, I told the cops, oh, you know, this guy's just been knocked out. Like, he probably doesn't know where he is. Yeah. You know, so just like, sort of like, hey, you know. But the so cops were The cops all right, were, were pretty good. They are like, yeah, yeah, we know yeah. he's been knocked out. I think because his pupils were all, you know. Oh. I don't know why. They knew somehow. I just took my word for it. But, yeah, I was just like, man, that guy had a rough night, you know. But it's it's different now, eh, from
0: like when I was bouncing because you've yeah. got so, much, so many different drugs floating around, you know. Oh,
1: yeah. And in Perth, there's a lot of
0: different cultures as well. mm I've heard of this shit called Nangs, man. What the fuck is that?
1: Have you, have you, you Yeah, know? I see them all the time. They're like the little. Is little things, soda yeah. gas?
0: What what's the What's I don't the know. deal with that? I don't know. I saw it's like. It's like, like
1: chroming, eh? When people sniff um, deodorant cans in there. What? They put it in like a bag. you like suddenly see some people walking around with like a paper bag in the city. Yeah. And they're, like, just getting, that, like, waiting for the next moment to quickly chrome while no one's looking, you know. Is that what
0: it's called, chroming? Yeah, like, there's
1: sort of another Jodorin. I think that's what they call the Jodorin or spray cans. I think it's ne- it used to be called chroming because they used to use chrome, like, spray can. Like oh, can okay. I think that's, yeah. I think, from, it's not factual basis from what I believe. <laughs> but, yeah, they used to do that, and they used to get, apparently it's a really good buzz. There's that, like, um, uh, that guy keeps fighting everyone, or the or the UFC fighters. Who? What's his name? The guy the big meaner dude. Who oh, the uh, the uh, uh, Logan brothers. Paul. Yeah, apparently um, the younger one was really into had a problem with chroming when he was really young.
0: Oh, and that's what it is the deodorant. Yeah, like, and
1: that's I was like, what? he didn't call it chroming, he called it saying, guys, But when I looked it up, it was like, yeah, smelling I like deodorant, the toxic.
0: I don't understand. And, I suppose like if it was, it was really like
1: petrol or like anything. Yeah. You know, they just sniff it to get that high. Or glue used to be the thing. Yeah, do you still sniff glue? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah. nah, all those things like lavender give me headaches. I'm not gonna do it. Like I like the smell of petrol sometimes at the fuel station. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or even like a passing cigarette. Like it's a nice smell. It's mm. not too mm. bad. But uh, yeah, spraying myself in the face with jelly. Like no. I, I don't, don't. No, no, it's no. Not for me, it's just too much. Hel- yeah, I get headaches from uh, like putting jelly in my hair. Really? You know, like like in the tech in the. I get like a headache from it. How do you? Why do you need to put
0: gel on that head of here, man?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I used to, yeah, I don't know. It keeps, I don't know. Sometimes I'll get it. You don't need gel, but it. it's like it's
0: shining it. in this room, man. Yeah, like, I
1: don't know. Yeah, get get a bit of gel in there. Go out for the night.
0: Have you seen um? people do fly spray before?
1: I'm sure they do. I know, yeah, I've, I've, heard I've seen.
0: I've seen dudes like, oh, I think this was back in Auckland. Like they were spray like a cloth and then just
1: hold it. Oh, I've heard of people lacing weed with um, fly spray and stuff. And the perfume. The fuck. You know, I'm not, and I can't work yeah, out. Racing weed with yeah, flavor. Like they spray their deodorant. They uh, spray their weed with um, like perfume or something. Because mm. like when they smoke it, it gives them like another extra buzz. From, oh, like, no. So I so just leave it alive. <laughs> yeah, just, it's good as it is. <laughs> just smoke the joint. What man. you guys doing that for? Fuck. Ah. But yeah, um, also I heard of that be. recently. And I wasn't sure if it was to weigh the weed down to make it heavier. Really? Like it's, but I don't think it was to do that. With, with that, I think it was to get a little, like... So they're spraying fly sprayer on the weed while they're rolling it up in a joint? Well, normally, I think, for for what I was told, they're spraying it, But like, a, a guy will buy, like, a couple of ounces of weed. Yeah. That would spray it, or then they'd bag it up into, like, 50s and sell it to other people. Yeah. You know, and I'm not sure oh, whether it's to, like... so
0: he'd spray the bag and then break it up to make it weigh a bit more.
1: Yeah, I think that's what they do. Or I'm to not, get more yeah, out of or it. Or to, like give their weed like a different high for people to like relate to yeah yeah i don't know what it is but yeah see but like because i heard of people like going oh someone laced my weed i got real i was like no man you guys are really stoned (laughs) it's like people aren't going to give you free drugs in your weed they're going to just give you what you ask for. yeah you're going to get
0: the dirtiest crap and i heard
1: about the perfume i was like maybe they are spraying it with perfume or something this perfume's not like imagine, expensive. <laughs> imagine that rolling a joint and you're like, Hey, it smells like lynx. Yeah, it smells like uh what's that famous one? The go- dupe jupe or something? The what? Jupe, you know that famous perfume that guys used to wear back in the nineties? Oh, dupe. Dupe? Dupe? Nah. oh Nah, No nah. man. It's like Maybe it's a proof thing. I don't know. Yeah, you used to walk into like a club in like two thousand ten and you'd be like smelling jupe everywhere. Oh, like, oh fuck. everyone was using it, you know. You'd get like an old guy. He doesn't know any better. He'd walk past you at the supermarket wearing a and you like, geez. it was like a very young. It was yeah.
0: <laughs> if you were yeah. young back in 2010,
1: yeah, you'd sm- so when you smell an old guy, you're like oh, who got you that? Because jupe is obviously a lot less expensive as it what it was. Yeah. It was because everyone's used to it now. I think it was Old Spice for us back. Then. Oh right, well, you know, it, like you know, everyone could smell like yeah, they were Old Spices there. Yeah, they all just lit it all sort of like. A, yeah, People cling on to it, you know, they get used to the smells they yeah, keep yeah. buying the same because it, uh, it makes you remember stuff like you know, yeah. you know like sense, like you rem- oh, remember a smell from my like first ten- girlfriend, first girlfriend, back in like when I was 20, she used to have a perfume, yeah. And the first time I walked, we broke up, and uh, that's all you could smell. I walked through the supermarket <laughs> and I smelt it, and I was just like,
0: Did you start crying?
1: No, nah, but I was just, I had, I did have like a rush of feelings, I was like, What the
0: fuck? oh, like, just yeah.
1: smelling that, my body, my mind was just like, Ah. Oh. And I, when I was with her, I was over, um, I went to Brazil for a training trip for two weeks mm. when I was like 20 or something, back with, um, and this would be a gym called uh, F- uh, Fitness and Fight Center. Back like It's all broken up now because they had all um, illegal dealings and all that, but it's all broken up. Oh, stink. Um, but I only used to right, right, randomly go there. Mm. And uh, yeah, I was in Brazil and I took out my wallet and the same perfume was on the card of my ex-girlfriend's. I was with her at the time, and I smelled it, and I just remember, like, thinking, "Duck, that's it. That's <laughs> crazy, but I was like, man, I'm such an animal, you know? A going off sense." and uh speaking of, and that. <laughs> speaking of sense, like, I
0: walk, um, uh, liniment, do you know what that is? Like the heat, heat,
1: um, cream? Oh, like a tiger mom or something. Yeah, like
0: yeah, do you, do you, like, whenever I walk into the, whenever I smell that, it reminds me of, um, of uh, kickboxing or oh, jiu jitsu, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of guys rub, rub it all over it's them. It's
1: getting rare and rare, actually, that smell, but I do pick it up, like, especially Tiger oh. Bomb, I pick it up every now and again. I think maybe it is some sort of heat thing you can put on that's non, um, mm. doesn't put out a smell.
0: But that usually reminds like, when I smell that,
1: I'm like, oh shit, there's
0: someone fighting. Or Yeah,
1: yeah. it deters me because if you smile, the guy's got it on it and you get it on your fingers yeah. and you put it in your eye. Like, You're sweating and you know, then it drips and onto and fucking. It's like sun cream, like, you put it on your forehead and it drips into your eyes when you work. <laughs> it, um, <no. laughs> So, I always wear like a hat, can so you can sun cream the lower part of your eye. Oh, right. you're probably working <laughs> too <laughs> hard, random uh, out there little thing information for you. You're probably working too hard, that's what it was. Yeah, just I remember just this thing you can't get rid of it either for like an hour, it's in there, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, is it? that the um, that smell you know, but people relate. Mm. especially um, going through like people's houses you know yeah, yeah, yeah. you can always smell an Aussie or an, a Chinese or oh, just yeah. what they're cooking yeah. you know yeah. or what they got going on or an Indians or yeah, they, they, they all they have different smell even old people you like can this. sort
0: of like leave like a, a residue yeah, of yeah like of a nursing people. home smell you ever walk oh. into them oh,
1: yeah, it's yeah. just like the s- consistency of a nursing home smell just like you know did you, did you have you done work for one before? yeah and I visited like my nans and that when they were mm. on the... um. And now were coming to the end of their lives in there, probably like
0: two years ago i think the, the company i was working for oh they, they had a contract with um, uh aegis like rest of, like the you know the old people's homes yeah right and uh, a e g i s is the the name of the they called it aegis anyway yeah yeah and we, they had a lot of because uh, i i was fixing vacuums and cleaning equipment back then right yeah and obviously, all the cleaning equipment is in these in these rest homes. So, like, maybe two, three times a week, I'd be in and out of those places, like, a lot. Like, you know, they're all over Perth. Anyway, on on the topic of scents, like, fuck, man, I'll never forget the smell of those places there. Like, yeah, um, yeah. It, it reminds me of death, man. Like, yeah. Like, uh, walking yeah. in there, and you hear how, you know, like... Like fuck man Some of these places Are really sad Yeah Like I'll go in I'll go in on one week And then I'll be called back To the same place For a different machine Like maybe two A week later A couple of days later Yeah Someone I said hello to walk through their room Will be gone You know and uh, yeah. I'll be like Oh hey what happened To Mr. Smith And they'll be like
1: Oh I mean how gruesome Do you want this podcast to be Because I got some stories About songs, Oh fuck doesn't matter bro Fuck Well we're talking about death you Yeah know? I did a uh, We did a renovation At Karakatta you where where's that? It's a fun. it's a cemetery. And oh, they okay. um they have one of those um crematoriums or what do they call them? Oh, Can so you're papers?
0: renovating the
1: Well we were, d- we we're doing um where all the uh they have the sessions, what do they call them? What well, do they have when people die? Uh, funeral? Funeral like a funeral <laughs> recession or something. I don't know what yeah, they call yeah. yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, we we're there and uh, we we're doing um doing up one of the areas that they do all their work in. Yep. So we put putting all the lights in. But their switchboard was in like um a room where they um pretty much it's like an office for the putting the funeral putting the uh the caskets in the um burners. Oh and they yeah. had like a wall. You could like I was I was in amongst it like you have the wall yeah. and with all the ovens and you can see like a line of like coffins and oh. they're all putting the, um putting them in the oven and at the work there. And anyway, they have this massive chimney yeah. that uh goes out into the atmosphere for all the smells that come off of it. And oh, every time you couldn't smell anything in the buildings. Yeah. But every time he took a switch like outlet off the wall, you would just get this scent that comes through of these burning bodies from the cavities oh. in the wall because somehow their extraction system was like linked up into the roof space, which yeah. was letting it come out of the wall. But every time he took a switch off, you could smell smell the burning bodies. And uh this one in particular time I was there and um we were uh in the little office bit, and I was like, man, it stinks today. Like, what is going on with this place? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we just put, like, a guy who weighs, like, 160, and all you're smelling is, like, you're smelling the fat, but this time he's got, like, double the fat, so you're smelling all that fat burning. And it's like, you can always tell when a fat person's oh being burnt. Shit. With the, with the, the smell. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, they were, um when because all those stories like oh I bet you don't they don't you know they don't put them in the ovens yeah and it's very rare like it's very restricted access like you you can't just go oh, I wonder what happens to my dad can I have a viewing of seeing yeah, yeah. like, like, no you can't it's not allowed <laughs> you know, you're not allowed to go back there so it's kind of restricted access and it was like very like um, yeah very like it's not common for someone to go back there, I guess, unless you've got a reason to be oh, there. like you were doing work? Yeah, in, the so. switchboard was put in that room. Like, I can find out a thousand oh. other better rooms to put a switchboard in. So in the smells
0: office. were coming through the fucking walls. Cavities, maybe.
1: yeah. And then we go up on the roof to, like, do some work and you just smell it coming out of the chimney. Um, can, can you um can you describe what it smells like? Like, the closest, have you smelt anything? Uh, I'm a bit distant from what it smelled like then. Like, I can't quite remember, just going back five years, what it smelled. But just, like... Is it similar more, to More like, yeah, pork fat or something like more like a b- very like stronger, smaller pork fat, you know? Because this is incinerating it, it's yeah. not cooking it. So it's probably like a like a like you're burning pork fat, mm. you know? Like you've got a oh, flame, true. like a torch, and you're just burning the pork fat will probably be the, the closest. closest thing. You know, so it's like it's kinda like pork fat, but it's like more like deeper, like darker smell. And plus you've got all the mental gains in your head, like yeah, yeah. you're <laughs>
0: associating so many things with But it surprisingly,
1: and... I'm not that I don't like seeing blood. Yeah, uh, like especially coming like I don't say on the floor and MMA sparring sort of got me used to seeing blood come out of noise but as soon as the blood is put under pressure and it starts squirting I just can't deal with it you know like even getting blood out my arm I just don't like doing it Oh, so like but for some reason smelling people's burning fat wasn't that uh, bad to me I didn't like some people were like like dry reaching they couldn't be in the office they couldn't yep. you know and the worst thing is they were very like um, loose with how they conducted their work in that area it's like the guys that were put in the Coffins, because every day yeah. for them,
0: yeah, it's nothing there. Yeah.
1: And they would, um, they would, uh, yeah, burn them, get the ashes, and then now tip them into like uh, I think like a sorter thing, like the buck of the ashes, they tip oh. it into sorter, and then you'd get like the ashes come through, but then there'll be some bone fragments that weren't small enough to go through the fibers. Yeah, so then they'd get their bones. They put it in another cup or some other thing, and then I can't. And then they grinded de- like a manual grinding machine that would grind the rest of the bones, because oh. they had to, the thing was they had to put all the ashes. They can't just throw it. Out, yeah, 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 Out in the tub, and they had this tub like about this big. A manual, a, ash. a manual grinder. <laughs> yeah, for the leftover bones. <laughs> what did that sound like, man? <laughs> oh <I> can't. Yeah, I <laughs> can't remember. But um, they uh, yeah, it's just funny because one day they're like, "Oh, this guy needs a tub and a half because the the big guy." he yep. had like a tub of half ashes like he, he filled up the whole tub and then had to get another tub and <laughs> fill out the other tub and I just thought what a like what a like last little backslap for the family I eh, had to get you know oh. a tub and another tub and saying, oh this is your husband you know what's because he's <laughs> <you're> so fat <laughs> you know, we had to but you know what's
0: <laughs> fucked right like like increase wha- the tub size <laughs> <bro>. make different <laughs> what's, levels yeah what's what, what's really fucked is they probably gave him like obviously they gave him two tubs one tub was full and he's like maybe a third and the other one eh? yeah half a something. It's like yeah. oh
1: fuck I was like The guy probably died Because he was overweight Perhaps Or, or problems Occurring from that mm. And you know You give him this cup of, like Just buy like Even McDonald's And have a small Large and medium You know Just get some Different <laughs> tub sizes
0: They have the sizes When you cremate pets Have You you know the dog That you had Yeah yeah. Did you get him cremated
1: uh, Yeah we got him cremated Yeah that's right Oh yeah small, Through, the, through medium. the vets
0: Oh okay, yeah. Um, We had to put him down so yeah. we got him cremated then. The uh, same as our like um so you met this one here, um Axel. Yeah, he yeah. A, we rescued him through a um a dog, you know, refuge. Oh yeah. We had him when he was like oh, we rescued him when he was like about I think almost a year old. Yeah. But prior to having him, like we bought dogs with us from New Zealand. Yeah right Like two of them And they were big Big dogs I had a dog to border Like a French Mastiff And a black uh, Labrador Mastiff cross So we cremated both of them And for the biggest dog We had to get like Almost a small horse Size Oh right Like you know Thing to put all his ashes in Right Did you go sprinkle him out Somewhere or bury him No No Oh right I sprinkle it on my food every nah, No yeah. nah, it's on <laughs> No nah, we put it with their pictures I wouldn't put stuff. it past you being uh, from New Zealand like, <laughs> There's some crazy things The fuck is that supposed to be <laughs> Well
1: I've seen those guys The warriors you know I'm like they could oh, go up to anything Oh yeah you know? Yeah you yeah know, Very true I think they used to be Didn't they used to be, used to be Eat people Cannibals uh, back
0: the, day? The, the Maori, Maori people
1: Did they? I don't, I'm not, not, not too, too sure a but p-
0: People that are native to New Zealand The Maori I think <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say stuff And then people go You fucking idiot We weren't <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
1: I've always uh, seen your I podcast think, that I they think. mentioned that the other sessions ago, someone eating other people.
0: Um, um, I've been saying else I was listening to. Uh, well, you're probably listening to a Cannibals podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. About,
1: yeah, from the Heritage of a place They used to eat the other
0: people. You yeah, oh, used to eat all other people? Shit. Speaking of eating people, dude, I watched <laughs> this movie the other night on Netflix. You got Netflix?
1: Yeah, yeah. But like I said, I uh, struggled to watch those oh, things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I fall asleep.
0: Well, I don't think you're, oh, it's a cowboy movie, but Bone Tomahawk, I think, or Tomahawk Bone. Have you seen that come up on the feed? Oh, no, not yet, I don't think, no. It's long, two-hour movie, it's got Kurt Russell in it, old 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 actor, it's a cowboy movie. Yeah, right. Like, starts off a bit boring, and then you're like, boom, like it hits you, right? Um, Yeah. You reminded me of it, because I watched it the other night, um, with the cannibal stuff. Yeah. It's basically about these cowboys that are dealing with, um, like, a race of Indians that have gone cannibalistic. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Oh right. If it isn't then oh what well, that's what it is now. But man, like some of those graphic scenes they put in that movie. Yeah. We were talking about how they've they've changed the rating system, right? R eighteen is yeah, like yeah. you know this one's R eighteen for a good reason. Because of yeah, what yeah. what the savages do with the bodies, man. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, I um yeah it's like uh you know from what I heard in prison and stuff, you know, there's certain people, you know, you can get to do what you want with, you know. Yeah. And then there's other people that are they're on their own, they're solitary people mm. and they're nuts and no one wants to deal with them, you know. No yeah. one wants them to hate them. No, They don't want them to know that they like them. Mm. They just leave them alone. And, like, the best way, I think, to win a war is if your opponent's willing to eat someone, you know, you're just like, I'm going to fight another day, eh? Like, you guys do what you have to do. Take what you want, you know. I'm <laughs> not, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not being strung up and eaten part by part. Oh you know? fuck, man! But like the, that's uh, like the warfare, you know. Just yeah, like, but, but well, that's
0: basically what these guys were doing, and they had. Um, Especially was, if spo- they know spoiler that spoiler alert, spoiler if you get alert. caught by them. Well, they're they're dealing with arrows. They're arrowing motherfuckers yeah. and like stabbing them with bone, like keeping like, them awake and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert, right? <laughs> yeah. spoiler alert for anyone listening, so burn tomahawk or tomahawk burn. Anyway, there's a scene in the movie. Spoiler alert! Stop listening if you're gonna fucking watch it. Yeah. Where they've captured. People from this, uh, you know, cowboys from a village. Yeah. Normal people like you and I, right? They've captured them, dragged their bodies up and they they hold them in like cells, like their version of a cell in a cave. Yeah. And they they can see each other. I think it's part of the scene, right? Mm. These savages come in, they don't speak English, obviously, they just fucking howl at each other. Yeah. To say where we are or come help me.
2: Like,
1: Is it like a sort of legit story or...
0: I don't, I don't. like. You mean if it's true or not? Yeah, like maybe a different I, decade or I I, mean different. I reckon back then there was a high I reckon there's a high chance that that could have happened. Man, there were people probably that crazy. Yeah. There's probably people like that now, but we don't know they exist because they hide. You know, and, what and I mean? they get put away. You know? Yeah, <laughs> 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 or they get like put in a burner, like you were saying. Yeah, but the scene, right? So these uh, the villagers are held in cells across from each other, so they can communicate. They can, but they just can't get to each other, right? Savages coming. They pull one person out of a cell, and everyone can see this happening. They're all yelling, "Oh fuck! Don't touch me!" Oh, they pull this guy out, and hold like they get the savages to hold his arms out, like as if he's. So they put him on his knees, yeah, make him look up, and they're holding his arms out, right? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert! You're gonna watch this now. Mm,
1: yeah. I don't like to watch these things. Though. They
0: hold. Yeah. Anyway, um, the guy, one of the ma- Kurt Russell's the main character. He's he's obviously caught as well. In the cage And he's telling him Don't Look at me Look at me Look at me uh, You know He's he's reassuring him Like everything's gonna be alright Don't worry We're gonna um You just need to think about What we're gonna do To all these guys When we catch them You know He's like reassuring yeah. him, Everything's gonna be alright Meanwhile while he's talking Bro The main savage dude Comes up to him Like Cuts, cuts his scalp off Pulls uh, it back
1: Still awake s-
0: Puts it in his mouth While this guy's awake And just like Stabs him In the head right He's still alive. Should I continue? Yep. <laughs> Stay it's yeah. it's alive. Yeah. He's still alive. He's screaming. And these guys are all like, ah, oh, fuck. So they turn him upside down. Yeah. They get the savages to hold a leg each. Yeah. And he's naked. So you can picture that. Yeah, right. yeah. Um the main savage dude just grabs a massive axe right in the middle yeah, oh, and important. just starts hacking, man. Oh, For and, everyone to watch as well. Yeah, and everyone yeah, it's all you can see everything. Like they don't hold any any um thing like blood's pissing everywhere and he's hacking, hacking, hacking. The other guy's just pulling the legs apart like oh, oh, oh. dude, I had to afford that, eh hey, man? Yeah. No. Usually I'm not too bad at looking at stuff, but yeah. that one scene I was like, Oh fuck, I gotta afford
1: this, man. Yeah. But um it's I'm interesting their of, graphics the graphics, how they come up with it. You know, what sort of that's what CGI was, or like what are they doing?
0: Lo- oh, how did they Yeah, like it?
1: keeping like little like f- f- you know, like a blunt axe, obviously, but like keeping like mm. like skin-coloured pockets where the blood was spurred out and it was yeah. a pump But it something. had to be a dummy, man. Oh yeah. Like dummy. you know, they filled the a dummy yeah, with yeah. red sauce or something like that. So you couldn't really see the dummy
0: moving at all. No, nah, but it looked like a real body, man. Yeah. Like, dude, I was scared, man. I had to yeah. f- oh. Were you made, watching
1: it with anyone? that was by myself, oh, man, yeah. and
0: this was like it. Was that in the theatre? T- no, just in the room there, yeah, like yeah. 10 at night, man. I was like, oh, man, why am I watching this, man? Oh, yeah. But it's there for Netflix, like your kids could. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I mean, even now, you didn't have a kid's YouTube channel specifically for, I think it's its guidelines yeah. where you could, you know, because people were actually setting kids up, putting like cartoons on. Yeah. And then, because YouTube such a big like environment they can't control everything and they would um just sporadically put the violence in that cartoon to try and trick kids into watching it and then just uh what and show them violence you know fuck. so you'd be you know next minute one minute barbie would be on you turn around your kids watching it never happened to me but watching some murder scene oh fuck and you know what kids are like they don't speak up when they're drunk yeah. they just sit there and watch like, ah. <laughs> they don't turn away or nothing. <laughs> They just freeze and hide a little bit. <laughs> they just look at us, dad looking, fucking. Oh, this is cool, man. Yeah, but that, um, yeah, that's an intense scene you just described there. But the, um, yeah, I'm sorry for. It's one uh, way to win a war, isn't it? If you, um, make yeah. everyone fearful of being caught, you know,
0: yeah. especially when and they know uh, that's exactly what these guys are doing throughout yeah. the movie. You know what really scared me? Not so much that scene. Yeah, it was fucking disgusting, and like yeah. all those things were going through my head. But someone thought of that to put oh, that yeah. in the movie. You know. Discussion. Yeah, some, someone. A team di- of people got together. Someone directed a group of people to produce that scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's going through someone's fucking head.
1: Yeah, it's all contributed <laughs> to. Um, they got a. You know, you look at a 1980s violent. Um, maybe not the 1980s. Maybe earlier than that. A scene, and yeah. it's all, almost laughable. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. How crazy! A kung fu scene from. Yeah how laughable it is because everyone's becoming immune but people got terrified like back then yeah. of that scene which is sort of hard to grasp you know yeah. like how the hell did they get terrified like you know, the bar gets raised every like yeah, couple right. of years and then you just gotta think like whether it's like adult films or whatever mm. they incorporate these other things you know fucking like five guys six guys so they just get outrageous with these scenes, mm-hmm. and you're just thinking like where's the bar yeah like what are we doing mm-hmm. you know and then uh, even the violent scene it's like they're gonna that's now the scene to be
0: yeah bro like
1: i mean I probably think, oh. 20 years later is that thing gonna be laughable you know
0: yeah exactly yeah <laughs>
1: this is like what are we doing like
0: like you see scenes what what's like there's a no old, winning you know Nah. It's just there's
1: no answer Everyone get together We're going to cut it off At this sort of mm. No one's going to listen <laughs>
0: Because it's us as people We want more Yeah we want more We, we want more, more We more.
1: like secretly hate ourselves You know <laughs> <I> <laughs> We think, just want to be uh, yeah, We just want to be accepted Yeah <laughs> Want to get that little bit drunker next time
0: Yeah That little bit more um, Stoned Or yeah, that, that little stoned. bit more
1: Wasted you know And when you sit in the moment You know it's. Not, I'm not sure if it's Really appreciated anyway You know mm. But you just like Afterwards you're like It's just the bar you know?
0: Yeah, and that's then why then like it's
1: those athletes have problems after you know once they finish sport and competing mm. because as much as I like to say oh well, I wish I could get my shit together and do UFC mm. I wouldn't want to be burdened with being um, the champ being like yeah being been tra- losing it and not because those athletic people or those athletes they have that mindset where they can't let it go. Yeah, a lot of times you see them take those fights that they get knocked out, Mm. and they don't know, and their life almost becomes meaningless, you know, because they don't have that one attribute. Mm. Whereas, like to to um to dabble in a sport, it's probably like when you look at your whole life, so like your whole life, it's probably you'd rather be dabbling Mm. and not be too committed than be overly committed and just think about it for the rest of your life. Mm. You know, being disappointed that you can't do it anymore. Mm.
0: But then there's people who are disappointed that they don't make it. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: I think, yeah. For me, I'd get over that pretty quick. Well, anyway. yeah. But
0: that's you, though, you know? Yeah. Some people just want it all. They
1: want that or nothing else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we got a guy who, um, he's a bit like that, a bit delusional. Oh, yeah. Doesn't is he not know as good, good as he is. thinks he is? Yeah. And he, um, he, he's very delusional. Like he, the way he talks. Yeah. It's like this guy's very delusional.
0: Is he any, like, handy?
1: Oh, uh, like he's handy. But he's oh, not, not. he's not good. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if I can beat you, you got problems, you know, yeah, yeah, is he not you, I'm like not the gatekeeper at all, but I'm like the gate to the gatekeeper, you know, like mm. if you can't beat me, you know mm. you need, a, yeah, it's maybe not the sport for you, but the love of it, and that being um treating it as a hobby is yep. where it should like it where it should stay for him, yeah, because he's just gonna get hurt, he's just gonna get you know, have you disappointed? have you seen anyone
0: that's gone from? Like that hobby but they've loved it so much as a hobby. Yeah. they've been pushed to a fight.
1: Yeah, well, gen- I think generally. Kind of, kind of by accident. You yeah, know, I think a lot of people are that eh? I don't think there's too many guys that go in wanting to watch it off the TV and go, I want to do that. Yeah. You know, and they rock up in a gym and I want to be the you know UFC I don't know, champion. man. But most of the guys that are good at it, like. I feel like, yeah, but at the start of their life, they've either got into it because they are bullied too much or they, you know, mm. for different reasons. Yeah. And then like Gaethje apparently was held bullied or whatever. Yeah, um, whatever his first name is, Justin. Justin Gaethje, yeah. And like so, with knowing that it's like more of a, he just kind of fought, fell into the role and just and got a passion for it and started loving it. Rather, you know, but his initial reason for being in there was different. Why?
0: Why is this a thing for you though? Like what gets you? Like what? What gets you? What drives you to go? Fuck yeah, I want to do this today, man.
1: Yeah, I, I think. Um, at the start I think I was just a very obligated guy. You know, someone said, Do this, give me compliments. <laughs> you would like yep. you do that, you like and you liked, yep. and you'd find like some things you you know, you're meant for, some things you grow into. Yeah. And I think I was just more grow into it, like I liked it and I continued on it, did a bit of M M A inspiring. And a lot of it I think when I was younger I didn't have that many friends. So there's like all these older guys at that gym in Prindaval, you know, they're all way more mature than me. You know, you just get that culture going, that brotherhood or whatever it is. Mm. And then eventually it just becomes a bit of a freaking addictiveness. You know, you just, it's the only thing you know, so you just keep going back. I mean, you do enjoy it. So it become, became a habit for you. Yeah, it, it became a habit. Then I mean, you do enjoy it. And that sort of fully re- um, reflects on my performance as well because it's not, you know, the passion isn't there. It's more like just the constructiveness of becoming better. Mm. was It's not like I was like, you know, there's guys that are eye-off in the gym but like with time, I'm just getting better without being passionate too much yeah. about it. Mm. Taking a bit more like blase approach.
0: So Have you thought about like
1: imagine if you gave it? Yeah, I gave. Well, that's what the whole idea with fighting was. But mm. it doesn't. I just don't like. Yeah, commitment with the sport. It's just like, you know, some days the 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 um. The passion isn't always 100% there. It's like it did bedabbles, you know. Mm. And I know if I don't do it for a while, I'll get, like, really keen to go and um, go for a wrestle or something. Yeah. And it is, like, a good counselling device. You, like, you get rid of all your burdens, you know. You mm. just get a lot of frustration out. You um, you, know, you can think about other things for a bit. And, um, like, the amount of, you know, the amount of things that I've got from it, like, I've never rented a home off someone who hasn't because I rent my place. Yeah. He's not in the gym. I don't know if you meant him, like Andrew, the guy from Sub Factory. Oh, Big Andrew. Yeah, Big Andrew. The like police the co- yeah, 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 like yeah. when I broke yeah. up with my um, missus, I rented a house of him. Oh, okay. I went to Kick-Ass, and then I rented a house off um, a guy called Daniel Peeney up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I get like... A but lot it's good, because it's like people within yeah. your circles. Yeah, you mean? know, and they know, yeah, who, they know him, him on a personal level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're like going on a boys trip in like two weeks or something down... Yeah. Um, down to Margaret River, all seven of us, all different oh, ages, yeah, all different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. We're all going down there together, we'll like have a mutual thing about the gym at uh, the kick us. Um yeah, so it's like very social. Yeah. Especially with kick us particularly, like it's very social, like you know, the amount of times that I'll go out and other guys will be out with other dudes from the gym and yeah. I'll be out with these guys from the gym and we'll meet up. You know, and it happened the last weekend and I don't know this weekend I'm going go karting. Randomly enough, go oh. karting in Jirim Bay with another guy that goes to the gym. It's yeah. Like a, one of the, um, the like Momo Chill black belts down there. Yeah. So it's just like one of those things you also get, like, and I teach the kids there as well. Mm. So it's like one of those areas you just, you there's a lot to be gained from getting a lot of people around the same name, you know. Mm. Sounds like you got a good support crew down there as well. Yeah. You? They're all good. Yeah. They're pretty good. Um, they'll tell you when you're, um, Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no, um, they're not holding back when they tell you you did a shit job at sparring, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. But for other things, you know. Yeah. uh, Fighting becomes like totally different when you're around fighters, you know, from the outside perspective, I think everyone thinks it's like some murderous thing in there, Mm. especially my customers and that, but like, you know, people are dying from other sports all the time, you know, where it's. Whether it's racing Formula Ones, whether it's running, yeah, know, riding a horse, whether it's jumping out of a plane, whether it's you know, I snowboarding, whatever they BMX riding, motocrossing, people dying all the time, yeah. and it's kind of strange to me that they think that, that my sports, what you do, I'm is like, dangerous. I'm not getting lit up in a burning race car, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. like coming off my road bike doing the Tour of whatever mm. it's called.
0: Maybe it's because they don't have the school, you know, they're not. Well, it's just—I think it's more
1: the intimidating factor yeah, that they—they're they're scared of. You know, yeah, it's like, oh, you're gonna—you know—I've never fought; they've never fought in their life. Oh, you're gonna step in a cage with something man? Like that's oh. brutal. But it's like—is it really though? Because we both normally walk out unconcast fine, mm. generally. I don't think. Do you have you? Do you know
0: anyone that's died from fighting?
1: Uh, I know, I know people, people that have slurred their speech a bit. But yeah,
0: and I know people that um, are in wheelchairs or. That kind yeah. of stuff from being punched on the back of the head, you know,
1: that kind of stuff. Well, like out in the street and all that.
0: Oh no, and like from there was oh, right. this boxer that um fuck he was like a a middleweight fighter. And um he got like there was an illegal blow. Yeah. Sorry, illegal blow during the fight. And after the fight, like he was fine during afterwards he was fine. A week later he was like um he couldn't talk, he was in the wheelchair. Yeah, right. He had to get someone to feed him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's probably the worst case scenario in a fight.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, apart from like the old stories of Muhammad Ali and all that. Yeah, but
0: yeah, yeah. But that was that was it accumulated over time, I think. Yeah. And normally
1: um it comes down to regulating the fight as well. Like mm. you gotta look at uh like what the regulation, what promotion were they under were they in some Thai boxing fight in Thailand somewhere with no doctors, no? This was referee? um this was boxing, and it was televised, big yeah, crowd. Right. I think it might have been on an undercard for a big fight. Yeah. I mean, you can come up with, like, excuses there, that, but generally, you know, maybe it's just bad, bad timing, bad punch, bad... Mm. You know? And, like, a lot of times as well, the damage isn't causing, the fight damage is causing how they spar in the gym, mm. you know. You put your, You go out into the, um, like, into the, the ring there, and these guys aren't slurring because they had a bad fight. They're slurring because the way they fight is no different to the way they fight in the gym, you know. And those AKA stories of um, yeah. the wars that they used to have where they used to hard spar twice a week you know against Cain Velasquez and yep. DC and Khabib and all that you know I'm not sure if Khabib was in the area era but uh, I think that's even where th- you get the damage from mm. Re- repetition not by one hit wonders you know?
0: yeah yeah, yeah. but I think um, they still even though those would have been wars they would have been
1: calculated you yeah know, you
0: know what I mean not all out all the time you know yeah
1: well I think um, the rumours were that they were a little bit all out all the time hey. you know
0: I've I've been in gyms
1: like that and man you just get peppered man oh, like, yeah. you don't
0: fucking learn anything eh
1: yeah sometimes <laughs> that can happen eh especially if um Steve Kennedy's not walking around supervising yeah we got a lot of young guys in there yeah. like twenty twenty one twenty two twenty three oh, trying to prove themselves man and uh, yeah sometimes it's like Jeez like you know going a bit hard have
0: you <laughs> have you have you ever like stopped during a sparring session and go bro you're getting too fucking hard man
1: no 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 I haven't I've. Um, we have a pretty good thing where like, you go hard, I go hard. You go soft, I go soft. You know, mm. and just when two people want to go hard, it, you know, it's just,
0: but uh, yeah, but you're talking about someone who who can communicate, like, yeah, who like knows how to do that, like yeah. with with um without talking, you know, but with yeah. inspiring, you know, aspiring language, right? Yeah, you yep. can tell someone smart when they start like doing stuff that you don't know, and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And if you if you see him wind up, then you're like, oh, fuck this. I mean,
1: this I've guy. never had a guy. That's um you know, you could beat me up, go hard on me. Yeah. You know? I mean there's guys I've had taste of it, but I've never had it actually like committed, mm. unsupervised oh, beating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had guys that are just as good or maybe a tad more go hard, but I've sorta of been out to defend, you know, mm. and do well. But you know, it's three minutes on the clock, so you sort of go, Oh, jeez, you know, yeah. I guess this is a jab and defend sort of day. <laughs> you know. But um and I chased a couple of guys down, but yeah, generally they um they, yeah, you get good communication where, like, mm. it's sort of rare that you'd go light and the other guy would just be throwing bombs. Yeah, yeah. I've had guy, big guys that are like, they're like 100 kilos and they punch out of anxiety where, like, you sort of put it on them, but then they like, put it like real stiff and they'll just throw. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah. But because they're anxiety, like, they're, they're like semi scared. Yeah. And that's just as dangerous as well because you've got these 100 kilo guys that are punching hard and they obviously don't realize like how strong they are, mm. you know, and you can feel it, like it might touch you on the shoulder, you like, jeez, they hit me on the head, i <laughs> will be in trouble, <laughs> you know, but then you can also dictate because they're scared, so you can sort mm. of like, okay. I'd
0: much rather just hold pads, yeah. man. Yeah. But shit, I've held pads, like even for
1: you, man, you can be like tennis
0: elbow for a couple yeah, of weeks, the, man. Yeah. Fucking Jesus.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of, um, like guys that have been around a lot that have a problem with their shoulder for holding pads. Mm. Um, That's why like, Ollie Olsen, he still holds pads for people when he's 50 years. Years old, oh, he's having his fiftieth, and he um, yeah, he just, I don't know, he just, he must have started when he's fifteen. He just can accustomed, and the way they hold pads as well, yeah, yeah, they give it a little take, and mm, mm. you know, but uh, oh, they're just tough guys, and they just go, yeah, I'm sore, but oh well.
0: Have you have you done any um, have you done any sparring or anything with um, Diesel, the Diesel Gym, up in Dunlop? No, I haven't
1: eh? I haven't meaning to go Into a Muay Thai gym Just to I've, see I've,
0: I've been Like I've done Like their two week trial And like, just, oh, yeah. oh, Some of the guys You know like, <laughs> Even the lunchtime dudes Like yeah. cause they run a lunchtime class Yeah And um, when I was coaching I'd, I'd just pop in And do a lunchtime class But fucking Jesus man Just the whip On those kicks man
1: Oh yeah I've, I've
0: um Like one of them get Like I've had a rib pop yeah. From holding For um just kicking eh? Maybe because it it's
1: in their gym And they're comfortable In there as well Yeah yeah Maybe mm. it was because
0: I'm I didn't hold it properly or I didn't yeah. you know stand properly or something like that. But fuck, man!
1: Well, a lot of guys will use those um, other things and pads to take oh, them yeah, away the pain. Um, like like the noodles, noodles and see. stuff. Like yeah. you know, normally I think that's a normally a sign that the the guy's sort of got a bit shoulders. I mean, they probably say something else, but no, nah, it's good for accuracy or something. But I'm like, really, yeah. Like, yeah t- timing and speed for those. Eh? Yeah, accuracy. I and mean, then they can like sort of swipe at your head. and You got to duck. And you mm. know. I've never actually i um, trained with them before But I've seen Yeah At the corner of my eye People using them Fucking pads man
0: mm. So what Like um, What's a normal training week For you look like uh,
1: At no, the moment Yeah No fighting No fighting Just whenever I get down there So normally like th- Twice, three times a week I'll go down there Oh okay It's a Monday I used to teach the kids On um, Wednesday I've gone back to Just a wo- Monday For the time being mm-hmm. Um, uh, Hopefully if they let me back Doing Wednesdays I <laughs> might go Nah just Mondays uh, so I used to it used to be like a coincident thing where I I'd, I'd finished the kids up at five and then live sparring kickboxing sparring would start at five. Mm. So i be like, oh, I uh, you, So
0: you're, you're teaching uh, jitsu as well as kickboxing?
1: No, just um, kids jitsu. But I was oh, there right. for when sparring started because we have it on Pacific days, mm. and uh, so uh, yeah, we would start at five and it would go to six. And you know, when all the fighters they're like, you sparring at them? Like, uh, I guess so. You know, you know <laughs> Steve would be like, you know, pressure you to get on the mat there. Like all oh, right, I guess another body, so we'll go on there and the place will be packed and as soon you appreciate it because as soon as you're in there you do well you know, mm-hmm. um I and mean, then same as Wednesdays the kids classes they finish at five and MMA sparring so I used to do those both days yeah um and then I'd do like maybe a, th- a Thursday or a Saturday or a Tuesday something like that but mm-hmm. I sort of wanted to keep up that that sparring off camp just to keep that eye hand coordination going. Mm-hmm. And you sort of have a break for a bit and you come up with new ideas of how to spa as well. So it's good to have that little, to keep active and yeah. thinking. Or else you just end up, you know, forgetting what you did learn and then, you know, going back to your old self. Mm. But yeah. yeah. I've got a question, man.
0: You know when you're in fight camp? Yeah. i just do something like, I don't know if you've heard this before like where they tell the guys no sex during when you when you have a oh, right. is that real or
1: oh, I don't think so no. oh. I have
0: heard of it before yeah like you hear like coaches I don't, say I don't, say or,
1: I don't think it, I don't think it would really matter I don't, I say, I don't yeah. know some guys I've you know there's a couple of guys I've never told them like I feel like they need to go do something <laughs> <laughs> they're too aggressive they're yeah, eh? too I'm aggressive like, oh, yeah. they come uh, you know especially a couple of even one of the boys out of the submission factory The I think one of them was his name uh Tell him Alex Noble. I <laughs> no, no, just like you need to calm down. <laughs> we need to give you something before you start resting because he was. Have you wrestled him before? Oh, he's a black belt, little yeah, short yeah, yeah, stocky yeah, yeah. dude. Just like, but you know he uh, so I saw, strong.
0: I saw. Um, he does rock climbing. eh? oh, does he? Yeah, man. That's he why his that. like his grip is fucking I he stupid. Just used to
1: man. Swim, Alex Noble, the little short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. does um, and he wears
0: Sending the. <laughs> you know, it's really funny, man. He'll walk in with like a the Ninja Turtles like gear. Yeah, no gee top. Oh maybe. no, I
1: think you're thinking of um, another Alex. Boyhouse. Oh,
0: I know. Oh yeah, okay, I know. No, yeah. the one you're talking about. Noble, yeah, short. Yeah, little doesn't
1: he stocky guy? He swims he, um, and runs
0: and. Isn't he like, do work for the navy or something like
1: that? No, he sells. I think he sells, um, like land that are gonna like he's he's the middle Fucking man. Hell. How He's I the middleman for like you know when farmers sell their big properties. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's the, like a consultant. To change over to the developers He does something like that Oh yeah. shit he Gets a little cut <laughs> Drives around in a nice car And has lots of money
0: I think um, How did I Someone told me that he runs Like fucking drill Like uh, training for the Navy Or something like that That's what I thought fuck. I think
1: you're probably thinking of, of A guy called Matt Wynn A black belt guy there mm he, um, oh, probably that yeah. win, yeah. He, uh, I know, um, Alex he Noble he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, Alex now. Noble was like, uh, short, uh, you know, real, short yeah, like emphasizing like the short, like but stocky, <laughs> but he's he like does all f- cutting arm bars and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. I've, I've rolled with an you like once. aggressive, like sturdy
0: guy to roll. Oh, he's probably aggressive because of your level, though. I like, think, w- um, your yeah. interaction with him. Yeah,
1: but I think that we have this rule thing where, like... was he rolled with me? I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Mm, this is, mm. Yeah, real strong. He's just real, like, strong, like, when you wrestle him. If, I always said, like, back in the day, like, if he fights, he couldn't... He doesn't have the best gas thing, but if he could fight someone one time at a comp, he's going to win because they're just, like... He's just a little bulldog. You're like, fuck, this guy's real wow. intense, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but then he does de- gas out. That's the, That's the negative to it. Have, have you um done... Jits corps? Yeah, like when I was real, like younger, from like uh, 2003 one to maybe when I was 20, I was always doing them. Mm. Um, but yeah, lately, it's just a big day. Yeah. And you've got other things to do, and it's just like, the, the scheduling's always off. You know, they say they start at 12, but then I oh, know yeah. we are bumped up to 10, or go to, I don't have all day to like yeah, sit around. It's like a Sunday as well. It's,
0: like I've heard, I've seen guys from GFT, like um, they spend the whole day up there, man. Yeah, nah. Just but for like uh, one one role, and then mm. and then weight classes and stuff like
1: that. Well, you? I did have a matchup with that, you know, that grappling. Um, Which guy? Uh, it's like a, a guy. I can't, uh, can't remember the gym call, but they do like um, they pretty much like an MA fight night, but they do just grappling only. Mm-hmm. Like more, I think it was called like combat jujitsu or something. Oh, okay. But it was. Um, Is that wh- a guy named George runs it? Mm. Um, but I was matched up with them. Um, but then they uh, had to cancel the show for some reason. Um, that was earlier. I think it was supposed to go um, mid January. I think that was supposed to take off. But it's just good because you can rock up. It's all public It's all live on YouTube. Yep. You know when you're going to fight. It's at the day. It's at the night time. Oh, you know. Yeah. But hanging around for six hours for one fight. You know. I always like to say like the the you know the biggest fight of the day is not eating hot chips. So. <laughs> Cause like wrestling's wrestling, you know, like you get real comfortable, especially if you've done M A sparring before and all that. It's like, uh, what's the mm. way? I might lose, but what's the worst? I'm not gonna lose any arms or anything. Yeah, hopefully. Um, But so it's really not not like intense enough for me. But you also, um you know, just waiting around all day would really like tarnish. Yeah. That as well, it's Plus, already you're not getting driven enough to do mm. it. But you're like, I've got like ten minutes in me. And then, um, and then to wait around for that ten minutes, you are kind of like, oh, I kind of want to leave now. Like you wait six hours, and then your yeah. ten minutes of glory. And then the two hours between is like until the absolute, because you do that. I mean, do people do absolute as well. Mm. So it's just like a long day to wait around. Fuck. You know, I'd rather compete in like an MMA show, one of those shows, mm. you know, mm. and then you know, specific time. Better. It's grown a lot, though. eh? just oh, in perfect like... Mm. It's like different levels. So when I, like there's kids divisions are full. When I was doing it, there was no kids divisions, you know, there were just yeah. adults and little adults and you'd be like, who well, are you fighting? You know, they put me up against someone who was like within 10 kilos of me that was like 30 years old <laughs> and I was like a kid. The <laughs> poor guy, probably been bashed up all his life in jiu-jitsu so he's probably yeah. like, this is my revenge. <laughs> Comes out. This is my moment of glory against this guy. Yeah. Let's fuck him up. It kills me. But like I said, yeah, there's it's a lot to be, had from being beaten up as well mm. Might have to stop buying this beer right eh? do you like it yeah it's not bad eh? i wouldn't mind uh too bad at monday i'm supposed to not drink alcohol I'm oh to ke- keep the name from my little camp you know i go six weeks without alcohol uh, and then. oh are you on camp now no i like my on. Like, i start getting my diet like a little bit good for um as good as i can get it for when uh when February hits and February 1st oh. then I'll do like four weeks of hard training oh, February 1st is soon man mm. yeah. oh yeah so did you got a little niche in the thing as well because on the 5th of um, February I'm going around a boys trip so I'm like uh, <laughs> oh so I'm probably going to drink a but little of, bit a bit of
0: a spam on the works there
1: yeah a couple of drinks but I think when I'm back I've been no drinking no. and I'll go pretty easy on the alcohol you can't really not drink but unfortunately well, you could but you know <laughs> <laughs> You right. could, but yeah, I might. Uh, yeah. You, Three weeks is normally a long, two weeks is normally a good time to get over, you know, drinking if you go hard, I feel. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, man.
1: Like, the work, the, like,
0: my age now, man, like, it feels so, it feels like it takes so long to get over a yeah. hangover. That's why I only, like, have a bit and then I'll stop, man. Yeah.
1: I think a lot of, as long as, like, the most valuable thing is just being hydrated the whole day. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how good coconut water is for you, but I heard it's right. pretty good. It's the bomb for you. Yeah, it's okay. the bomb. So, okay. I don't normally drink this because it's like a. This one says. Um, you you drink the expensive shit too, man. Well, this one's like the young young green coconuts. Apparently, a lot sweeter. I mm. have to get the mature. they it not as? I don't know why, but they don't have as much sugar. I don't know where the sugar goes, mm. but the mature ones seem to be a lot more plainer taste. Mm. Um. So I uh I normally like to drink like a liter of those after training. Yeah. Apparently it apparently has electrolytes in there, and I feel good after drinking it. It's that. That's that's what um, the electrolytes, man. Yeah, and then get the two hundred I drink like two liters of water or something. Mm. It was randomly enough when um, two hours in the sauna, man. Yeah, Shit. but after Sorry. T- after um, after my la- w- my last weigh in, I, ca- I came in at like eighty two or think, and that's after dieting. I think it was eighty one point five from memory, and um, so I had to um, cut like three kilos, uh, maybe even close to four actually. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, yeah. So I lost like four kilos in water, and then I just couldn't stop drinking afterwards. Like I would have drunk like seven liters of like Powerades and uh, holy wa- shit, mostly water, Powerades, coconut water, mm-hmm. and some other stuff. And I, but uh, my body just wanted to keep drinking, eh? Yeah. And I had a good, I had a real big dinner, um, like an early dinner, Then I had like porridge and bananas and stuff in the morning of the fight. And I weighed. I walked in at like eighty three kilos, and I weighed in at like seventy (laughs) seven. Oh fuck! And that's not even extreme. That I've heard of people like walking around at eighty nine. Yeah. Cutting, doing all their dietary requirements, and then like um, manipulating salt or something in their diet. Yeah. Um, And making their body just like get rid of all their fluids, and then um, like depleting themselves down to seventy seven, and then walking into the cage at like eighty seven kilos. Oh. Like 10 kilos. What a drop, Because obviously, like, you're not going to be able to put on much weight from food because there's only mm. so much food you can have. But li- mm. liquid, your body just absorbs it instantly, you Espe- know?
0: Yeah, especially if you've been um, depriving the body yeah. Ever, right? Yeah, but it's
1: something to do with, like, manipulating the, like, salt levels oh. or something. And you, um, like, your body just keeps wanting to peeing when it doesn't need to by having, like, distilled water. Shit. You know, like, it I'm gets something. Wouldn't have not. a clue. But, but that's sort of I stuff know. that I don't, like, want to go down you yeah. know, I'd rather just do it. I think that's worth four, three kilos, and yeah. just because I'm like, because that's a comfortable a, and cut it's an amateur you. event. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm not risking, even though they say it's not risking your life. I'm like, I'm not risking like other things
0: because it's kidney failure. Yeah, I'm not, and like. I'm
1: not fighting a you know, <coughs> gaichi. I'm fighting just another guy. You know, like oh, we don't know. Could, yeah. could be a, hey, we'll it fight. could be a gaichi in the making. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's always the thing about having a debut fight. Mm. You um, you don't know how good that guy is going to be, you know. Yeah. If he's the first time he's ever fought, you know, they could have um, it could be a real bad guy. You know, like Whitaker would have had a, you know, he fought uh, a guy called Sean Spooner mm. years and years ago. That was from Perth. I think he was in Bunbury. Oh yeah, yeah. Is and, he still um, active? No, his last fight was with Whitaker. Oh. Robert Whitaker and Whitaker ended up becoming yeah, like UFC champion. And that short Spooner guy I remember back then like, Everyone thought he was real good And he was good He just had a bad run in With Robert Whitaker, You know Future UFC champion And it's like You don't know mm-hmm. You know Imagine if you had two run ins Because you don't know How far their career Is going to progress mm-hmm. If you had two run ins With two good guys You know You could think yourself As the real shit fighter But in reality They were like yeah, really you, good guys You were you just know? up against Like Francis yeah, Ngannou For your first fight <laughs> So I'm sort of thankful that you get to see them fight before, because you know they're not, like, the quality that they possess, they can't really be much better within the small time limit. Yeah. yeah. There could be a lot, but, like, for sure he could knock me out or whatever, but, like, the likelihood of that I think is quite rare, you know. Or yeah. I'm just really delusional. Have you been knocked out in training? No, nah, I've been rocked, mm. and I've been, like, put on my bum, and <laughs> I've f- fell on my face before, but I've always been awake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You haven't broken your nose. Nah, some people think I have, but... Is my nose a bit crooked. Oh, sl- yeah. yeah. Just I mean, someone sh- told me like six years ago. Some years ago, I was like, "You, you broken your nose once?" Mm. And I remember one, one time, yeah, I, like was sparring or something, and then a couple of weeks later, I could always like feel my nose clicking. Yeah. Oh. Like, stretching, and I think it just like naturally calcified, and then like,
0: oh, it just grew it around doesn't, it. Doesn't
1: like click anymore or anything. But I went to actually one of my customers was um. Retired doctor, and he specializes in like breathing or nasal passages and Mm. stuff. And he, I said, Some people look think my nose is broken. Do you reckon it's broken? And he's like, nah, it's not broken. Because I said, I've got one smaller nostril than the other. Oh, and he said that that was like normal.
0: You know, that now that you mentioned it, I can see that one is smaller than the other.
1: Oh, right. But from this side, like from up there, I want to look in the mirror because I was trying to figure out if my nose (laughs) is broken. You sitting there fucking measuring it with it? Yeah, it's (laughs) like, God. But, uh, yeah, apart from the it looks bad, broken nose, cauliflower ears, people. Mm. The cauliflower ears thing. Do you get people
0: testing you, man, like out on the street?
1: People oh yeah, I've you. had it, like a couple of times, but um, they're pretty easy to Yeah, you know. Th- I had a I went on a date actually. Well, oh, yeah. I was dating this um, girl who was seeing her for a while, and I didn't know anything about her friends or anything. She's like, "Oh, I got a plus one. Do you want to come to this wedding?" Out in the middle of like nowhere, I was like, Oh, yeah, I'll come, t- I'll come to the wedding. So we um, went there, and there was this guy that she'd known for like 10 years, and they never apparently never um have dated or anything, yeah. But I could tell by the way, he was trying to like, he was trying as in as he got drunk, he was trying to like make me jealous, but I'm just not, not like, the type of guy, yeah, you have to get jealous. Oh, was uh, he like you like can, that? yeah, talking to her and they're having a good conversation, that's fine because we weren't like typically like. Going out, we're just seeing each other, mm. and even if we're it, if it, like, I just figure, man, if she likes him, go, go get him. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm not going to stop what you want. Mm. You know, mm. I'm just going to like. I'd rather you tell me now than later, to be honest. But you know, yeah. we can end this night. Like, find him, and you know, it doesn't really matter. Like, I can't. The inevitable is always going to be there. Mm. Anyway, and uh, so yeah, then he just kept like coming over, talking to me, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had like one of these vapes on me, and he was like, I can't do vape. And then he, as the night got better, as the night got longer, he started getting. I wasn't drinking much. He just started getting cheeky and asking me how many fights I had, and I'm pretty open. Like, yeah, I had two fights. How did you go? I was like, I lost both of them, you know. And then you know, you just see him like, and he's like, oh, do you want to wrestle? I was like, oh no, not really, and because I could tell he was going like he was a big guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, guys are big. You yep. can't just rely on jiu-jitsu. Like, mm-hmm. you need a backup. If he's drunk, he's big, you know, I'm not going to risk injuring myself. So the only way I could see, like, getting out of it and sort of retaining a bit of ego was that, yeah, look, we can wrestle, but we can do light punches as well. You know, just so he would <laughs> shut up. Yeah. And then he was just like, and I sensed what he would say. I mean, he'd he go, oh, no. And he just kept going being cheeky. I and mean, then he's like, no, nah, not light punches, but we'll just wrestle. I was like, nah, Because I said, you're a big guy, you know, and if things get out of hand, I want to be able to, like, you know, have a different option because 'cause you're a big guy. You know, yeah. you need that backup. I can't just go, like, oh, I'll just play jujutsu. And this guy is just squeezing me to death. So I was like, he do punch. And thankfully he just really backed off of it. And yeah. I was I was I got a little bit drunk and then I was getting a bit pissed off as well. So I was like, I need to shut this guy up and get rid of him. Yeah. So I just said something to him and he went off into his little patch of friends and they just stayed there. Because <laughs> that the more uh, as unlikely I as it was the rest of him as the night progressed, like I had a couple more bourbons. I was like, "Fucking this guy, don't go away. You know, I'm just yeah. going to call him out and say, yes, yeah, this guy," Yeah. You know? And there was another guy there who was, I think he dropped a tab of acid or something, some random old guy. Like he, wasn't, he wasn't old. He was like 40 or something. But he was going absolutely crazy on the dance floor, out of nowhere as well. And he just started rolling down the driveway doing crazy things. I was like, this guy's taking something. Fuck. And he was from like a background of... Um, of doing something, so he said with, um, so like, asylum seekers or whatever, doing something in WA with people trying to get into the country mm-hmm. and trying to kick them out with visa issues and that. So he's oh, doing yeah. a pretty rough job. Yeah, I think that was his little thing to get out of what he had witnessed or whatever. Oh. Whatever that was. Oh, so his story said, yeah. he seemed like a believable guy because he was so nuts, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he was, like, really into it. I saw you before with the Cauliflower, so I was like, oh, i have going to talk to him and see what he's about. I was like, you know, and I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do, but like, I have no relationship with anyone at this party, so (laughs) it's really not going to hurt me how this thing goes. Yeah, true. And just to try, he was trying to work angles, which I was like, this guy, you know, I'm not there to put people in their place, but it's a good... um, Mm. Sort of like a good opportunity, <laughs> you know. Did uh, anything happen? No, then? nothing, and uh, I'm sort of glad because I probably would, you know, because I already felt like I was a little bit like annoyed. I feel like if I got my like started yeah, yeah, wrestling, yeah, yeah. I probably would have put him to sleep or something. Mm. But uh, they um, you know, you just feel yourself when you can get when you feel like you're going to get carried away, mm. and you know, that's the good time to just not initiate anything anymore. Oh, fuck.
0: it's good that you caught it there and just like oh, yeah,
1: you know? maybe younger when I was a bit younger or something, but like. I'm here at a wedding. I've got a nice shirt on, you know. <laughs> I'm just like, you know. Yeah, I don't want to fuck this. It's just girl. the way he was going about it. Like, fair enough, mm. call me out. Let's have a wrestle. But just the way you were trying to antagonize me at the start, teasing me because of my losses, mm. like half arsely like tiptoeing around because you weren't sure how I was going to react. Yeah. And then start like trying to flirt with the girl that I came with a date with him. Like, oh. I know, like, you know. You guys, know. guys can be dexy, man. Yeah, just when they get drunk. And that's what, like, you know, it's like. I don't know what, I mean, it could have gone either way, but um, at the end of the day, I'm not like, I've got a bit of empathy in me, so I wouldn't have been that hard on him anyway. <laughs> but like, I definitely would have made sure I was in control the whole time. And yeah. If I lost control, I'd, I'd be gone, you know, to get that control back, I mm. guess. But it's funny; you need to be tested as well for your emotions. I think have those scenarios mm. where you can um like put those things that you preach to practice a little bit and go, okay. You know, it sort, of, it sort of gives me confidence that if I did do a couple of bouncing gigs and something happened, I could, like, refrain from getting yeah. emotionally invested in whatever they were saying, you know. Mm. I think maybe with the bouncing thing, it might
0: be who you're with as well. Yeah, you yeah. you got to trust them, man. Oh, yeah. Because if they start something, you got to be in it with them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: And know oh, there's a lot of, like, uh, like um, gangs as well, what was around Perth yeah, as well. Yeah, But Well,
0: across uh, the road from... Um, Sub factory isn't that a oh yeah a little, yeah some bikes bikes there yeah I remember um we, we'd be um like after Friday night classes we'd go outside and the outside like revving their bikes and getting yeah. on a fucking sauce well, hopefully
1: and they're not listening to this but I had a good interaction with them waiting, oh really waiting, yeah oh please do tell oh <laughs> was this like after because there's a little um diva in my me that I don't know sometimes I you play innocent yeah. Can I just stop, can <laughs> I just
0: say like I've heard stories about you any, starting starting fights.
1: Where, where at? I don't know at nightclubs and stuff oh like this. No, and, no, then no. and then leaving. I don't normally. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't normally starting fights because I can't really fight. You know, like I can <laughs> wrestle, but I can't yeah. really fight. But I'm very like yeah. When I, I was would like have altercations, and no one knew what they were doing. You know, so mm-hmm. you just you could do certain things and get away with it. But when you look at it in hindsight, you just think. So many things could have gone wrong then for me, you know, because mm. I was mm. so vulnerable. Yeah. You know, being doing MMA sparring, all like, that, you realize how vulnerable you were. Yeah, yeah. And you look back, and it was just confidence that was getting you through, and it was false confidence as well. Mm. So it's quite like you like think like, "Jesus, could have gone to some gnarly positions there." But I think as I was like a cute, good-looking, sort of like young guy. Yeah. Very like kind of, um, like innocent looking people didn't you know I wasn't like a roughed up dude yeah so people sort of just was like a little bit unaware and i spoke sort of like the, the bright the, the the sweet science of the line of where you can cross and you can't yeah and people sort of like just kind of gave me the benefit of the doubt mm. well, i think that's where i came from Or oh, i just like missed a couple of bullets <laughs> like, yeah those guys across so the so you f- had an altercation yeah well who are, uh, who are they, Rogue?
0: Oh, I don't know. Because that's what it says on the thing, Rogue, right? Yeah, I
1: don't know. I think they're something there. I, 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 I was worried. Watching, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't say any names, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but what happened? Oh, I, just, um, I was just being cheeky again, but they um, they were doing one of their fun nights and I arrived at training on like a Friday night a little bit earlier mm. and I was in this um, van, white van I was using at the time. Yeah. And I was like, these guys, I just pulled up and they're all like staring at me, looking at me. Yeah. I was like, oh, how can I tease these guys, like, sublimably? Yes. whatever it's called. <laughs> so I was like, this is what I'm going to do. So I parked the van, like, at halfway between the club and their house. So I was, like, sort of in the way where I could have been going training. Yeah. I was sort of in the way where I could cause some, you know, a bit of, like, because I had the... They call them the noms or something out the front doing the whole door work. Oh, yeah. Like. yeah. That, so I was like, so I got my phone. That's
0: the bum boys there that do this. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they are, but yeah, yeah
1: good on them. <laughs> <good on> <laughs> <laughs> but I got my phone and I just rested against the steering wheel. Yeah. Like I was sort of alluding to, I was filming them. Yeah. But also, like, it could have been perceived that I was just watching. Yeah. Our YouTube thing You know yeah. That fine line again Yeah So I just had it there And eh, just watching it Like I had my sunnies on Just had my head down And just kept looking up at him And then I would like taking the bait as well Yeah and So they end up like Coming over Like all four of them So they cross the street Yeah cross the street Like all f- four or five of them Or something And the, the one of the head-on shows Must have been with them mm-hmm. And they had all their like Tatted up bloody Boys with them Yeah The big boys Yeah and then, like, I just pretended, like, I didn't see him. And then they just come knock on my window. I was sort of, like, did the, you know, the full, like, oh, alert. Like, oh you know. Yeah, like like a, I didn't like know you were there. Just, <laughs> What are you going to do when you're waiting for the doors to open at wrestling? Potentially get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wind down the window, away and just started, like, oh, hey, guys. Like, totally, like, acted um, oblivious to who they were. Yeah, Like, oh, hey, guys, what's going on? And then, like, um, they said some stuff, like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting for training. What, what's going on? And we're like, oh, you got your, f- you had your phone. Looks like you're filming us and stuff. I was like, oh no, man, I'm just watching YouTube clips and all of that. Um, and then I can't remember exact conversations, but they end up just like, all oh, right, you're in the gym, no worries. And they walked over, you know, walked back over the road. Yeah, just wind up my window and just thought I better play off this YouTube thing <laughs> a bit longer. <laughs> Don't want to put it away. <laughs> and to my night I didn't film it or anything, but uh, I was like, in hindsight again, it's like Jesus, you know. Yeah, I was there by
0: myself, oh, you know. Man, that could
1: have gone. Sp- but it could have been like one of those nom jobs, you know, like go beat up this guy and you know you score points. You oh know. yeah, yeah. But my, I'm clearly they knew clearly I wasn't a cop, but they were playing on it, like mm. just the you know they wanted to be alpha male around me. Yeah, yeah. And they can yeah. have that, you know, but I definitely like I don't think they liked the way that I was being so um, unaware of them, mm. you know. They took it as a bit of a yeah insult. In face, how, yeah. how dare you? We're yeah. right here, man. But,
0: But that's quite funny. uh, What a place to be because that street gets blocked off by cops all the time. Oh, does it?
1: Yeah. 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 Like, you know,
0: cops will do a breast test, like, around the corner. And, you know, you can see that they're they're testing people, but I think they're really there to, like, put some pressure on them. Yeah, put some pressure and just check what the fuck's happening. Well, I think
1: with all the, they're coming down on those tattoo laws, I think. I think there's a bit of, like, fine-tuning they have to do Mm. because it's sort of... um, um, takes away like a lot of human rights and stuff, especially if you've got a tattoo back in the 90s and you're saying, I can't wear it now, you know. Oh. Well, no, I don't really understand how that works. But um. the whole COVID thing sort of puts proof that <laughs> who gives a shit, you know, <laughs> the government says. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, they... Um, yeah, so I'm not sure what's happening with that, but I've seen um, a picture of like bikies like colouring up their um, tattoos with like black, black markers and really? stuff. So... Apparently the rule is they can't show tattoos... That affiliate them to the club within a public setting, so they can do it in their private house or whatever. Oh, yeah. But they can't just sit around a pub in Scarborough and have yep. their tattoos visible, mm. which is a pretty crazy rule. Especially when I've seen pictures of guys on their face. Oh man, <laughs> we want to know what this guy is, yeah. but we don't want to see your tats. It's like fine line. <laughs> like this is the dude, dude sitting there with a martian tattoo on his full yeah, beard eh? on. It's like this is <laughs> worse. <laughs> can't go around the whole face. <laughs> Man, but th- some
0: of those guys are real gung-ho with their... Like, they really love their gang, eh? Yeah. yeah, and I get it, eh? Like, I understand well, it. Like, they get... Like, I've... Like, because Black Power back at home, right? Like yeah. The, um back in New Zealand, like, the big... You get the fist tattooed on you? Yeah. yeah. Power? Black Power? Yeah, of? right. I've seen dudes with half their, like, cheek, a massive fist there, and just Black Power across their neck, man. Like, yeah. that's, that's fucking...
1: Yeah, I mean, I get it. The same you know, thing as a man, fucking You know, what? the same thing as like the the gym, you know, there's like a brotherhood, mm. you know. But and also it's like, also to them telling you don't fuck with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, like these guys aren't rocking up to type gyms, you know? No. Nah. You know, they're not gonna like I've seen a couple of those guys sparring, you know, not with any of the gyms I'm at with, but back in the day and they put footage up and it looked terrible. You know, and that's that's their their elite guy, you know. Mm. But um, you know, they obviously don't need hands and feet to do damage. But they, um, yeah, like I've like, like um, crossed paths with like a couple of them every now and again as like in the social and all that, and like they're nice enough dudes, and mm. yeah, just um, yeah, I don't know, it's, they're um, yeah, they're not. It's just a typical thing, you know. You mm-hmm. don't really know what they're doing, you don't know what they're not doing, and individually they're nice, but together they.
0: You just reminded you know, me of. Um, yeah, like together they just want to cause trouble, because yeah. eh, I they think they're big in... And
1: also they want to put that emphasis on that we're not going to be bullied by cops, you know? Mm. It's like, there's a lot of cops.
0: <laughs> like a and
1: lot of them. Yeah, and they kind I of... And if the cops fade away, this yeah. the army. Comes, yeah, they have know? the army, and those guys have <laughs>
0: tanks. You know, <laughs> What do you have, a motorbike?
1: Oh, cool, yeah. man. I mean, I get it. I love it. Like I love like the brotherhood and stuff, but mm. you can definitely, like... Take too far, man. Yeah, and a, you can, like, selling drugs to people that are addicted and are dying. You know, not suggesting mm. that they, that's what they do, but I was like, I heard a lot of things, <laughs> and. Uh, From what you've heard. That's yeah. not good, you know? Yeah. They're like, you know, the people, families get broken up and torn apart by, you yeah. know, and it's just like, yeah, mm. it's innocent enough to say that's what you do and all that, but, like, the damage that you're doing to society yeah. is like, mm. yeah, I don't know, you can't just let
0: that thing ride. Yeah, you just reminded me of, um, one of the last times I was training at Sub Factory, um, we were doing the, you know, usually Monday, Wednesday nights, you do the kickboxing. These oh, kickboxing yeah. You know, you know, I was doing the um, kickboxing class with our sweetheart, you know, Yeah, James. yeah. And um, these two, like these doormen started working, like started coming to train.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't I didn't think... I think I re- caught wind of it, eh? Like, was there once and I heard him talking about it or something. Oh,
0: yeah. So... These guys are big, like you could tell they're adoring, yeah. right? Like if you If you looked at them and they were like s- Samoan or anything. No, no, nah, nah, oh, of good. course not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried, eh? No, no, no. So where's the point, eh? A Samoan down like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Mark Hunt every time, like, how oh, are you gonna do with this guy? Because oh, they're so staunch in the legs, it's like you know how
0: you do how you deal
1: with them? Just like jog around. Yeah, dog just around. run around. Yeah,
0: dog yeah. around, wait for him to be puffed and just run in and kick yeah. him in the face. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Um but these doormen, like they, you know, they they made it known, oh, yeah, we're doormen at this, blah, blah, blah. All oh, right. Um, probably the only one will know will be James, who I'm talking about, yeah. Um, but yeah, these guys are doormen, cool. i grab some gloves and stuff like that, we'll get warm, yeah. cool. Started skipping, but these guys couldn't even <laughs> skip, <laughs> they didn't know what yeah. like they were looking at the ropes, like, oh, what do I do? Like, skipping. Yeah, ropes, yeah. Right? couldn't skip to save their lives, man. Yeah, anyway, warm up was done. <laughs> Um, you know, we get pads out, uh, he goes, takes us through combos. Let's do this, okay? Three, two, one, let's go, boys. And then, bro, like, we hold, I'm holding pads for one of them. He, like, he didn't even know, like, he's, he's yeah, like, swinging. swinging, like, and trying to hit me with his palm. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing, <laughs> man? Yeah. So, my point being, right, there's two, there, there's like a doorman like that. Yeah. And then there's potentially a doorman like you. <laughs>
1: yeah. And the thing is funny is, uh, they're probably, I don't know, He's making, ex- making a bit of an assumption, but the, for them to mention it, you know, then you have guys that are skilled that aren't willing to do that to other people, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's funny yeah. how, like, the guys that are more skilled are less likely to have that interaction than the guys that aren't skilled mm. are more likely to have it. Like, yeah. But you see it all the time, man. Guys that start fights don't know shit, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's even just being comfortable fighting, you know? Mm. Like, some guys aren't even, like... I've um, got a mate of mine and he talks about fighting all the time. Yeah. Like, when was your last fight? It's like, oh. you know Like, um, I had a fight when I was, you know, 21. And he's, you know, like 30 plus now. And they batted him. I was like, so where way you getting all his confidence from being able to fight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, because you're starting, like, you're, because, you know, he's um he's Irish. And he's yeah. he gets quite, like... Very vocal, yeah. very confident when he's drunk. And I'm like, you're starting fights that I'm like worried about, mm-hmm. and I'm not even drunk, like that <sighs> drunk. You know, I'm getting worried. Like, who are you? Like, what are these people going to do to us? You know? yeah. <laughs> and you guys are looking at me like I'm going to help you. I'm going to save you. I'm not going to help you. <laughs>
0: Cause I, I heard you mm-hmm. s- you started some like it'd be getting cheeky to people and then you just
1: leave and walk away and let the oh, I think um like hey. when I was twenty when it was full of Vulcan Red Bull and I was like twenty two and twenty three like that false seven sauce uh, um thing would come involved but that all because I had long like hair like yeah. you know, like people used to say I was like Justin Bieber or something uh. like, and they'd always really? grab like in gyms i would all like in the club they'd grab it and yeah. I'd just be cheeky with them and like I wasn't I was acting like I was pissed off but I actually wasn't I was just mucking around with them. Mm. You know, and a couple of times, like, the people have, like, we've done something or, you know, or um, I worked out quick that as long as you initiate, if you initiate something with someone, mm. by the time the bouncer comes along, there's always going to be one victim and one aggressor, you know. Mm. Just be the victim every time. Go, I didn't, Like, this guy's obviously drunk much. I didn't do much, you know. Like he and he's going like you fucking did something, you did this and he's like and it's like mate, can you just like get him away from me I just <laughs> want to have a drink, you know? No matter what happened, yeah, you know. And they were so the bouncers The they bouncers mean. were always get. Well, I always took him up on their offers. The bouncer would always take them away, and I'd stay. Like the first couple of times, I'd get in, entwined in his conversation, and the bouncers yeah. would just kick us both out. Yeah. Then I realized like, you know, once the bouncers come to just disappear. If he's the aggressor, they're sort of concentrating on him, trying to work out what he's saying in the. Mm. the the volume of the club and you can just uh, like shimmer out of there and like a blonde guy like what was he wearing like I don't know you know <laughs> blonde guy With the pink T shirt yeah talking really shit. tight jeans for that guy. I was like well he's not here how much trouble was he <laughs> you know but yeah I remember like yeah there was a couple of times you like choke him out like you have put a bit of sleeper hold on him and they'd go out mm. have you had, have you had any like have you had to
0: use anything in the street like? Oh, like at only a club like, or anything yeah, like? Yeah, I don't
1: really like claim clubs as street though, you know, because it's a very safe environment, as balanced as everything. It's not really yeah, like yeah. you know.
0: Oh, so you have done some shit? Yeah, on like that club.
1: Tra- you took like I took a couple of guys out, but it's always, um, always um, like call for you know, mm. a little bit. Okay. And how do, like, how we- are you not in handcuffs right now? Well, <laughs> like, just because I shimmied out of them. But it's not a good thing to do, expect, but especially when the guys. Um, are like they drunk and that they don't? Um, when they wake up, they're like hungover instantaneously. I feel, you know, mm. like if you're drunk, I mean, you get choked down. They almost wake up like they're hungover. Like they don't yep. want to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not a hard like, you know, people pass out all the time. So it's not like a hard thing to yeah, true. A bouncer to be sprayed at that this guy just passed. They didn't think someone came along and choked him unconscious. <laughs> it's like you fell down, and hit your head or something. <laughs> You know, so you, like, you've put someone to sleep yeah, when Yeah when I was club. very young and like oh. When I was young and dumb Or <laughs> not as, as a little bit um, More dumber than I am now But yeah I probably wouldn't do it anymore I don't think <laughs> uh, Yeah But circumstances are different now yeah. Just I don't know why You just get You know just in that young mind From like A lot of people get put away For things that I've done You know that have just led to Worse scenarios Yeah for that You know like Whether person. it's speeding in your car Yeah Or doing stupid shit you know people are in prison for that stuff it just went wrong for them that time you know yeah it's like a lot of people like one bad choice away from going to prison you know and when you think about like that it's just like you know so many things you know when people say they've gone to prison you really gotta like ask why they went there and what led them to Mm. that you know like it's Mm. it's like not a straightforward sort of topic Mm. like i know i heard of horror stories where like teenagers have run over a kid or something you know yeah And they've been put in jail for 10 years for reckless driving you know and I've reckless drive before through a suburb you know when I didn't know any better I mm. wasn't I wouldn't say I didn't know any better but wasn't mature enough you know yeah and it's just like <clears throat> man, I could have easily been one of those people you know and as that goes for everyone I think yeah. generally you know mm. yeah you know like you don't know like choking out someone I don't think it's killed anyone yet but like potentially could but, I mean have, shit you know. in
0: a public you know in a place like that yeah like,
1: oh. And they've been drinking, you know. Mm. Um, he, I was, I was he, always surprised, though, when they went to sleep because you sort of don't know, you know, in the anxiety anxiety of the moment. You're like, yep. God. Even, like, accidentally, well, I didn't accidentally, my friend at the time, well, was still now, we we're at Paramount, and he, um, we did something wrestling, and I only just was teasing him, like, put a head arm choke on him, standing, yep. only teasing him with it. And I literally let down, and he just was like, he was out already, like, only, like, joking around, but that's what happens when, I guess you're drunk in there. <laughs> I only joking for a little bit. And let him down. He was a sl- he actually passed out. I was yeah. like, "Fuck!" I didn't actually mean <laughs> to joke <check> him. out. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm sorry, bro. And he woke up just all drunk and all got kicked out. I was like, "Man, I didn't think he would go out there." Either.
0: <laughs> was he right? Was he? afterwards there was. It, oh well, no, it's no, sort like that thing.
1: Were? He he reckons I'd, like he sort of reminds me of it. Like mm. He brings it up. Man, it's time he check me out in Paramount. I was like, not really, but I do remember something of it, you know. But yeah. I don't know, the things you're doing when you're a kid, like, innocence is almost like Mm. a gift, because I feel like if I did that now, I'd be locked up. (laughs) Something would go terribly wrong. Oh,
0: 100%, man, but, like, you know, you're learning through those, so. Yeah. Fuck.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, but I'm looking forward to, I wouldn't mind, I've got a a mate, he's also called Adam, Um, he wants to do it, it's only a week course or something, to get your tickets for bouncing.
0: Oh, like a security. Yeah, security, and
1: we've got, like, contacts now within the gym that'll get us a job. Mm. You know, um, so so, how serious are you thinking about doing this full time or just, no, just ge- casually? Yeah, side geek. So like, because I have my girls um, most, er, er, pretty much every second weekend. Mm. So even just like a Saturday night or Friday night or you True. know.
0: I know um, one of the guys I had on, uh, Blake Richardson. I yeah, know, I think like uh, he's from Costas Gym. Yeah, was he um actor? Or something? Yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah. Um, I think he does door work as well oh right on don't, the side as well yeah don't know where don't know for who but yeah. I think through his circle of people they got him yeah like, right just some side work
1: there's some good gigs going around as well oh yeah like uh, just having that security ticket like I heard of people um, there was a guy changing a gym he gets flown away mm. and he's on like 40 bucks an hour which is alright mm. f- but he's a young guy and all he has to do is these guys are cleaning out mining equipment for a gold mine and he just has to supervise and make sure they're not stealing any gold but he reckons like the stealing of gold isn't really a threat because the amount of effort you need to do to get that dust into gold is like you need like a million dollar setup. <laughs> but the gold is in there, and yeah. so they don't want them. Oh, you like, just
0: need that million dollar setup to separate the dirt. Yeah, from to the do gold. whatever
1: you guys need to do. You know, because apparently the doll guys gets all clogged up in the machines when they service them. Mm. They've got it, and I was like, but he's like, I just sit in my on my laptop filling out like um, reports for the day of their progress and what's going on. And um, under like a tent with a fan and shit. <laughs> just like well, man, those guys servicing that equipment must hate you, <laughs> especially out in the hot there. Oh, what one of the
0: worst gigs I heard of was at the airport, like during COVID. Oh right, like the security guards doing the um, temperature. Um, yeah, right. Things. Like when people were coming off planes, g- coming going from site to site, they just had to stand there and hold that gun all day.
2: Beep.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, there been some terrible. And, and people were fucking angry, hot, and you know?
1: Yeah, it's like more more common now. I see at um, like Red Rooster or you know, the, the service station. Do you see those signs like violence will not be tolerated? Yeah. And aggressive behavior? Do you think it's because of all the fights you started, but <laughs> no, I, don't I don't know. <laughs> I think it's COVID based, actually. I think people yeah. are getting, just, they're, yeah. they're getting strung out by all yeah. this COVID stuff. There's a lot of angry people out there because they've been yeah.
0: forced to do, you know, like they don't have a choice of whether or not to get that jab. Well, yeah. they do. You'll just be. Here. Jobless, really. Yeah, jobless and um,
1: stuck at home. But they, uh, yeah, I just see them sick as always. But I do live around Bentley area and that's a bit, you know, South Perth. It's a bit Mm. odd area. There's a lot of crackheads and that running around. Bentley, yeah. But um, it's right next door to Vic Park, which is a nice little drive. But they, uh, yeah, I just see those stickers coming up everywhere, right? I'm just like, what's going on? Do you think that's a sign for you? No. (laughs) 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 No, not really me. But I just like, someone's having to go up this Poor lady behind a petrol station about oh, yeah. you know about the price of petrol. Like she's yeah. not the woman to talk to. You know? Oh was someone having a go about it. Yeah, she says like yeah. People, I was talking to one of them. She said yeah. People um, abuse us because they're drunk and they reckon the fuel's too expensive. It's like there's a sign that says the fuel price. They come in and they get like a surprise. <laughs> you <know? laughs> or you could wait till Tuesday,
0: like everyone else. Eh? Like Tuesday like Tuesday's day. Apparently Tuesday, Wednesday.
1: Tuesday, yeah. Elizabeth for like blockbuster and that as well. Oh, the vid- what the video higher?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: People don't know what blockbuster is, bro. They can't remember. Yeah, I think the last one was Immorling
1: got canned last that year. That was the
0: last one in the world, eh? Yeah, something Apparently. like that, eh? Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, I I, I I was always meaning to take my girls down there. Yeah, just to do that one last video. They'll never know what a video is, eh? I just think it's a way. It's just a way cooler experience, you know. Yeah.
0: Going through Choosing the movies movie, And waiting
1: know? Waiting for that one day That you can Or read. you just get on a wall That's got that new release out And all they got Is those video cases Saying not available Not available Yeah Everyone's the got them eh Yeah yeah, yeah. And you just one day You'll see that one there That's one's come back in Yeah There'll be a high lines And even like The late fees and stuff mm. Fuck man I remember that Oh Can I hear it for the yeah.
0: Can you hear it? Yeah My wife's getting some wet yeah, <laughs> um, I remember ha- going to like, um, like doing that on only on what Friday nights, like a Friday or Saturday. Oh, yeah. So we'd build up all the, you know, all the anxiety about, oh, I can't wait
1: to get it. You know, we were yeah, excited. Yeah.
0: We'd build all of that throughout the week. And then that one night, we'd go up and pick like three videos, you know.
1: Yeah, and you have always like the deals when you're like, yeah, yeah. one three seven f- weekly, one new release. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or three for fifteen dollars for one yeah. week, or or there, do you remember overnight ones? Like we we're, were the most expensive. Like there'd be a new release, seven bucks overnight. Got to be returned tomorrow. Oh yeah, and we had to rewind them too. Hey, eh? are you old?
1: Are you old enough? To oh, I thought they all rewind them themselves. Oh the no, nah. well, I had like a machine that used to constantly like, yeah, rewind, bro. But I'm 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 old
0: enough to remember that. Um, if you didn't rewind them, you get a fine.
1: Oh right, they were yeah. all about the fines, blockbusters. Oh they? yeah. That's how they make their money. A
0: day late, fine. Didn't rewind it, fine. What's well, like, um, like people don't even know what rewind is, man? Yeah, I put um
1: my um my uh, what is it called? I got a know mind blank there. I can't remember what I was talking about. But the um yeah, even the DVDs, it's always like a pity. Like you have to skip back to your, uh, your scene that you're watching because I think the DVDs don't they? They just return mm. to the start. Yeah. If oh. You would, um you'd be having yeah
0: yeah. yeah. Um, Like this thing with, uh, like, Netflix and that, it'll start from where you...
1: Yeah, and even YouTube clips. Now, you go into a YouTube clip, yeah. you, you watch six months ago, and it'll start off where mm. you finished it. It's crazy. It's but me. the, um, I mean, all those subjects we talked about, they're all so fresh, you know? Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's just yeah. not, not that not that long ago. No. What, the last 10 years? Yeah, something mm. like that. But even, like like I was saying before, with the women's UFC, it's exciting to see, like, how big... And they get like even their weight divisions they've just got two weight divisions I'm pretty sure now, mm. you know, where the other ones got five or six in the mouths, and we got some killer like some young girls in Kick-ass as well that are, um you know, they're sparring with grown men, you know, and they're not like mm. doing you know particularly well, but they're in there, yeah, you know, and they're only fourteen or something, you know, Shit. and you just think like fuck, you know, it, you know if you put this up against this girl up against because I did a bit of coaching, I did like a. Uh, a day thing With a, a school That was um, Not Like they weren't They had their own little school Because they were misbehaviors Or something Yeah And uh, they'd always come to kick us At 12 o'clock at Thursdays And we'd always run a, a, An hour course from mm. And yeah There were some of them Like 14, 15, 16 And they all And like you have a, an idea of how good a 14, 15, 16-year guy can fight. Yeah. And in my head, I was just like, man, what happens if one of them chucks the shits or they think you're wrestling too hard or something? and You yep. lose control. you got to deal with the situation, you know. They come mm. with a teacher and all that, but, like, something could go wrong, you know. Mm. Or two guys start fighting from school beef or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I had that all in my mind. And then I... Um, Teaching, them, like, these guys aren't going to do shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they're so weak, unaware. Man, uh, you know? but, but that's what it is. Uh, they were right? athletic, but yeah. like
0: I think at their age, man, you think yeah. you know something, you don't know shit, man. <laughs> put gloves
1: on and jump in the ring. To look yeah. at each other like. Anyway, yeah, the they hold their hands. You know, they were <laughs> just like what the heck. But um, so, they, yeah, they were good. They learned real quick. And there's some athletic guys in there that were good. Mm. But I was like, I've, I put this 14 year old girl with you guys, and she's going to tag you, you yeah. know, because she's just up against these grown men. Well that 14 that year old girl Will smash most people That are walking the street mm. Probably She's just like The way she throws <coughs> Is heavy mm. You know It's not like She's she's tr- she's trying to hurt you Has she been taught How to throw like that Yeah I think a little bit Like you sort of adjust them While they're sparring them mm. um, But yeah I don't really have Like one on ones With them or anything But she was in my kids class For a little bit But then she's just Too old now um, So she's She just does The, the, the adults Wrestling mm. But uh, she She um, yeah, like, you can feel it, like, you let her throw that right, and you can sort of, like, you um, defend it, but you can feel, like... Yeah, oh, feel, oh. The, feel the power behind <laughs> that. And I think she's clocked a couple of guys, because she just sort of, like, comes in and then, like, just throws it randomly. Oh. So some guys, you know, that's oh, a young girl, you know, just tease her a little bit and, and let her practice, and then she just hits him with this big overhand, and like, what the heck? Okay. <laughs> they kind of they can't bash him back, but you got to be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you maybe down.
0: she's playing on that. Eh? She just yeah. Throws but the it.
1: way she like, she, you can tell that she's concentrating and she's throwing it. You know, yeah. She's not throwing it out in anxiety. She just wants to hurt, like wants to be able to tag you. Mm. But it's you know, yeah. It's, they went around when I was fourteen. That's for sure. Those Fuck. guys, unless they were in like a Muton gym or something. But
0: that's yeah, yeah, dude. Three hours, man. Boom. Yeah, it like oh, that. Fucking hell, just <laughs> like that, <laughs> man. I was wondering um, what time it was I eh? know it's yeah. getting hotter in here Oh it's warming up Because yeah like a, a, When I did the air con I was supposed to get a vent in here Oh right Well the guy asked me Do you want a vent in your garage And I was like uh, Nah because nah. it's a wasting air And he was like Oh, oh well Now I regret fucking not getting yeah, a vent yeah. in here Yeah
1: well, Now you, got, you know the guy I thought you out Oh
2: <advantage. laughs> shit true
0: Is this a plug for um, more, more work for you or Yeah what? now yeah. I've got plenty of work in the moment but oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're just working by yourself, no, no offside. Well, I hire,
1: Um, I like to hire like, tradesmen that work beside me. So I hire like, I'll you know, subby a carpenter. Uh, one of my mates is a good carpenter, and I subby him, and mm. he's quite good with like cutting anchor spark. He's a terrible with cutting stuff and <laughs> getting things straight. So he does. Um, he cuts out <laughs> vents, and you know, some of, one of the guys just you know he's going to do the job good. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to watch him. He's not going to cut his fingers off. You know. Oh yeah, okay. So you hire
0: these guys to do some print work. Yeah, and
1: just subby just... work, yeah. I mean I'll um I'll pipe it up and do all the things I need to do. But yeah. um, you know, I might hire him for like a Monday and Tuesday and he's got his own jobs as well, so if it, Oh, it works cool, out, man. you know. it's so not I hate to be like um uh like have to have an apprentice or because you gotta pay like you gotta give him work for five days of the week, you gotta be there. Yeah. And you know, sometimes I just like to have Friday off, you know. Yeah, Thursday true. Tuesday off, you know, and work a Sunday or a Saturday. Mm.
0: You know. Bro, you oh, yeah. you know um sorry, just before we wrap up, man, you know Daniel. Do you remember Daniel um from Sub Factory?
1: Or is it like Everglans or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember him Yeah, I'm a good like, he, good mate of
0: mine. Yeah, he asked um if he could sit in on this and I was like he was, and I said, um nah, Adam wants his own. And oh, they just right. just to tease him and he was like and he's like, what the fuck does he know? Like, you know, and I was like, bro, you don't want to piss him off, right? And he goes, oh, yeah, true. Now we'll give him his own and
1: then I'll come on the my own show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did mention it to him because he was hitting me up for a podcast. Yeah, because he was asking, but... um, He started an MMA show, right? Yeah, started an MMA, but... Um, all he uh, has. Uh, is, yeah, well, I think he's taken a bit, of t- like, uh, with the FIFO stuff, working away all the time. He sort of hasn't, um wasn't able to, like, get it up and going. I think mm-hmm. he's had a couple of interviews and stuff like that, but... um. He's definitely like a good, a good guy to start one up, but yeah, yeah, sometimes get the ball rolling's hard, you know. Yeah. But, um, and commit and commit to it, you know. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But he's um, because he was asking me how to like, you know, how did I do this and blah blah blah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. Just come on and we'll talk shit about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's uh, he's he's uh, I think he's into um, the podcasts and stuff. Mm. But yeah, definitely. Um. How, well, how many have you done now? This is probably. Probably oh, would have been twenty or something? Nah, no hell no.
0: This is. It the, the seems like that Because they're so long Yeah yeah You know what I mean like, I think this is only Your number 10
1: Oh yeah. right Because I, really, I did really Enjoy that paramedic one Yeah um, Mr. Clinton Clinton yeah That was like a Four hour one wasn't it
0: Yeah man We got pretty fucking Lit man
1: Oh yeah 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 Just yeah Just because you can know Like what you got in your head About South Africa And uh, Africa in general mm. You know how hectic It would have been The oh, story so about him um, Getting into it Yeah but also um, Leaving that mother With a child and then uh, how to deal with trauma and stuff yeah. is not by, like, pillowing it, by, like, pretty much pouring it straight on him.
0: Yeah. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. Yeah, like,
1: you know. Bro, when when he was that talking, was like,
0: he, he scares me, man. Yeah. Like, he's such a, man, the most beautiful dude in the world. He's got a heart of gold. But when he talks about stuff, you know, when he's, like, especially when he was talking about that
1: stuff, I was, like, getting scared, eh? Yeah. I was, like, what oh, I know." What is it? It's, like, because, uh, you know, like, you would would you get video cameras in here or not? A
0: pro- uh I I had some good advice given to me yesterday when I went and got this stuff put up. It's yeah. your guest number one for the new Rogue oh, yes. Boom Arms, you know? Um, I asked uh, the guy that I usually see at Mega Music in Wangara. Yeah, uh, he runs a podcast for wrestling. Yeah, right. um, you know, like WCW, yeah, that kind yeah. of wrestling. Yeah, um, but for in Perth, but he interviews people from overseas and shit like that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was saying to him because he's got audio only. And um, I asked him, have you thought about putting video up and blah, blah, blah. And he was saying, oh, not all guests are comfortable with video. Yeah, and yeah. It might even change the dynamic of the conversation because some people see a camera and then they want to act like a certain way or yeah, put yeah. on a persona, you know you yes. know what I mean? And he was saying that um, most of the wrestlers, when they're in character in the ring, they, some of them wear masks and stuff like that. So... You know what I mean uh, yeah. if he was to put video up of him with that wrestler in character they'd have to wear the fucking mask and the whole oh, get-up, yeah. make you know yeah. so um don't
1: know well, does that character come across on the microphone the wrestlers do you know yeah
0: uh, well i've I've listened to a couple of episodes um and you could tell he's really passionate about that sport um he's really knowledgeable and the people he interviews are like pretty big. Big names over in the states, Yeah. Like, not like Steve Austin or anything like that. Yeah, well, yeah. not yet, anyway, but um, so, some of the more local show stuff. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Um, but yeah, he was just saying that. Like, just yeah. the cameras might change stuff. You know.
1: Yeah, it's like when you, you talk. I don't know. I can envision what your um, the paramedic looks like, but I can yeah. guarantee it's completely different to what he. Looks oh, what like do you think person? it looks like, Dave I don't know if I caught a. F- I, d- I might have caught a picture of him I, I, I put a picture up Yeah so I might be like a bit um, Was he like a blonde head guy? No No I, I haven't seen him I just feel him like a very like blonde um, Like semi fit But also like has like a uh, You know like a roughness about his appearance Like and yeah. he's like You know those You know like those guys that like You can tell they've been really fit once in their life But they've just mm. eaten a couple of Like an extra calories nowadays so <laughs> kind of, Like got that real well, man strength he,
0: Like he's late 40s Mid, mid to late 40s Yeah um, six foot five, six foot six. Yes, yeah, so he's
1: quite tall. He's a big unit, bro. Yeah,
0: he used to play professional rugby
1: for fucking. Yeah, up. that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, saying? Yeah. Exactly. I think like, even now,
0: like if he was you don't know
1: really wh- how, why I'm de- like why I'm thinking that because I might have heard that he's a rugby player, so you're like kind of like in yeah, my yeah, mind, you unconsciously yeah. like build this character up because <laughs> I have been stung before with like thinking something about someone and just thinking, well, what, and then oh, you see them like,
0: like what the fuck was I thinking,
1: <laughs> and then you can't help but you like whatever it is in your mind constructs a lesser story about it. You yeah. know, like they'll tell you a story and then you, um even like seeing people out of uniform or whatever. Yeah. You know, like this guy's a cop. Like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I would smash <laughs> This guy's not that good. Like you want them to be like, you know, there's an Aussie cop and there's an yeah. American cop and it's very like, um generalised, what I'm saying, but like, the co- American cops just seem ready for war. You know, they're mm. ready. I mean, you do get the fat ones and all that, but mm. Australian cops just seem like they're trying to be American cops but without any you know Any fat Any um Like live role playing
2: mm.
0: But no, that's no. very like one yeah. way uh, that, But yeah No offence to all the cops out there <laughs> We just
2: We yeah, just took shit Yeah, yeah, yeah. We took but, but when,
0: when you see them But like Yeah but do you think that's because American cops Right they wear full Almost full body armour All of them Yeah right? yeah Whereas here we don't wear Like stab or bulletproof Yeah yes. and American
1: cops Are independent as well They generally Ride alone mm. So they got more cars yeah, less people. But yeah, but less people. G- normally, um, I was I heard it someone saying that a cop can't pull you over in WA unless he's um with someone with someone. Oh, you're probably right mm. Cause he's. But I think in America they do that also. But the cop will pull you over by himself I and then mean, call cool for a um mm. like a person to come up behind. Mm. mm. But that's only you know, like I said.
0: Like you're constructing this picture
1: of Yeah And then me. like I, I watched Cops a lot when I was young So it's just like <laughs> Do you yeah. shit on them? But Not the a bad boy No I don't love them mate. I'd watch I still to this day Like we'll watch some of it Like every now and again Oh do you there,
0: watch the it. actual Cops The TV series? Yeah but the whole
1: The back in the day ones where yeah, be yeah The, up, the um,
0: guys over the fence. I things. think the first couple of episodes Are probably real And then after that Yeah
1: I heard that like, Before as well
0: Yeah and then uh, Well I've heard different things Like I haven't researched it But I heard that after the first couple of episodes, like they started to, like, act, holi- like uh, you know, producers act. got involved, and yeah, right. We want it to look like this, so let's get this guy over here.
1: You know, it's just not like a real fucking off the cuff scenario kind of thing, you know? Yeah, well, back then they reckoned that there was a channel just playing um, high speed chases. <laughs> what? Like all day, that would be how fucking ch- boring would that be? Fuck? Yeah, they were just like it was a just like because it was always a high speed chase, so mm. always have the helicopters and stuff chasing guys, you know. But like I said, like maybe if I watched it again, some of these, I'll be like, this is fake as shit. Oh. <laughs> well, have you watched it now? It's so hard to um, pull off not being fake. Mm. You know, like the interactions yeah. people have, you can just tell. I don't know what it is. They reckon it's about that CGI with humans as well. Mm. They reckon they can't quite work it out. But when they try and impose a, a computer image yeah. of a person, mm. humans can just pick up something about it that's not right, quite yeah. right. And they try and try and try over again to try oh, to and trick the mind. Yeah. They don't know why like, well, you can pick it up. You know, you can sort of yeah. like go, oh, this <coughs> nose is a bit different. Oh, the shadow effect's a bit off. Yeah. And they try and fix it up and do it and do it and try in different ways.
0: Have Like you're talking about, uh, you know, some of the um, CGI stuff they're doing, eh, it's Almost, we're, yeah. f- we're like fucking so close to. But it's something that that people can
1: like humans can just pick it up though. Yeah, pick it up when it's not quite on, because we could tell. Like, you know, yeah. I could tell if you were a CGI character in front of me. You know, yeah, yeah. But but what are you actually like focusing on? You know, mm. that's the, that's. I think that's their problem. You know, like they can't quite get the um, because you look at that like Kick Ass MMA we're doing. Um, we got all our wolves graffitied. And it's all images. It's real crazy. And some of the photos, like the way that they've done the shadow effect, when I mean, you look at it from afar, you know how you make like words come out, you make different yeah. poses. And they <clears> just get the shadow effect perfect to create like it, I think it's like, like, to incorporate like a reality to it. Mm. Or otherwise it just looks like a cartoon. But some of them you're like, geez, that's actually like it's really, really close. Mm. But without the shadow effecting, you wouldn't think it. Mm. But it's just like it's like in your mind, you know it's something like supposed to be there. Yeah.
0: So they're tricking us to think. Trying to
1: trick us, yeah. yeah. But you can see, it like in the old, um, uh, with the dinosaur movie, whatever that one's called. Oh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park. You can tell, like straight away. Oh yeah. They? they did like a new one of them. You no, know, like Planet Apes was pretty good, I thought. Yeah, that's pretty fucking. Yeah, close. Yeah, or even yeah. the Avatar or whatever. Like, mm. you know, it's they've done the right thing where they're trying to make it so it's obviously CGI, but they're trying to make it really good CGI. Mm. So you like you you're not trying to like force yourself into believing it's real. Yeah. You know, norm- you normally just like giving credit that the CGI is so good. Mm. You know, it's like that yeah. fine line. But to try and make like Terminators and all that, when they try and make Arnold Schwarzenegger come back as a rip guy, yeah, you know, you can just see like. D- this you is know not
0: him. Plus, I think all of us know he's old. Yeah. And then when they try to release a movie of him as a young, mm. you could just. Like, there's some a couple of, of, yeah, movies, Some of his that? movement, you know, and looks a bit shitty, and you could tell, oh, that's not a fucking human. They wouldn't move like that. You yeah.
1: Because I can't recall what they did with Fast and Furious when that guy died. The oh, they
0: put his like they were That's using his, or not? Yeah, they were using his brother, I think. Oh right, and there was like because you know the brother would have similar. Um, yeah, yeah. Features on the face and. Like the shape of the jawline yeah. and stuff like that were very similar to Paul Walker. Yeah, right. Um And then they just sort of changed with the eyes and. Yeah, everything. but you could th- that you could tell. tell yeah, yeah. What was that
1: Fast Fury Fast Furious Seven, or something? Did that hurt you? That hurt me that he died, man. And then they made you that movie. it <laughs> Hurt me, and then just, they put that song. Just could add another hour to the <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> Yeah, tell me, man. Let's um, Nor Macdonald, <laughs> eh? You know that guy that much, bro? Oh, the,
0: com- the, comedian, the comedian that yeah, passed, yeah, away he passed away.
1: Passed right? away. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: He had uh, R.I.P. to Norm Macdonald. Yeah, I
1: love that guy. Hey, eh? man, he was. I got funny, into yeah, him yeah. in the last um, maybe two years. Or so. I'd always listened to him mm. and uh, always like replayed the clips and stuff he did, just because of like he's like he's obviously an intelligent guy, but like mm. how he like uh, I don't know how his comic comedian stance was. Yeah, like he was very like into saying the wrong thing, you know, and very yeah. into like dumbing down what he knew. That was a part of his act, you know? Mm. And he's the only one that could pull it off, you know, generally. Yeah. You can't yeah, just yeah. get a comedian just pretending he's dumb. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, work. because that's whole that, charisma, you know. That was him me. Like he'd pretend yeah. he was dumb but his jokes were intelligent. Mm. Yeah. And the whole time he did was um <coughs> he's like dying of cancer. Well, he had cancer for like seven years and no one knew about it. Oh, fuck when he finally died. But I remember like one of the only guys I've ever like actually went out of my way to listen to. Yeah. You know, everyone else sort of like maybe the next one's like maybe Joe Rogan or something I don't know but um, I never like watched footy when I was younger never did soccer never really had any UFC um, guys that I like followed or anything yep. you know and then just like Norma McDonald was the first guy I was like this guy was actually pretty funny but I started like investing time into watching oh, him and all that and yeah. when he died it was like probably the biggest shock of my life like <laughs> in, the, in the celebrity world yeah, I my like, yeah. no, god I can't man, believe that guy died oh, there's so many of them are dying man like because I really wanted to see that guy live as well if you get over do oh. about, you know just to see him and see
0: what he's all about And another comedian that passed away this week actually was that Bob Saget do you know who oh, he is? Oh, yeah, I've seen Think I From um, Full House the, the Dead
1: Oh, yeah, that's right Yeah, he passed away, man What the fuck Yeah
0: it's in the 60s, man
1: Fuck Yeah, and of like Unknown causes as well mm-hmm. They've got an autopsy And all that But He mm-hmm. was on like a comedian um, On a comedy tour Wasn't he? Yeah At a hotel At a hotel Passed away I think it, may, it might have been uh, <laughs> Okay
0: <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they ruled hey, that yeah, out Straight saying away anything. But, I'm not saying you know. anything But uh <laughs> You know <laughs> these, you know these guys play man. You know? yeah. oh, I don't know. I Crazy.
1: That's why, like, uh, like Dana White and Joe Rogan, you know, they are and they stay away from. Co- they never take cocaine. It's like really? Uh, sometimes they seem a bit exaggerated. We, like we never take it, but we just sell it. Okay, that's yeah. how we're rich. Well, he said. Uh, Dana White said um, with that whole that boxer we mentioned before. If you mm. can call him a boxer, what's his name? Oh, Logan um, Paul. Logan Paul yeah. saying like if Dana White yeah, can get yeah, a yeah. cocaine test, he'll get a he'll get a steroid, steroid test. test. Yeah, and I was like, Dana White, I don't know. Well you it was cocaine sort of hard because it's like goes away after forty eight hours, doesn't it? You can't
0: I don't know. I've never done it, man. Never yeah, like you it. know, like testing, it's like a oh, very testing for it.
1: yeah, I think most you steroids can, um, will hang around for like two months or something.
0: It depends on what you're testing
1: for. Yeah. Like it's like the are both, you know, rich guys is never gonna come down to testing. Oh, of course. Just not, marketing man. And I think yeah, and this is just marketing
0: shit. and getting likes and yeah. getting people to buy it, buy, it in, buy into their beef. Yeah, yeah. Know? And then, uh, and that's how this guy became a star.
1: He was a fucking YouTube fighter for fuck's sake. Well, know? that's how uh, you know Dana White came a start by uh, causing mayhem. You know? Yeah, yeah. Just you always people find people these big guys always got an argument with the competitors. Like, why is that? You know, mm. <laughs> but I don't know if UFC is going to really have, um, I thought that, um, Strikeforce and one were going to sort of yeah. come up, but they just don't seem to be making any big moves. Mm. When you talk about UFC being that seven trillion dollar company, seven oh, seven billion, sorry. Mm. Dollar company, it's like oh, it's, it's a lot, lot of money. Of
0: money. I know. Again, I think they're just tucking it away for no reason, eh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> ah, all good.
0: Yeah, man. So, bro, you want to wrap this
1: up, bro? Yeah, let's wrap it up.
0: Um, dude, I just got one question I need to ask you before you yep. go. If someone was wanting to get into MMA or fighting or just some kind of like um
1: jiu-jitsu or anything something like that, what what would your advice to them be? Um, yeah, just one thing you know just get down there have a crack at it um, you know there's like like everything there's lots of different clubs lots of different gyms lots of bit of like social patterns mm. so maybe if they knew like you know do they want to socialise at the gym after or do they just want to be there for jujitsu, or you know like if um, you know say they don't want to if it's a woman and they don't want to wrestle guys you know there's giant gyms that like facilitate that you know I know like uh, there's a lot of gyms that do just girls only classes as well which just mm. seems to like prevent some women from doing BJJ, mm-hmm. which is like totally understandable. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just um. Track it down. Ask someone about it. You know, I know. Steve Kennedy's a good guy to ring. Not to go to his gym, but just to get advice on which gym would be appropriate for him. Mm-hmm. He's obviously going to like tentatively ask you to come down to his gym. Yeah. But I'm sure he like if he you put out a proper um question he'll answer it truthfully and all of that. Yeah. Or even um yeah grab me on Facebook or something. Send me a message. So how can we case. find you? Just Adam Bennett, look for uh, a picture of that, whatever got up now? Oh, so isn't that sure.
0: picture of you in a nice white shirt, like thumbs up kind
1: of thing? Uh, I don't know what's up there actually. Oh, well that's my daughters. Oh yeah, maybe Instagram would be better. Mm, mm. I think it's um, Adam Bomb Bennett, pretty sure. Yep. Bennett. I think that's what it is. W- weren't you Adam Dildo Bomb once or something no, like I that? No, I think that was my Facebook, <laughs> I think someone changed my name to... Um, that on um, Submission Factory's messenger. Oh, it's still the group chat. The, the right? Yeah, yeah. Y- are you, you still part of it? I, I like. I put them on. Um, like not silent, but like muted their conversation because oh, yeah. I was going there. And then I unmuted it. I and mean, then I made a comment the other day, and it came up like Adam Bomb Dildo Ben. I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's right." Uh, oh, because I'm still part of it as <laughs> oh, well. Oh yeah, I remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're always good to go down there for a Thursday night roll. Or you probably mm. struck for time anyway. Yeah. Um, they're real good. Um. Like yeah, Stacey Wilson, he's like probably one of the one of the more genuine. Just like yeah, he doesn't seem like he gives a fuck, you know. of like just come down to wrestle, roll, you know. You don't have to be a member, just rock up, and if he knows you for an open session, you, know, you can just wrestle mm-hmm. as will. But um, yeah, it's a good gym, one of the foundations of Perth, and um, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's always uh, yeah, it's always there. Always seems to be in Wangara. Play change three premises or something. Yeah, yeah. Always in Wangara somewhere.
0: It's a, a good place, man. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, dude. Thanks for
0: your time, man, bro. If oh, I good. don't see you, uh, I'm probably gonna. Uh, I'm gonna try and come to watch you in March.
1: March yeah, Sweet a um, domination show. So sorry, what show? Domination. It's called. It's their yeah. second show. They're just a brand new show. Mm, so um, not part of Eternal. Not part of Eternal. No. I would like to fight on Eternal again, but I wouldn't mind. Um, I get, you know, get this win and call out someone. Do the whole. Start oh, some beef banging, yeah. I got a couple of guys I like to call out But I probably need To prove myself A little bit better
0: Oh okay Sussing You going to call out Stacey Wilson <laughs> oh, nah. No way Bro but um, yeah Like good luck With the fight camp um, Cheers mate. All the best For the fight Coming up man I, mean, I hope to see you at, um, at your show In March man Yeah March it is Yeah, Maybe the
1: same point Maybe different one Hopefully you sticks at it
0: Bro it doesn't matter You'll fuck, em up, fuck You'll him up man You'll get him this time Get this time Brother Thank Cheers, you mate. man Ladies and gentlemen Mr. Adam Bennett